to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. It is the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing coming at you. It's Monday night, October 17th. The Monster Energy Cup is just wrapped up, come and gone. Star-studded show tonight. Lots of in-studio guests. Looking forward to having a great show. Looking forward to having you people uh, join us and listen and learn and laugh and hopefully we entertain you with uh, stories of the Monster Energy Cup and much more. Uh, really thank you for tuning in. Get it on... Um, Stitcher, get it. The uh, tune in on the tune in app live. We got the new Pulp MX app that uh, we think is going to work. Tweet us if you have a problem listening live on the app, please, and uh, let us know. But uh, our guy Travis Marks made some changes, fiddled with the interior, went in behind there, flux capacitor, and uh, and worked around some things. And uh, yeah, it's great to have you guys tonight. Uh, BTOsports.com. Call them. Tell them you're with Pulp. You'll save big. Anything you need for your biker body. Fly Racing, the great guys at Fly Racing, debuting the tie-dye limited edition stuff this weekend. And they won with Cameron McAdoo. Who knew? Grateful Dead was back. NFAB, Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, and two under all on board with us tonight, and as are you, and we thank you. And we're going to have Jeremy Albrecht on later, J-Bone from uh, JGR. They just announced last week they're switching to Suzuki, so he's going to come on and tell us the why, the what, the when of switching to Suzuki's for those guys. The 250 riders, they're going to have two 250 riders. We're going to get to the bottom of that. Rumor is that Filthy Phil is going to be one of them, so we'll talk about that. Uh, Cameron McAdoo, like I said, won the amateur all-star race, and he'll be on uh, MCR 250 with its first ever uh, uh, AMA win. Uh, great job by those guys, and McAdoo will be on to talk about that. He won a Toyota Tacoma truck. I don't know how old this kid is, but he won a free truck for getting both hole shots. That's gnarly. And uh, Josh Hill will be racing the Red Bull Straight Rhythm this weekend on an electric bike. Yes, the Alta e-bike that we've always talked about here on the show that Chris Kiefer uh, had a huge hand in developing and working on. He will be, uh, he'll, he'll be in, on, on the phone, Josh Hill will be, to talk about doing a straight rhythm on an e-bike. And uh, check out the videos of that. It's just wild. It's just uh, nuts to, uh, to think about. And so those guys will be on tonight on the line. Jason Thomas will be on at some point. And, uh, well, yeah, we have lots to talk about, definitely. Roxon uh, uh, killing the Monster Energy Cup, then almost killing himself. And Eli Tomac winning. Uh, hey, if you're going to go to Amazon, go to pulpamex.com. There's an Amazon banner on there. Click on that. It takes you to Amazon. Make your purchase. We get a small slice of that, and we can afford to have our in- incredible studio guests uh, uh, in-, in here every uh, each and every Monday night. So we got the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment. We have the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. We have the JGR check-in and JGR uh, NFAB uh, check-in and the JGR uh, NFAB question of the day. Brought to you by the great folks at NFAB, n-fab.com. Race Tech. We had Chris on last week, and Race Tech email segment will be coming up. Gear Ally cold call. We are going to call, and I can say this because he doesn't have the internet, he doesn't have a smartphone, he doesn't have anything. Tony Berluti. We're going to call Tony Berluti because he was back this weekend working for MCR. So I want to talk to Berlute about what's going on with that, if he's back in racing or whatever. So we're going to do the Gear Ally cold call of Tony Berluti. 
And, uh, yeah, lots more coming on, like I said, in the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment. So in studio, tons of people here. It's incredible. We're going to have a really good time tonight. Uh, first up, uh, he's a, a national winning mechanic. He's a Loretta Lynn's champion. Works for Pro Taper. Vortex Racing. Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. This is your third? I think. In studio appearance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Love to have you in. It's good. Yeah, we're going to talk about some stuff. Four, two former top mechanics in the sport. Well, let's not push it with the two thing. Summercross. <laughs> Where's your trophy? Summercross is right there. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, uh, a national win also, a high point national win. Overall? Yeah. In the mud, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when, when a mechanic skills are really needed. Really tested. Yeah, so. Got it. Um, but you, right. have, you have seven national wins? Uh, Nine? I don't know. It's bad when you can't remember. <laughs> like, you have so many, you can't you talk. Even. You talk about them like they're mine. They are. Believe like, it. I rode the bike. Do you not, do you not listen to the show? Do you not think that pretty much I won summer cross? You're right. At You're this right. point? Sorry. <laughs> Paul Barabinos from Pro Taper will be on. Um, we got an angry voicemail about Pro Taper. I heard. But you're going to get to the bottom of it. I'll fix it. Yeah, you'll fix it. And also, too, uh, you have some new stuff coming out. Yeah. And uh, we love Vortex Racing. The Vortex Racing guys are a big part of the show. But we love Paul. So Appreciate that. Let's not be dicks to each other. I like Vortex. I know. But remember, I put I put a posted thing about FMF on Instagram. Uh they yeah. thanked JGR for their efforts. Some companies are classier than others. We'll put it that way. But yeah. I think. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, also in studio, you've heard of Mini Moto. You've heard of the U.S. Open. You heard of Junior Moto X. You heard of Enduro Cross. Uh, the, the USGPs, uh, Charlotte, had a, this man had a big part of it. Lil Supercross, Geneva Supercross. Uh, he's been in a few times. He's the Las Vegas resident or local for a mem- number of years. Eric Perinard. How about you, Eric? How are you? Hey, good evening, Steve. Thanks for coming in. Pleasure to be here again. Uh, you Paul, know. this guy here. Mover, shaker. I like this guy. Yeah. Good dude. <laughs> yeah. Good dude. We seem to be always together. Last time I was here, I was here with Paul, so it yeah. seems like... Uh, was it really? Yeah, the last yeah. time you were here? Yeah. 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 We, we met each other when uh, Eric still lives in Florida, and I yeah. grew up in Florida. And he's just always been a good person. But you guys were in studio together here? He was winning the pro class. I was winning the vet class. Oh, we yeah. were racing pit bikes. <laughs> That's about as bad as it gets. Yeah. Uh, you just got back. Both of you got back from the SMX Cup. Correct. So we're yeah. going to talk about Monster Cup, but I want to talk about SMX Cup and, and like what the hell happened. And we'll get to that. Um, yeah. sure. And then we'll talk about Monster Energy Cup. We've got a lot of things to talk about. Uh, Eric, there's things going on behind the scenes that i got to get your opinion on. I've talked about them on this show for weeks. And I know. More supercrosses, more GPs, uh, uh, designations, problems. I, you're a guy that's linked into all of that. i got to talk to you about that. Maybe you can't tell me everything. But. Shoot me anytime you want. I'll try to give you the best answer yeah, I can. Yeah, it's an interesting time in our sport. And also in studio here, he, uh, he's got a cast on his arm, and he wasn't coming. I didn't know he was coming until about an hour ago. But he won his first national this year, and he's hopefully going to get this wrist fixed up. He's Rockstar Energy Husqvarna's Zach Osborne. What's up, Zacho? How's it going? Oh, wait. Wrong, head, wrong, uh, wrong thing. All right. How's it going? What's up, Zacho? Just chilling. I can't believe you came in studio. I've been a couple times. No, but you're back. Like, I didn't – this is a big surprise. It's really nice. Yeah. So, you broke your wrist or hurt your wrist at the SMX Cup broke in that third wrist. moto? Yep. Okay. And went down on the start, and uh, that was all she wrote pretty much. Damn. And yeah. That, and uh, surgery? Tomorrow morning, yeah. How long are you out for? Six weeks, they say. And Marty broke his leg? Uh, so we have yeah. some problems on the Rockstar Husky. We don't have any riders right now, but <laughs> Marty Anderson's should be riding foot. again soon. Yeah, Anderson's foot, bad injury. And, uh, well, Purcell, neck, is he all right? Or? Yeah. Yeah. But okay. he's not riding yet. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. He's riding, I think. No. No? Okay. Soon, but yeah. Soon. Um, so, hey, welcome. Yeah, welcome back. Thanks. Um, 
Uh, big news for you. We had you on maybe a month ago. You're going to be working with Alden Baker next year. Yeah. It's a big deal. Was a little more than a month ago. Was it? I don't I remember. It was after Bud's Creek, wasn't it? That was like two months ago. Mm, I don't know. Could have been. Anyways. M- might have been three or four bike breaks before. Oh, wow. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, Feeny's going to stab you yes. for that. I love and you Feeny. deserve it. For the record, these aren't Feeny's fault, no, right? No. Right. And I love Feeny. I need to do a podcast with Feeny. i got to figure that he's, out. He's, he's got some a good, good stories. Right? He's a good Don't bro me. I he's worked been, with him at PC. He's yeah, a, no, like he's him. got some good stories. The problem I find when I call mechanics for podcasts is they're not always like enthusiastic like storyteller dudes. Feeny. Yeah, it's one of those things you have to like kind of prod them and guide yeah. them into like yeah. the good stuff you know they're not just going to come out with that yeah exactly uh and also uh producing the show over there holding things down in the corner taking your phone calls praying that this app is streaming this week the travis marks what's up marks dog steve how are you how are we doing on a backflip we got to talk about this <laughs> how, are we, how are we doing this zach this guy is going to pastrana's house to do a backflip training's going well and please show him show him the dune goon video please oh yeah we we need to show you his dune zach, goon. have you seen the dune goon video no he i'm hasn't seen it. i'm worried i'm worried for this guy <laughs> pastrana randy richardson you know randy well yeah. uh yeah. pastrana taught him how to do a backflip for his 50th birthday in in pastrana land travis says that he can teach anyone to do a backflip travis marks wants to do one we are flying him out to work with Pastrana. He's going to do a backflip. Uh, First I, in the foam pit. Then. I may invite him to X Games following <laughs> that. You, know, you, know, you don't know what I'm capable of. So the They make class. it look easy. <laughs> Randy Richardson did it. Come on. I mean, Randy's a good rider, but he used to Charlotte 125 Supercross Pro, but... They make it look easy. What are your trampoline skills like? Can you do backflips? Pretty solid, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. then maybe you got a chance. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you won't die. Um, we have a day from Pastrana. Yeah. We have a date for We're going to try to work this out. I'm excited. <laughs> My wife is not, but I'm going anyway. So Yeah, is the wife cool or no? Yeah, like, she's, she's fine. He's she's, never been, Zach, he's never been to Pastrana's house. He don't get, like, when you step foot on the property, you already feel I've never been danger. there, but I'm not yeah. ever going there. I've been, I've been there before, and it's... <laughs> well, uh, the Dune Goon, Mark's dog, will be doing a backflip. Do I just Google Dune Goon? Or? Uh, I'll send it to you. He'll send, yeah, he'll send it to you. Uh, you got it, he's on MX Fails. Oh, that's perfect. I was just watching it like five minutes ago. Speaking of Randy Richardson, Michelin Starcross 5, brand new tire, uh, hard, medium, soft, and sand. Michelin Starcross 5, completely redesigned casing, more aggressive self-cleaning tread design. Great tire. Uh, works well. We've been getting tons of great feedback from this thing. MichelinMotorcycle.com, brand new tire, excellent performance over a wider range of conditions and terrain. So get yourself a set of Michelin Starcross 5s and uh, hook yourself up like Randy Richardson and the Dune Goon over there. Um, and so the app should be working a little better, Travis, we think. Hopefully. All right. Brand new Pulpmex app, everybody, on the store. Um, get it now while it's hot. Uh, all, this, all the podcasts, over 1,500 podcasts are there, $1.99. And uh, you get sound drops. Um, we, we've got, we added some new ones and uh, access to all the shows, sponsored deals, everything else. Makes it really easy. Oh, that's the old one. i got to get you a code, Eric. I'm not paying for it. <laughs> I'll get you a code, too. Fine. That'll be your, <laughs> your appearance on the show tonight. Um, uh, so J-Bone coming up, Josh Hill and Cameron McAdoo all coming up here on the Pulpmex show presented by BTOsports.com and uh Racing. So before we get to J-Bone, let's talk a little MEC. Um, in a way, Paul, I was disappointed that Roxon was so good. Because, look, like I, I come from the school of like, hey, he just switched to a Honda. It's a brand new Honda at that. So maybe Honda's a little bit behind. Maybe Kenny's a little bit behind. And this will be interesting to see how he adapts to this bike by A1 because you never know. Instead, he just killed it. I mean, he should have went one on one and won a million dollars. Yeah, and I think that goes back to what you and I have talked to about uh, talked 
about a lot is the guy's just too confident to get beat, I, I think. I but mean, it's a brand I, new bike! I don't care. You put him on a stock 2009 RMZ250, I think he'll win. You put him on a circle track, he's going to win. Like the, He's better at the, at the moment. You were not surprised that he was that good? No, not really. Osborne? I don't know. I, I was a little surprised, but it was one of those things like he's such a confidence guy, in my opinion, uh -huh. that it was going to like make or break his season. And, and you think? Yeah. Like if it went really bad, it could have been disastrous. He's always talking about really the, bad. He cartwheeled. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but, but then he was he head went. and shoulders above yeah. before and yeah. even after. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. He wasn't as impressive in the last moto. Yeah. After the first moto, I was like, even if he gets a tenth place start, he's still going to win a million dollars tonight. Like, yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Hey, he pulled the almost pulled the holy from the far outside in the yeah. third main. Uh, Eric, surprised how good he was. Not really. I mean, uh, come on, everybody. No, no honestly, the bike, the, the new Honda is supposed to be really good mm -hmm. for what we heard. And, uh, you know, I mean, Kenny is just a killer. It's just like he's on a good new bike. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, um, Tomac won, though. Let's not forget. That gets lost a little bit. Tomac was good. Right. Yeah. Now he ends his season with two USGP wins and a Monster Energy Cup, right? Yeah. So, Momentum um, a little bit building for him. Not everything's been rosy over there. He, was, he was good in the second. In the second, second moto yeah. at Glen Helen. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, do, does it, like Eli, two thousand fifteen. Do you good. do you tear up a little when the US Jeep when the GP guys get work like that, or are you no, okay? I'm okay <laughs> because you, your allegiance kind of. You're one of those guys. You're very worldly. Yeah, but racing. You're not going to start in, yelling. These colors the don't run. You know, racing a GP in the states is. A little bit different than racing a GP in Bulgaria. Absolutely. So, yeah. I, don't, I mean, of I course, you care. picked Bulgaria where you won. I didn't win in Bulgaria. Oh, I thought you did. No. Where'd you win? Turkey. They only had a one. Turkey. Osborne <laughs> 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 wins in Turkey. It's pretty Wasn't close. that the mulch track? <laughs> no, that was in Ireland. I okay. won that one too. Okay. Um, I won a moto there. My yeah. bike blew up in the second. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah. So um, it, yeah. So Tomac's good. He's he looks like he's a little better. And Paul. Things weren't always rosy over there with the bike and everything else. And, and it's nice to see them working forward. They have three wins in a row. I mean, he just dominated those USGPs. I mean, it was not even funny. So, so that's good. And Dunge, Dunge was Dunge just does what Dunge does. Just Dunge like at SMX, like <laughs> I knew it was going to happen after practice. He was like eighth or tenth, like okay. not yeah. not good, like not even close. And then first main he was second, second yeah. main he was third, yeah. third main he was second. Yeah. Wins the race. No yeah. Faber looked faster. Hurlings looked faster. Guys look faster. Yeah. But they were. Yeah. But what are you going to. But yeah, but you can't. But Dunge will get a good start every time. He yeah. won't make and a he mistake. He'll just be there. Yeah. I knew Geyser was a. Dude, he's dude, wild. He sends it, that guy. <laughs> oh, hey, my he goodness. scrubs harder than anyone I've ever seen and yes. gets by with it a lot. And I the, was bummed he, he got hurt and couldn't make this week. And I, that was the, I was, I was looking not. forward to that start, and I was looking forward to seeing guys. I wanted yeah, to I'm watch not. him race, too. Yeah. I, after seeing him at SMX, I'm so glad he did <laughs> the, the thing with him is he, like, sends it, and he crashes, but when he gets up, he, he crashes again. Like, he, <laughs> equally as hard. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. it's not like, oh, he crashed that yeah. moto one time. Yeah. He crashes once. He's right. probably going to crash again a couple laps later. He's Every, fast, though, man. Oh, like, he's great. Super yeah. fast. I saw him in Italy But I think if you bring that, like, send it attitude to, you know, I saw him riding a supercross track on mm -hmm. Instagram in Slovenia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't very supercrossy. So if yeah. you bring that to yeah. real supercross track, and mm -hmm. even though Monster Cup's not a real supercross track, yeah. but at the same time this year it was basically a real supercross track with no whoops. I mean, get the nets out. Nets? Someone say nets? <laughs> yeah, get the nets out. I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board. Get the nets. I should work. Eric is such an innovator with everything. 
I should. He get, could. He could make it happen. He could make the Nets happen. He could. Make he really it. could. It's coming from his mouth. Yes. It's totally different than yes. coming out of your mouth. Yes. <laughs> I, look at the fat guy. He's yelling and screaming again yes. about something. Oh, Eric, let me talk to you about the Nets. We'll, we'll, get, we'll figure that out. Um, so, hey, so, hey, so that started the Monster Cup. Like I was stoked. I was looking forward to that start. I really was. I thought that'd be awesome. You know, you go to the stadium so many times. You look up. You're like, holy shit, they're gonna come down there. And in the end of the day. Kind of wasn't that great, right? No. I mean, it It, it wasn't was cool. nearly as sketchy as I no. had anticipated. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I thought there would be a Mitchell Falk on every freaking yes, start. Yes, yes. Because, yeah. We got not lucky because on this one. We got really lucky. Sketchy, but just yeah. because the bike loads so much at the bottom when you're in fifth gear already, mm-hmm. and then there's 20 guys that close together, and it only takes one guy to get a little bit. Yeah. Guys were worried about their uh, start hooks coming out. Like, hey, is the starter gonna, start hook going to come out, you know, or come Engage, disengage? Really? God yeah, forbid. So what if it does? No, I mean not dis, not come off. Just stay Why stuck. Wouldn't it? Oh, because uh, you're not really getting any. You know, well, I guess that G out did end up being pretty good. Yeah. You know, but guys were. Who cares? It'll come off when you hit the first jump. Okay. Yeah, like it's this. Fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, there was a race one near Andrew Short's starting device never came off like the whole first lap, and he's fine jumping jumps. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, sketchy when it happens though. I um, bet. What did we think of that start, Zach? What, I'll start with you. What did you think what, at the end? Like you For said, Monster Cup, okay. Okay. For a real Supercross race, no way. I had some guys tell me they want a great behind the gate at all times. I think that that's a great idea. Yep. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, especially at Super, I know G, the GPs they're doing at every every GP next year with the great. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. But I think that the gates at a Supercross are very. Um, I won't say unfair, but sort of unfair. Like, you know, they they don't do a good job keeping it watered and and good during mm-hmm. the day. It's a nightmare for the mechanics. Every every by you know by the main event at at Anaheim, they're all like have huge chunks out of them. So yeah. for me, it's a more consistent, more fair okay. yeah. way for everyone to have a good shot at you know a, a good gate, I guess. Right. And what did you think of the start, Eric? What did you think of that idea? No, we started that at X Game five years ago at Staples uh-huh. Center, and uh, it's very spectacular. Back when I created it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> not really. No, but, really. <laughs> no, no. But uh, it's it's sketchy. It's sketchy. It's very good for the spectators. I don't think it's a really good feature for the riders. But you know, at the same time, we need to sell tickets. We need to get people excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I agree with Zach. Really good for the Monster Cup. It it actually costs them tickets. You know what I mean. You got to take block off all those seats, go up on the end there. Like in, in a way, it those, was better. Those guys were costing themselves some ticket sales. <laughs> was Monster you know? Cup is it normally a sellout? I don't think so. Because it looked pretty bare to me. Like not SMX bear, but it was pretty bare. <laughs> <laughs> there's SMX bear, and then there's yeah. there, what was uh, Summercross like? Oh, it was bare. Yeah. It was Coliseum, right? So Coliseum yeah. seats what? A hundred thousand? Too big. Yeah, yeah. It's too big. Too big. Yeah, there wasn't many people there. But trust me, they were the ones that were there. If got you want to see bare, you see three thousand people in a fifty thousand people stadium. Yeah. with a quarter of it blocked what? off. Let me ask. Let me ask the innovator here. What happened at SMX Cup? Like what? You know the Ustream guys I well. Mean, there was what eighteen titles at the race or something. Like somebody yeah, counted I mean, the titles. The field was the best field we've seen in Europe since the World Supercross Mm -hmm. that we were doing together in 2002. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it was the, the, you know, the rules about location, location, location. I think it was the wrong location. It was a terrible, like, uh, not not to knock it, but it was like an eastern block-ish town of Germany. There was nothing appealing about the town. It's not like they were in Why didn't they put it next to Intermont? 
Yeah, I mean, the, the stadium is fantastic. It's one of the best stadiums in Europe, but it's the only culture there is soccer. soccer. Yeah. Yeah. Football, uh, yeah. sorry, yeah. you know, but it's it's simple as that. When you go to Toshental, where the area where Kenny is from, yep. you, you're getting into more rural area where motocross means something. Mm-hmm. Where we were, it's freaking football slash soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and, it, and expensive, it, and uh, and and then like, why why did they build it out of sand? I don't think I mean, they it, intended to build it out of sand. Yeah, I think I w- they built it and then they freaked out because. On one of the jump faces, there was some maybe concrete that they had thrown on it, which is pretty pretty standard. Like when you go to the big sand races, they put concrete on the faces yep. because otherwise you wouldn't jump. But I think that they uh, got the dirt and were like, oh, yeah, this is good. And then they started packing it. And even when they did the like GoPro lap, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be good. Like, yeah, this is going to be wild. Um, I went to that race in 02. Nick Way, Steve Mathis. Uh we would have won the overall, but uh, Joaquin Rodriguez got us with a late race fall. Anyways. Um, How did it, he get you with a late race fall? We had the overall in the bag, and then late race fall. Nick so, fell. So you blew it. Yeah. Nick blew it. Got I mean, it. Bike worked great. Got it. But okay. uh, uh, Joaquin Rodriguez <laughs> took the win. Anyways, so they had dirt then, and we had a supermoto race in the middle, and Everett's and Nickel and stuff, and did that. But it was dirt then. Like, there's yeah. dirt in that area. Like, it was like. There was a lot more spectators. Oh, I bet. <laughs> so, will it come back? Do we think? Yeah, for sure. Mm. Okay. I think it'll be again next year. But I don't know how yeah. it's going to show up. I mean, this seems to be dedicated to make it happen. Yeah. And um, they've learned a lot this year. It's a very expensive tuition, but they learn a lot. And the manufacturers need to support it, too. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it unless... I mean, I think KTM, Husky, Yamaha, Honda really committed to it, but I don't think Suzuki and Kawasaki committed to it. But yeah. it's the right thing, right? Yeah. Can I, we can <laughs> we just get some committed to motocross and nations first? Can we just worry about that? Man. Can we just worry about going to that race? What happened to that race? I don't Nobody know. Nobody gives a shit about that race, and it's the coolest I, race of the I year. I was talking about it to Alvin the other day, and he was kind of saying, you know, when they moved it to a month after our season, it kind of hurt our chances. It did, yeah. Which yeah. I agree with. Like, it's a whole nother month. If it's one weekend or two weekends after, that's one thing. But yep. when it's a whole nother month, it, it kind of... And then you have Monster Cup, like, next year, it's October 1st. Yeah, it's even later. So then you yeah. have wow. Monster Cup two weeks later, and then, yeah, you maybe take two weeks off and then start again. That's like, that's tough, not, yeah. not ideal, but... Well, how come, how come the Motocross Nations doesn't, and I guess this is probably an easy answer, how come Ustream, the US, Team USA are the biggest stars there? They really are. I go there every year, they're the biggest stars there. People can't wait. They don't see them all the time, so it's like rock and roll guys, and except for Amart. He might just kind of walked around for normal, but <laughs> that was weird. But anyways, like, they're the biggest stars, but why doesn't Ustream kind of be like, hey, let's work with U.S. I guess that's a, I just answered my own question. Let's work with, you know, MX Sports and see when their race is, and let's put the destinations here, and let's put Charlotte a week after uh, yeah. Indiana, and let's – why, why is it going to be dicks to each other, like I was saying earlier? Like, what, what, you know? It would be way too simple. Because there's no leadership. Simple. Yeah. No leadership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Motocross world is – Pretty much everybody does what they want. They go in different corners. Nobody wants to talk to each other. And at the end, we have BS like that all the time. And and I find it funny that when when MX Sports took over the Nationals, I heard this from Davey, uh, we want a one-day format, uh, cut down expenses. We want to wrap this thing up by Labor Day because we feel like it's been drawn out. We want more of an off-season. And he said, okay, and we want TV because the TV package was really shitty back then. So uh, they teamed up with NBC Sports, got a good TV package. They wrapped it up before Labor Day. They did the one-day format. And all what happened is everybody went, oh, sweet, an opening. Let's just jam races in there. Um, Red Bull straight with the Monster Cup. Uh, You know, the the US Open, it's been been going for 18 years. Um, 
Um, and I just so it's like all of a sudden we're just racing now nonstop. These guys are. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, oh, it's, it's just it's insane. Eric, what if the Monster Cup was later, like in November? Would it hurt? I feel like I you get more even, teams to attend. Even worse. You think? It, for me, it would be. For the yeah. teams, maybe not. Well, yeah, because you have a broken wrist. Well, no. I think it'd give the teams <laughs> an opportunity to do a little dry run. I like, agree. Closer to the race. Yeah. I, I kind of agree, but for the rider, then then it's an you know another risk, and it's too close. Like, oh, I know. Typically, an injury you're going to heal in eight, six or eight weeks. You know. And yeah. Right now, you I, have and at that the time, time when I created the US Open, now Monster Cup, there was so much European racing at that time. So October was really the key date. In November, we're going, as you remember, uh, it's yeah. like from one race to the other. Percy, Genoa, yeah. Geneva, yeah. Barcelona, yeah. Barcelona, now, yeah. yeah sure. It's like yeah, never yeah. stopped. Yep. You know? Yeah. So, so actually, we, we should blame Eric. He put the U.S. Open on that day. One race. race. (laughs) Still the same weekend. I know. Uh, It's amazing, Eric, that the purse is still the same since 1998. uh, Gas prices aren't the same. It is. Gas prices are different. It's It's no inflation as you I guess they're just not getting any more. I guess they're not getting any more sponsorship money, and I guess they're not getting, you know. The ticket prices. Yeah. I I mean, it's phenomenal that in in, uh, 18 years, 18? 18. 18 years. They just can't find any extra money for that purse. It's so strange. I don't know how that happens. It's just at least it it hasn't gone down. <laughs> That's a good point, right? Right. Hey, they pay well. They do do well. But I mean, come on, right? I mean, a little bit of it me is like, gee whiz. Uh, Super mini and amateur all star. Let's talk a little bit about that. We're gonna have Cameron McAdoo on the line. If it weren't for that, the up. first until the last moto would have been a sleeper. Yeah, it it wasn't a great Monster Cup. It's not gonna go down in history as. Like an amazing Was Monster it, Cup. I have, I've, always, I've only raced it. I've only been there as racing, but it seemed like there was just nothing going on. The first two mains and yeah, just you'd like be right. dropped the gate already. Like. Yeah. yeah. Um, Paul, you know more about these amateur kids. Cameron McAdoo's win, 7-1 to win the overall. That's crazy, yeah. Uh, he beat Cantrell. He beat Falk. He beat the star kid, Ch- Chanin, Janin, Chalin, 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 Tennant. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on that on that race? Like, did... did uh, I it it was frustrating to me seeing how inconsistent they were. I I, I don't I mean I think Mitchell Falk was probably probably was the best guy there. I think uh, he rode really good the first mm-hmm. moto, second moto. You saw what happened on the start. Um, but but at the end of the day, McAdoo won the race, and it's because he got two good starts, and that's an important yeah. part of it. He actually so, got um, taken out on the last lap. He was third in the yeah. first race and got taken out in the back. Yeah, you're right. He went from third to seventh in yeah. the last lap. So good for him that he still could win with a seven one. I but, picked him, but, but I didn't. I was because he's sure. a club guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I knew him. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, does anybody? Did anybody surprise you? Tenant. Nobody really surprised me. I don't oh. think. I think it was more of a letdown with some people. I think with me, but okay. I don't. Nobody surprised. I guess McAdoo maybe surprised me a bit. Right. Right. M- MCR. Yeah. Good first win for the MCR bike. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, uh, that handmaker kid. In the in, in the super, super minis, mini. yeah. Apparently, he came out of nowhere. Really, like didn't... I think he won a couple motos at Loretta's. I want to say, but he doesn't have much support. He okay. rides good. Yeah. Like, he was he was he was really guy good all day. I yeah. thought he was great. Yeah. yeah, he didn't seem to get nervous on the big stage like yeah. that. And and Styles and Carson were obviously very good. But is Styles but, his real name? Yeah. Okay. S T Y L E Z. I think. Right. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But okay. 
So yeah, and and those two, the hyped kids, Styles and Carson, yep. are the hyped kids. Yep. But um, but man, that Hamaker kid was good, and and I think he he definitely had a shot to win. He just made a couple mistakes. Mumford was on the Honda 150. That was pretty trick. It, that thing is a <laughs> that thing's a work of art. Yeah. If you look at it up close, yeah. it is it's it's it really sounds cool. Ridiculous. It's cool. How come those Honda 150s never caught on? Again, I'm coming from a guy that doesn't follow amateur racing. I really never caught on. <sighs> I don't know. They, they, a good Superman is really freaking good. That's yeah. A, yeah, they're not that good. I guess they're hard yeah. to jet. They, okay. they don't run very clean. Yeah. Um, they're not that fast. Right. Uh, coming up with J-Bone on uh, the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, tons of people in the studio here. And they, uh, Zach Osborne, if you need Husqvarna parts, uh, KTMPartsExpress.com. I know the Huskies aren't KTMs. I, I'm aware of that. But let's just say they were. Let's say they were really close, okay? Based to that. I'll really? get myself in trouble again. I didn't know about that. Hewitt doesn't like me, and I don't need to get him any more matter. You want to call him? Hasborn doesn't like me. Uh, yeah. uh, Anderson doesn't like me. Porcel doesn't like me. Davalos, not Osborne. Davalos. Did oh, I say Osborne? I kind of like you. Davalos does. Your whole team hates my guts, but. No, I'm probably <laughs> the black sheep for being here. Right <laughs> okay. KTMPartsExpress.com. Uh, they've been in business for over 35 years. They use the code PulpMX to save yourself money. Uh, their experienced staff at KTM Parts Express will process your order with speed and accuracy, Paul. And uh, these guys will help you out. You got a Husky? I do. I love it. Well, you can get a, some Husky parts at KTMPartsExpress.com. I could. I'm just going to hit up Zach, though. <laughs> the number one <laughs> online source for genuine KTM parts accessories. Their warehouse is stocked and ready, folks. So uh, please, and go to Sponsor Deals if you can, and uh, and, and check out whatever you need to get from, uh, we got a lot of um, uh, discount codes and things like that. Let's quickly get to our phone lines before J-Bone. Raining Yellow. Hey, before I get to my main question, you notice they made a point to show the super mini kid with the hot chick mechanic? No. That was a super mini girl. Yeah. Oh, was it really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jordan. Yeah, I was going to say, good for that kid pulling that chick because she looked uh, <laughs> a little too old. Okay. Next question. But anyways, yep. on to my real question. When Kenny's bike was having problems before the second moto and then the crash I couldn't help but think it like, oh, crap, here we go. New bike, already maybe he's going to have some issues. What problems did he have before the second moto? It wouldn't start. Before the second moto. Oh, the se okay, the first one wouldn't start, right? No, I thought it was the second moto. I thought it was the first moto. When did it, when did it push start it? They had to push start, apparently. I would say that was before the third moto. Third moto? Okay. No, no. They mentioned it before the second moto broadcast. Yeah. Oh, I'm wrong. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. They had an electric start, and then Kenny couldn't start it uh, after a crash, of course. And Osborne, how lucky what did he get on that crash to, to downside the double? Uh, pretty lucky, but I've watched it about 50 times now, and I feel like he cased the, the three before and still like was like, oh, I got this, and tried to motor through it and okay. blew, kind of blew through Should the have lip. said, like, hey. Hey, let's double out here. Right. Hey, I'm Kenny, I'm Kenny Rockson. It's not let's, me, though. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I, you know, it's a, a micro-millisecond decision, yeah, yeah. and... Yeah. I mean, it's probably going to happen nine times out of ten, but, mm -hmm. he, you know, it's one of those deals where you're going down a ski into a sharp tranny, and then it just, it's going to buck you even if you hit yeah. it perfect, and he hit it perfectly wrong, okay. you know what I mean? <laughs> That's good. There it is. All right, uh, Randy Yellow. Hey, I got some Stewart news for you. You ready? Uh -oh. oh, thank God. Thank God. Let's hear it. It's not James. It's Mookie. Oh, okay. The Geico deal is not going to happen. There was rumors really? and talks and everything else. Not going to happen. Wow. So I don't know what he's going to do. So don't ask me what now because I don't know. But I just know the Geico thing was an option, and now it's not. Yeah. Real, real Did you quick, hear that too? Before I go, yeah. any news that they're going to be there this weekend? Eric? 
Red Bull Straight Rhythm, you have something to do with that. He signed up for uh, Mookie. No, no, he's, do, he's doing a, Mookie is doing a race in Holland yeah. this oh, weekend okay. in Arnhem, where we were, oh, the okay. same stadium where we were doing World Supercross. Oh, yeah, I've read about that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, what about James? Do we know? Uh, Did you see the Travis Pastrana tweet about an RMZ 500 for a friend? Yeah, that's for sure. It's really? Yeah. What? Stu on an RM500. No, 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 not oh. Stu. Some, <laughs> some other friend. I was like, that's... that's. Stu on a 500? <laughs> sign me up! <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's, sign me, that's must-see TV. Mm-mm. Get the uh, So out. somebody mm-hmm. else. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else will be on that bike. Yes. Okay, because Javis said my friend or whatever, so yes. it should be interesting I'll, to I'll see. I'll let Travis... But go. not Roxon because he's committed to can't go or I don't know what's going on. So yeah, we, yeah. we still have we still have little hope for okay. Ken, but it's complicated. Yeah. We got to get steel on that. <laughs> well, five hundred. What about James? Well, he just said he didn't know. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't know. No. As of right now, right. we don't know. Later, in yellow. Good luck with everything. Later. All right, see ya. Yeah. James on an RM five hundred. Someone no, please tweet me would the he try, video. Would he try to jump the whole thing? Oh yeah. Like, just the first jump, click gears. Jump down the start <laughs> wall and just... <laughs> Try to oh, land at the God. finish. <laughs> That'd be great. I just I, would like to see the whoops. Speaking of Suzuki, we got uh, our first guest <laughs> on the line to, oh, yeah. uh, to talk yeah. about Suzuki's NFAB, N-FAB.com. This is the JGR check-in. These guys have been quiet lately on this show. We're supposed to feature them every, every week, but... Things have been going on behind the scenes where the JGR guys have been pretty quiet. But it's finally out. They are going to be Suzuki next year. And uh, NFAB is going to be a big part of that. N-FAB.com. Jeep, truck, and SUV parts. Uh, the, so we welcome on the show JGR Suzuki team manager, Jeremy Albrecht. That seems weird, J-Bone. <laughs> yeah, what's happening? What's up? How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming on, Eric. Hey, Jeremy. How are you doing? I'm good. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, you will soon. I know. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so uh, Suzuki for you guys, that's a big deal. And that was new and exciting. Yeah, it is. Right. So yeah, take, definitely. take we, a- we obviously, you wouldn't, no one, no one thought. It was, it's, uh, you know, one of those things. Not probably the smartest thing at this point, but it will be long term. <laughs> Why do you say that? Just because you got so much work to do? No, just financially. Not yeah, it's just late and financially. But you know, we're we're we want to do something different, and uh, yeah, just set, we we decide to make a decision that's good in five years and mm-hmm. ten years, and not really just do it. I mean, obviously, we didn't want to do it this late. Neither did they. But that's yeah. just how. How it worked. Yeah, Paul, Paul, my sources tell me that Yamaha's offer for JGR was probably better than Suzuki's. Well, that's, that's ask, what I, uh, ask yeah. Jeremy. That's what I hear. <laughs> but, so, I mean, you guys just kind of looking for a switch, right? I mean, that's basically it? Yeah. Looking for Looking for some spark? Looking for a, a fresh start? Yeah, just exactly. Yep. Um, so, hey, so uh, 250s, you're going to have two 250 guys. All Supercross and Motocross or just Supercross? Uh, just one on each coast. Okay. And then one, just one of the riders will do outdoor. Okay. All right. And yeah. the only reason it's that way is because we don't have enough room to house any other riders. That's why that's the okay. the way it is. And if we had more room, if, if, if something ever happened and we had another truck, then it could be different. But as of right now, that's all, all we have is one truck going. So that's why. Four, four bikes outside then. Correct. Yep. No. 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 Mean? Not four yeah, bikes. Phil. Yeah, four. Oh, Phil. Okay. Yeah. Well, my next question was: I heard Phil was Phil, Phil was going to ride two fifties, but so not Phil's outdoors. Phil's not two fifty Supercross eligible. 
apparently there's going to be some changing of the rules. So, <laughs> maybe, if Phil rides, right, right, J-Bone? If you guys decide to do that. It's not official. Not official. Okay. Nope. Uh, nothing's, nothing's official. I'd like to see the 2250 guys. Talk, okay, yeah. I'd like to see the 250 guys, like, maybe have a cage match to see who gets the one outdoor ride. It's Phil. What What if Jay, What if Phil rides 250 east and he goes 3-3 to start the season, but then Barsha or Pike get hurt? What do you do? Oh, Javon, what do you, you do? Leave Phil. It depends who. Well, I want it to be whoever my other guy. The West guy. The West guy. Ah. Filling guy. Yeah. See, there you go. He's, he's got it all figured out. He's got it on his white, whiteboard. He's got it on the whiteboard. He's figuring it all out. Uh, N-Fab.com, JGR check-in with Jeremy Albrecht from JGR Suzuki on the line. First interview you've given, J-Bone, since the switch. So uh, thank you for doing that. 702-586-PULP. you got a question for J-Bone or anybody in the studio here. Uh, uh, please give us a call and, uh, and check it out. So, um... Like you said, it maybe it maybe wasn't as good great as the Yamaha offer, but you guys wanted to do it and switch it. Does the J does the JGR work with uh, the Butler brothers in 09, 2010? When was that? Twelve? I don't even know. Nine. It was uh, it was twelve, 12 because 12. we almost we almost did a deal back then. Okay, does that's the, why that's why we already started that process and why it was easy to do the Butler brothers thing because we thought we maybe we were going to switch back then, but it never really happened. Okay, but uh, does that help you? Are you guys? You guys, the bike hasn't changed much. You have a little bit of a leg, yeah. a little bit of a start, right? Yeah, it helps. I mean, we pulled out dyno charts. I mean, we're we know more than we did then, even, and you know, the ignition systems that come a long way to get systems, you know, mm-hmm. better than it was then because yep. it always improves. And so, sure, uh, I would hope we know more than we did then. Yeah. So. <laughs> We, but we did pull out those Dyna charts and definitely looked at the the all the stuff we did and Dean has notes and all that so mm-hmm. yeah it helped us get there and um, it made us know what we're in for because we did we did spend a lot of time back then to get the power where it needed to be so yeah. right, definitely helps. Um, Osborne, uh, so Phil, if we think Phil's going to get one spot, uh, should J Bone sign the Bear or Bichelia for the other spot? That's the way I look at it. Supercross only. Yeah. Oh, he'd have no, to go. You, I need a guy to do both. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Right. I need one guy to do outdoor right. and supercross. Okay, no, we can't have the bear and outdoors. And there's possibly one other guy that would just be supercross. We can't have the bear outdoors on a 2DF. We can't do that. He says he can ride it, and he's fine, but he's not. But uh, Yeah, I was expecting bigger things this uh, outdoor season when he came to fill in. Well, he was getting better when he got hurt, yeah. before he got hurt, okay. you know? Yeah, he had his best race or whatever until he got hurt. Um Man, it's hard to come in at any point on any level outdoors and be yeah be up there, you know. Like once once the guys have done like six rounds, it's tough to just jump in and fit in at the front. Right. Um, so and hey, uh, you also recently re-signed Weston Pike. Uh, we've been talking on this show every week, Jay Bone, about these great riders that don't have rides: uh, Brock Tickle, Justin Bogle, Dean Wilson, uh, Kyle Chisholm. These type of guys that do not have rides. You and Pike was one mm-hmm. of those guys. You decided to keep him. Uh, why? Why did yeah. you? And how did that go? And what was the thought process behind uh, keeping Wes and Pike on board? Well, to be perfectly honest, no one did anything. So <laughs> the easiest thing to do would be keep the guy that I already have and know. Okay. Yeah. So if someone would have, I mean, and, and he did improve mm-hmm. toward the end of the year, and 
it was looking like there could have been someone else, but no one ever really did anything that was exciting and that I could feel good about telling Weston, hey, this guy's this guy did better than you. That's why I hired him. There right. was nobody that did that. Okay. He brings up a real so, good point. Yeah. If there was somebody that if I said, hey, this guy <clears throat> Bogo podiumed or mm-hmm. Dean Wilson podiumed, it'd be a lot easier because the only one that podiumed was Tickle, and he was hurt. Right. So if you went off results, you'd probably pick Tickle. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, and there, there's a lot, lot going on through all these decisions. But sure. really, I just didn't feel like there was anyone that was way better than the Pike for to to replace Pike. Is the way I look well, at it. Well, Paul would when disagree because Paul, Paul would disagree because of Dino, but he's biased. No, I wouldn't disagree. No, I, I mean, like Dean. I would hire. I would hire Weston. He didn't do anything either. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree. They didn't do anything. Yeah, and at least Weston Still fits make, in with the team. I mean, I think and Dean, he's going to be there more, no matter what. Like, I think Dean's more marketable than Weston. I'll as say a that, Wilson but. super fan, you should be upset. I would be upset if it was Timmy. So well. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I just needed any of them to give me a good reason. <laughs> yeah, now, I'm not like, saying that they gave they they just some of them were just okay. Like Dean didn't do bad. He's been hurt a lot. I like Dean a lot. Yeah, everyone. I does. like Bogle yeah, a lot. Everyone like, loves Dean, the whole yeah. bunch of the guys. Right. Like then that, but the hardest thing when you're sitting there with one spot, and then we did think you know Weston is tough. You know, we definitely struggled, but he thinks his training was off, so he was fixing that. It did finally get better. He was the one doing better at the end, mm-hmm. and so I, and you know I, I'll him? go with the guy that I already know. Yeah, yeah. you know him and everything and he, else. And he's cool. He does what I does what we need. He doesn't cause trouble. So yeah, it was, that that was the decision in the end. What about? Oh, there was trouble at A one. Yeah, sure. was there was trouble. <laughs> no, there, wow, that's a low blow, dude. How is it a low blow? Everybody saw it. Jay, when he does have yeah. you there, he does have a point right there. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I thought he wasn't going to be on the team after that one, but uh, we we talked it out. Um, and Jayvon knows we can't beat everybody up. Yeah, we're good there. he's good there. Uh, Jayvon, <laughs> the bikes that we've been showing in the photos and, and it was at the Monster Cup—that's not your look. That's not your finished look, right? It's just something that you mocked up quickly. No, your bikes are still coming. Yeah, I've that got, was just yeah. something we did in one day. That was the first uh, artwork, and. Uh, yeah, on Monday, and I'd have bikes at the Monster Cup by Friday that needed to be stickered up. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we jumped through a bunch of hoops to make that happen. So, um, yeah, that was just something quick. I, I wanted to look, obviously, totally different. I didn't want to show our look for that race. And, right, right. Yeah, I like it to be a little more exciting for Anaheim. If uh, We ask the hard questions on this show, Jay bone You know that. So okay. I have to ask yeah. you this. Let's hear it. And, and you're almost too honest, so you maybe you should hang up. But um, <laughs> if, if Yamaha doesn't sign Cooper Webb, do you do you are you on Suzuki's right now? Like if if he signed on our team? Yeah, yeah. Or if he if he went somewhere else, even. It, you know, uh, like. Yeah, most likely we would be the same. Yeah, we wouldn't. Yeah, that's okay. That's not the only reason, but that definitely. I'm not saying that's what did it, but that was like no, one I, of the yeah, yeah. things that drove us to this. I, I I've been saying that. I've been agreeing with that. I'm just like I, I think that's I think that's kind of dickish on on the Yamaha's fault. I, I've said that, and I like those guys, but you know, um, yeah. Hey, uh, so uh, you got to hire us a couple mechanics, um, looks like, and there's a couple right here in studio here, myself and Paul, <laughs> looking yeah. looking for gigs. Yeah. Paul, you want to move out to Charlotte? J-Bone was kind enough to offer me a job already before. He was? Yes, he was. Yeah. He did, He was. Did you lose my number, J-Bone? <laughs> that, was, that, was in two, that was in 2012. So well, you didn't want to move here. <laughs> um, hey, did I hear that Yosh was doing the 250 package uh, motor-wise? They, that's something that yeah. they want to do? Is that, yeah, we're, yep. 
Yeah, so there so yeah, four fifty we're doing uh we're doing it here. Yoshi's gonna share information, we're gonna share back. Mm-hmm. The two fifty program is all through Yosh yep. and Suki. We we don't have anything to do with it except for letting them work out of our truck. Okay. And all we right. run our sponsors, our graphics. And so that that's really what, what it is. They want to develop it's gonna be a development program for the future. Mm-hmm. And they just wanted to get a two fifty out there that they can uh, start learning about and make a, a bike that everybody wants to ride. If uh, if you're RCH man, like you had to fold Yosh, which was terrible, you lose two riders. You couldn't get a better rebound, Parabinos, than yeah. picking up JGR with uh, Phil Weston, Barsha, and another two fifty guys. And, I yeah. think I think it's awesome too. And yeah. I mean, JGR is obviously everyone knows what they're capable of. They have yeah. a great, and I, 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 J Bone, I, I respect a lot too, just as a person. I, he's been a mechanic like us. I think that's what makes him a good team manager too. Everyone I hear, he's a great interview. He's too yeah. honest. He's a great interview. He's, too he's honest, and that yeah. which I like. And everybody <laughs> I think that works with J Bone is has good things to say. And I've sent J Bone some stuff for his mm-hmm. team before yeah. too. And you know he's yeah um, yeah um oh did you get that chain contact by me J Bone is that happening did, did I do I get a piece of that if that happens which guy did you send me a chain contact for I sent you a guy I got sent a guy yeah I sent a guy your number and said they want a chain deal and I'm like oh. call J Bone oh, you know, there's a lot of money tied to it I don't we, know we that's your... if there is there's usually not a lot <laughs> I don't know that our was industry on... sponsors aren't usually the yeah. Uh, big money makers there, Steve. You might want to go outside the industry. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do that. Uh, so, uh, Monster on board, Auto Trader back on board, uh, Toyota again. Yeah, I mean Toyota's uh, always. Yep. Unless something changes on the car side, so that one's a. Uh, yeah, that one's been there for since we started. Mm-hmm. Um, Auto Trader looks like they're coming back. They haven't. Uh, it's not signed yet. Monster's okay. not signed yet either. Oh, okay. All right. But it's all looking good. I saw them on the bike, so I assume they were. But you just put them on just for the weekend. <laughs> so. Yeah, the the actually, yeah, the monster deal is actually up, but the Auto Trader deal is still under contract. Oh, okay. Month. A lot of deals are still through yep. October. Uh, and and Enfab, are yeah, we are we back? Be like like rentals through December. So like a lot of them are are different times. So just because it's on there doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um. And and Enfab. And Fab's back on. And Fab is on. He good. told me. We even talked today. Yeah. Oh, He's great. On. Good. Good job. I know him for sure. <laughs> He's and, on. Yeah. Toyota and Fab. Uh, what else is signed already? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm having to tell you, not a lot of them are signed. Wiener Schnitzel. We're, we're working through all this. The first thing I had to do was the bike. Yeah, Wiener Schnitzel is signed and KMC. There you go, Steve. Those are already hot dogs. Yeah. As long as the hot yeah. dogs are there, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Hot dogs are there. It was a. Yeah, it was a why well, can't so happy right now. Three year deal. <laughs> so was KMC. So they were long term deals. Um, for for the uh, for, look, I don't give us the usual BS about how great the bikes okay. are. Okay, but seriously, how? Yep. What are the riders saying? What are they, what's Barsha telling you? Pike's familiar with the bike. Uh, what are they telling you about the new RMZ's uh, rides that they have? They love it. No, oh, here we the go. The thing here is, they always love it until you get to the first race. You will know if they love it by how they do. Right. So the answer will be on what position they get. That's right. really all that matters. Yeah. yeah. But right now, yes. I mean, you've never heard a rider switch, and they tell you how much they hate it. <laughs> but they do say it turns awesome. Yeah. It handles good. I even asked Phil again today, tell me the truth, because it doesn't really matter, because we still have a lot of work to do. We're yeah, not even of course. close to where we want to be. Right. But, you know, he, he feels great. He says, because I ask, is this a really good decision if you go by just a bike? Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he says yes. So 
Yeah. I, we will soon find out. I got to think they're going to be a bit slower than the Three Yamaha. Weeks. Three weeks? No, yeah, they're yeah. for sure In slower. Lilo. Right off the bat, they're slower. Yeah. Yeah, I do think that that's something easier to fix than, it is. than the chassis uh, yeah. suspension. Yeah. For yep. sure. yeah. uh, we saw Kenny make it work. Yeah, we've, well. tried, we've tried a lot of stuff. Like We're excited for a new challenge. So uh, Barsha, we're, we're ready and we're pumped about the decision. Eric, Barsha will be on the Suzuki at Lille, and Barsha will be on the Suzuki at uh, Geneva. Absolutely. I think yeah. it's going to be yep. his first two races. And uh, I mean, I was with Justin last weekend in, uh, in Germany, and yeah. I think he's pumped. He's yeah. really excited. So I wouldn't be surprised that... Uh, Justin can do great things. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's yeah. I mean, he's done great things for you guys off road uh, or in motocross. I mean, um, but you know, supercross has been he's been injured. He's been you know stops and starts and indoors. So um, I, but I think the Suzuki's a better indoor bike. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, well, like, we think to be a it is pretty too. good outdoor so bike. We're, this we're, year that's too. why we're happy. Yeah, yeah, really it's right. Outdoor, it is good outdoor too. Handles really good. It turns really well. Yeah, I mean, that's everyone's first comment. How got it? How good a corner? So yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, and uh, the big boss, Coy, I think he'll be in studio here for SEMA show, apparently. We're going to try to get oh, him in cool. studio. So I can't wait. I just, yeah, I'm sure he will. He'll, he'll come over there. I'm sure he doesn't want to walk around SEMA all day. So you, four, you'll get him. Four hours of him just insulting me the whole time. <laughs> for sure. It'll be fantastic. Yeah. Hey, I uh, want a real journalist. I know, right? Ask me for my degree, everything else. Hey, yeah. so um, one of the things that uh, you guys have to do with this new deal is I saw you, you now have to use Yosh mufflers, which is understandable, but you guys have had a great relationship with FMF over the years, and I thought that was so cool. FMF did an ad for you, an, e- and, uh, you know, an ad saying thanks for the memories and everything else. It's really cool. Uh, they've been great for you, FMF, yeah. and unfortunately, you've got to use Yosh now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we, at first we weren't going to have to because we were, were a support team. And then when this 250 piece came up, that's when it started to change because mm-hmm. um, they're doing the 250. So it kind of isn't going to work. One guy, one bike they're doing, Yosh is doing it. Yeah. And the other one, it's not. We have FMF all over the truck, all over the shirts. Mm-hmm. Not really. So anyway, the more we talked about it, and then the other thing, it's been a relationship with Suzuki for 30 years. So, yeah. you know, our goal is not to be a support team forever. Mm-hmm. So at some point we're going to have to be Yosh. Yep. Yep. So we just, you know, I, I we just talked and, you know, decided that the smartest thing to do is go with them and and I did call Little D a couple times over the last few weeks as it was kind of happening, telling them that it's possible that it's going to not be them and he understood if it had to be. Obviously they wanted us to stay. Yeah. But yeah, they're 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 really good. They they. I mean, yeah, of course they're bummed, and, and we were bummed. I mean, I'm glad we're not going to a really bad company here. It would really be a bummer. So I'm happy Yosh is a, is a good, you know, yeah. they make awesome pipes, and yeah. they're good people too. So, yeah, it's just business, you know, and it's, it's uh, I'm glad they took it well because not everybody does. Like you said, I've, I haven't seen any. Yeah. I don't think I've seen any companies do that. I mean, you know, the – Motorcycle companies will sometimes give out like what uh, Honda did for Trey That, that was cool. Yeah, I thought day, that was Kyle awesome. Kyle did something yep. for, I think, Carmichael. But it doesn't happen that often. No, no. No, absolutely. No, I mean, yeah, and you even said that. Like in our sport, it's usually you're, you're mad at the guy for leaving. <laughs> I know. But, yes. you know, sometimes our, you know, sometimes like when a rider leaves, I don't not like him. He just, maybe I don't want to pay him as much anymore or mm-hmm. – or, or maybe we we don't want to deal with his dad anymore, or some other reason, not because of, yeah, him, or we don't like him, right, right. That's just you know it's, it's business. Eric Pernard, when he picks a rider for Europe, 
if he picks him or doesn't pick him, it's not because he doesn't like him. He picks the guy that fits for the budget he has, and that's what we do on the race team. There might be a better guy. I don't have the money. So I got to – so who, what, how much money we have to spend, that's who we're, we're going for. So Osborne, in a couple of years, remember, don't come in super high with J-Bone. I like J-Bone. Well, that was the other I, thing. I love Weston, the JGR Weston deal. Super yeah. smart. He, Weston was smart, and he told me, hey, you know, I know some other guys will ride cheaper, so don't, don't get, be, have that be the reason. Like, I can right. take a pay cut if I have to. Well, and I've never heard that any time. They all <laughs> think they're worth more every time. I've never heard that. I mean – any any of us, we all think we're, we deserve a raise all the time. Yeah, I so do too, for sure. It, it was actually really smart for him to throw it out there. Someone told I, me. I think it you know, worked. Someone told me one of the reasons Baggett got signed early was he came in cheap. Baggett came to, to Forrest and said, hey, uh, uh, I'll do it for this. I'll gear everything in. Um, and Forrest was like, cool, right on, you fit. Like, I'm not, I'm not, he talked to Bogles, that guy, and talked to this guy, and that guy. And it was like, okay, fine, I'm good. And it was a smart move by Baggett yeah. to, to price himself to get him yeah. a ride. I mean, you yeah. have to have some. Yeah, you have to have some reason. You know, either they did better, or or it does fit. It fits the budget. It's uh, the personality fits. Whatever the mm-hmm. reason is. Yeah, you're looking for something. And so, you know, even like even when Brayton left, we didn't not like him. Yeah. He just was in a higher price range than what Pike was at the time. Right. And it ended up to be a, a great, great deal. And so then, if we, you know, really for me, Pike got hired off that first year, not last year. Right. That's if we have a, um, if we have a fill pie, what percent of the fill mm-hmm. pie would, would be two fifties? Do you think as of right now, like that he will ride on two fifties? What percent would be fill pie of two fifties? hundred percent out of a hundred, you know? Yep. I know what you're saying. <laughs> let's say let's say 50 oh okay all right oh, so wow, 50. That, that really narrowed it down ah, the suzuki <laughs> yamaha thing was 50 right earlier in the year yeah yeah no that'll Did be I interesting was 50 yeah i think the yamaha deal if you would have asked me depends on what time but there was times it was 99 percent. you told me that, that near we the end going. of the races you're like yeah we're going we're staying we're staying. We had no option. We yep. were. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm not saying you were like lying to me. It just, things changed. No, I wasn't lying. It, it all happened later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think you know, Barsha really, really was excited to try something else, and our team was for. We've been wanting one for a long time. We mm-hmm. didn't didn't really have the right spot. We wanted to do something, even though the deal's only one year. We wanted to do something that we do see a future there, and that mm-hmm. they see a future because just switching for. One year is not in the plan. Yeah, you're stoked if you're like Suzuki. We, we are long-term thinking. Like, we did Yamaha nine years. Like, we don't plan on doing something for one and then going somewhere else for two and then coming back. Like, That's we're trying to work. find somewhere that it fits. And I feel like we're hoping that we can help Suzuki as much as they help us. That's our goal. So we'll see if we can figure out how to do that. But that's what we're hoping. Bigger shock. We want to be a uh, let, me go, let me do a roundtable of the studio here. Bigger shock. I'll start with Osborne. Okay. JGR to Suzuki or Roxon to, to Honda? JGR to Suzuki. Eric? JGR to Suzuki as well. Paul? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, but, I, but we've known about the Roxon thing for <laughs> yeah, so goddamn long. No, but just when you think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, but it was a mess before, like, it's not. It's You're, not right. You're right. You're right. They are, yeah, right. Roxon was having a mess kind of. It was a in, mess when in, in Dad so. chimed in last year. That was the end of it. It probably was. It Realistically. Pro- it probably but was. Then, but he has to be. He had to be. A little bum that it turned around so good at the end that I would think if he so. would have just waited it out. Maybe it it wouldn't just, have been that. Hey, just like he KTM, he asked to ride the new bike. He hated his bike at KTM. They came out with a new bike. He asked to ride it. His deal was done. Roger said no. 
Sorry, you're leaving. Maybe yeah. maybe that's the shortcoming of being the most coveted guy. Is your deal gets done so goddamn early, and the industry's so yeah. far behind you. Yeah. you don't see a lot of the puzzle pieces. Osborne hopes he has that problem one day where where you're. Hey, I'll do my deal deal early. <laughs> I did my deal in May this year, so I'm not too. You bothered. did? Yeah. May is good for 2016. Yeah, that's May, good. Yeah, yeah May is really good. Yeah. Did you think about tearing it up when you were pushing your bike off? No. Okay. What about the fourth time you're pushing your bike? No, off? things happen. No, I okay. mean it's the motorcycle. I believe in where I'm at. They believe in me, and I believe them too. I believe in them too, Bobby. I believe in you. <laughs> um, all right, J-Bone. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for the time. I appreciate it. it. Uh, good luck with everything. I, I can't wait to see. I'll be at Lil to uh, to see Barsha, my buddy. Uh, I'm sure oh, cool. we'll we'll get along great. Um, and uh, interested to see how he does. Yeah, he does see, like you a lot. Yeah. On your show. Yeah, I've tried to get him. He doesn't seem to call me back. It's really weird. So <laughs> no text, <laughs> nothing, no nothing back. back. It's really strange. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jay Bone, as always, and good luck with everything. And uh, yeah, we will talk soon for sure. Thanks. Okay. All right, guys. See you. Right. See ya. See you, Jeremy. See you later. Cleveland just hit a home run to go ahead three two. So not 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 happy about that. Focus on the show. Come up with Doesn't even matter. The Cubs are gonna win. They probably are. They are. Yeah. The yeah. ISDE broke a ninety one year streak. The Cubs are gonna break the hundred and eight. Ninety one. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. I knew it was a while. I didn't know. It no, it had never been done before. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was. Like I just want to hit a motocross stop. back in the day or whatever. So. <laughs> no. Uh, let's get to Mike real quick. Mike, what's up, man? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What's going on? Uh, not much. Um, I'm from uh, from the Foxborough Master area. I'm actually from Brentwood. No, and, uh, you're not. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> I actually rode Saltos this weekend. They had an open practice and uh, finally got a bike. I didn't have a bike for like seven years, and I finally just got one recently again. So, um, But my question was, uh, I went to Foxborough Supercross this year, and I mean, I haven't been to a lot. I've been to Atlanta once probably like seven years ago or so, and I thought it turned out pretty good, and uh, you know it's not on the schedule this year. I was just wondering if you had any idea why. Um, I heard, and I don't know if this is true, though, Mike, but I did hear that the unions uh, were hard to work with in the Northeast for setting up a supercross. Eric said something. Yeah, it's pretty typical in New England that it's difficult to work with buildings, yep. so it makes it so expensive that... You know, it's just a financial reality. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm very sad for the fans, but it's just, you know, nobody wants to lose um, money. And I guess that when they look at it, they got Gillette. So it's like, hey, we're only, what, two hours? Is it two hours, Mike, from Foxborough to Gillette? Yeah. Foxborough, Gillette in Foxborough. Yeah. I mean, sorry, uh, 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 MetLife. Met MetLife to... Uh, yeah, oh, you? yeah, yeah. It's, it's like two and a half. So, okay, yeah, yeah. So, so if you're failed, you're like, hey, drive down to MetLife. I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's probably what I'm going to end up having to do. But uh, right. so, so what? Is, is it probably Bob Kraft to try to deal with? <laughs> no, unions, I guess. The, the security guards, the, the concession workers. The... They make a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, and, someone told me a crane operator in New York City you makes know? like $300 an hour or something, or yeah. something crazy. And if you agree, with, if you or, if you argue with them, they're going to put you in a swamp. They're going to bury you somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put you in the Hudson. Right. So, so man, shoes, Mike. Yeah. Do uh, you know uh, how how is the uh, the turnout for Foxborough this year? Do you have any idea? I, I like uh, compared to other ones. Uh, it was light. It was light. Did you go? Was, was it a day race? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't go. Day it, race. Day race. It was light, huh? I don't know what to think about the whole day race thing. Have you done one? No. Mm. Just watching it on it's TV weird. though. I'm like, yeah. yeah. It's super what? weird for sure when you're at you're at seven o'clock in the morning. Your track walk. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was uh, raining in the morning and everything else. Thanks, too. Mike. Thanks for calling. All right, thank you. All right, no thanks. problem. Race Tech suspension, everybody. The best suspension that you could buy. Osborne, if you put Race Tech, if you use Race Tech for your suspension, I guarantee you will win indoors and out next year. 
I'm just saying. I used race tech when I was a kid. Should use it now. You probably drop your lap times three to four seconds wow. automatically. Racetech.com. Uh, great guys down there. They help out everybody. Uh, Cameron McAdoo uses Racetech and just won the amateur all star race, Osborne. What do you think about that? Uh, their technical edge seminars are, are starting now, uh, November 5th to 11th, in uh, Racetech's headquarters in Corona, California. If you need your suspension serviced, Please, go to Racetech. Uh, here's some emails before we come up with uh, Cameron McAdoo, uh, the winner uh, from the Amateur All-Star. So, uh, Bailey sent this in. Hey, Steve, I got a question wondering if the long contract that Barsha signed with JGR had any effect with them switching to Suzuki, since Barsha was saying he didn't really like the Yamaha. J-Bone did drop a hint in there about Justin wanted to change. I, you know? And, so. and like Eric, I saw, I saw Barsha uh, in Germany, too, and he was stoked on a Suzuki. Yeah. Like... Just wanted something different. As we said with every rider, like Jay would even admitted, yeah, it's yeah. all great right yeah. now. So, uh, but I think so. I agree. I think Barsha was a critic of the Yamaha, uh, publicly and behind the scenes. So, I, I, I mean, obviously, a lot of people make it work. I've ridden the Yamaha because I did a shootout a year or so ago, and and I, I didn't like it at all. Yeah, so it's a big bike. It's just every you know different strokes for different folks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's really different. It yeah. feels so different than yeah, the other bikes. Chad's about as picky as they come. I get that, but what other options did Chad have? And he kind of makes it work. But it's in Chad's best interest to get on board with it too, because he didn't have a bunch of different options, really. I think. But true. Okay, next question uh, from Chase. Eric could probably answer this with his wise wisdom. The question I have is, why are the Japanese not relevant in motocross or supercross? That's where the bikes are made and tested. Just a question. Wow. Why isn't the Jap... Why don't we have, like, Japanese, Jeans. like... Jeans. Super we, champions. We, we, Dude, we, did you see how many Japs are over there this weekend from Honda? I think we yeah. just say Japanese. I don't think yeah. we say Japs anymore. <laughs> do we say... <laughs> My bad. They, they were good before do the recession say, Do we say Japan. Japs? No, we don't say Japs Okay, anymore. Eric Osborne, we don't say... <laughs> Japanese people. <laughs> there was a ton of them. There, there was. There, there, there was, yeah. yeah. Japanese. I said Japanese. <laughs> um, I uh, really love Benny Hanna, though. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, Narita, Narita was a top 10 that's guy Chinese, outdoors yeah. here and there. What an Abbey what? won the world championship yeah, the, yeah, 20 right. years ago. Yeah. But it's been, I don't know, since the recession, we lost the Supercross. The championship got smaller uh -huh. in Japan. And, uh, I mean, motocross champion went away. But it's, to be fair, Narita's like 15-time Japanese champion. He's driving around in a Lamborghini and has a pretty good life there, so I'm, okay. I wouldn't be thinking that they're trying to come here and struggle. So, what? And they innovated two-goggle system that Kennard had at Indiana. They did? Yeah. That, that's where Kennard yeah, got that Kennard idea got from? from Narita. No way. Yeah. Guys, you know what he does, right? Yeah, guys used to do that in Europe all the time, though. Oh, okay. Europe this, Europe that. I was shocked Europe, when I heard that so. idea. Um, Have you heard that, Eric? You put on two pairs of goggles in a mud race. Really? Yeah, so when you get through the first turn and all the fucking mud flying everywhere, then you just take one pair off and you're good to go. What's tear off for invented for? I know, but you know, sometimes it gets in there, you, <laughs> you grab to, a bunch in a in, I never, in a rush. I used to put fourteen on the right side first and then fourteen on the left side. Yeah. And then when I ran out over here I knew I had to be really careful oh. after that. <laughs> that. That's for the UFIM rules. You can't have tear off on the track but you yeah. can have goggles. Oh, yeah, okay. Maybe uh, that's the way to go around it. the rules. Um, <laughs> hot cams, Osborne, if you used hot cams in your uh, Husqvarna, you would drop another two to three seconds. Hot cams, all orders placed online, hotcamsinc.com. Can you be my agent once I drop You'd be the fastest guy on the planet. That, yeah. Use the code PulpMX, uh, hotcams2016. Unleash the power within. You get 30% discount on camshafts. They 
the leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts. Hot Cams is a proud supporter of our show, and we're, we're welcoming back in 2017. We're also going to welcome back or welcome onto our show uh, for the first time. Uh, he uses race tech suspension. He rode the MCR 250 to uh, win in the amateur all-star class, and he got a free Toyota truck. Cameron McAdoo. What's up, Cameron? How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Bro, what about this truck? What are you going to do? When do you when do you get it? What happens? What's the next? How do you get a truck? I mean, I don't know. I think um, they send like paperwork to a local dealership, and then they get a hold of me, and I guess I get to go pick it out. Dude, how cool is that? Sounds fun. Oh, it's awesome. I'm so stoked. It was pretty oh. pretty sick to you know actually win it so um yeah like you should have just maybe even thought about just pulling off after that first hole that's the second hole shot just be like i'm done i'm out yeah i don't know i had to redeem myself from the first moto though so yeah did you you crashed the last lap because you were third going into the back and all of a sudden you were seventh yeah i kind of someone got into my front tire a little bit and took me out but oh. it, was, it was all good oh shit yeah so when you crossed the line did you know you won? Did they, anybody know anything? Was everybody doing the math? How was um, that working? Yeah, I, I knew I won because, like, the last lap going through the mechanics area, my mechanic had, like, overall written on the board. So he somehow knew. Okay. So, yeah, I, I did know. But that only at the last lap. I The yeah. rest of the time, I, I had no clue. I just... Yeah, I was no trying way. to do the math in my head. I'm like seven one. Now I don't think that gets in the win. I had tenant, tenant winning with like six five two or, two or six. Yeah, five two. Tenant winning. Yeah, yeah. tenant yeah. went. Tenant went two six. Two yeah. six. Yeah, but no. Five two would have got it. So yeah, I mean, I uh, I had I definitely didn't think I was gonna win overall. You know, like yeah. seven one that. And then I rewatched the second race, and I was like, "Wow, everything played in my favor." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So. And so you're sitting on the line too, and you're like, "Hey, if I get this whole shot, I get a truck." Like you already knew that too. You're like, "I'm gonna get a truck." Yeah, that was that was kind of like, "Dang, man, this is like make or break." But at the same time, I was like. I've done it so many times. I'm just going to do it how I know how to, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, our buddy Chris Kiefer is in studio here a lot. He tested the MCR bike on Thursday at the Monster Cup, and uh, I was talking to him about it. He said, the motor's great. Very impressed with the motor package you have. Yeah, um, I'm really happy with it, you know. I you know, just got on that bike before Monster Cup, and I was riding a different one of the Rettas, so... Um, yeah, I'm really happy with the new bike. It was it's fast, and I am a little bit bigger of a guy for a 250, and you know I had no problem out there, so it was um, really good. You rode a Cowie at Loretta's. I did, and uh, and a Honda now, but MCR. Yes. You're right. right. Um, yeah. So there wasn't a little bit of adaption, or no? Um, it wasn't too bad actually. It was it was actually pretty easy to get used to, and um, we did some testing with race tech guys out out in California before vegas you know and it, it was solid it took me a couple of days and mm -hmm. i felt pretty at home on it i i like the way it is especially for supercross the whole bike chassis everything right awesome um now you're turning pro this year yep east coast supercross east coast did you know that paul i didn't know that yeah. that was going to be one of my questions for him was to hear what his plan yeah. was from here on out yep so i gotta i gotta do the road to arena cross um it's beginning of january and mm -hmm. then we're going to go to East Coast. That's awesome. Um, and then so you'll be on the MCR thing. How is that working? Uh, Tony Alessi, um, uh, a team manager there, and they got Mike. And I think they're going to have Brayton, by the way. I think Brayton's going to – that deal is happening pr pretty soon. Um, how's the team? How's everything going with uh, with everything at MCR? 
Oh, it's awesome. You know, I, I got with them right after the RCSX in Daytona. And, um, you know, I was unsure at first and Mike came down to the club and, you know, he, I guess he had talked to Tony and said, Hey, you got to check this kid out. And they approached me and, um, I got to know him really like, you know, obviously pretty well. And I took my own opinion on him and, you know, they're great people. Mm-hmm. Everything's been really good with the whole team. You know, it's anything they can do to help. And Tony's mm-hmm. always trying to improve on my bikes, and he always takes any opinions I have, whether he knows it's not the right thing or not. You know, he let's try it. So mm-hmm. it's awesome. All the people around there, it's really laid back, and I love the atmosphere. So it's it's been good so far. Yeah, uh, Paul, do, do we think Brayton's going there, right? Did you hear that? Uh, I I didn't hear it was in his truck. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. I didn't hear that one. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Um, hey, uh, so <clears> the uh, uh, you're down there at Club MX, Zach Osborne's old haunting stomping grounds. Right, Osborne? Yeah. Um, you're riding with Phil Nicoletti? Yeah, uh, not anymore, actually. He he hasn't been here for a little while, oh. but I, I did for, for a good amount of time. What's your best Phil story? Did he did he skimp oh, on something? Did he my, did he get my, super my mad? That's Phil's story. Yeah. Oh, I've seen him get mad a few times. He's definitely been mad at me a couple times too. But um, man, I got so many of them. Probably one of the best ones was uh, I was going. I went over to his shop to. I think I I might have been asking him for like ball brake cleaner maybe or something. And he has a little private mini garage and. I come around the back, and he is changing a clutch on his bike in his shop with the lights off because he's saving electricity. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that sounds Yo. like Phil. This guy so, has and, a problem. And I remember, I remember Brandon, the owner, just giving him a hard time, like, you know, a couple weeks before that, saying how I think his shop, the electricity bill, was like 30-something cents. What? So then I, I put two and two together, and I'm like, holy cow, man, you really are. Like, you're saving Electricity, you know. Yeah. Uh, did he have the light on his yeah. iPhone, or what did he have? What What was he using? Uh, he, was... It, he had he had the garage door open of his shop. So oh, okay. Just, just yeah. the sunlight. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, I asked him yeah, about you. Was... I asked him about you, and he said uh, he's not a spoiled rich kid like the others. That's all he said. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah. That's that's Phil. Yeah. I don't, is that compliment, Zach? Is that is that about all you're gonna get? From, from, from Phil? Nickel? Yeah, That's from Phil. That's big. That's big? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck that one up bless. as a win, right, Cameron? Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Especially, like, as long as, at least he's not, like, oh, dude's a wuss, you know? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's he's pretty tough. Like, any kids around here, if, if they fade or whatever, intervals, you know, and if you let him buy you, he's like, why are you letting me buy? And then you get in his way, and he's mad at you for getting in his way. <laughs> Why are you in so, my way? Yeah. Why are you letting me buy? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know. Hey, so uh, um, how much Supercross did you get to ride before for the race? Like, were you uh, were you motoring down on a pretty good track and all that, or did you did you find it a little um, bit of adap- adaptation to the Monster Cup track? Adaptation. Yeah, well, I was. Adaptation. I actually was injured at you know Loretta's, right. so I had to take a little bit of time off afterwards. So. I didn't get to actually start Supercross till the beginning of September, mm-hmm. but I still had you know over a month on the Supercross, and we did a lot here at club before I went to California, and um, I got the hang of it pretty quickly, I think, and so it wasn't it wasn't too bad of adaptation, but it's definitely different. You know, first mm-hmm. few times I was on Supercross, it's like 
I was we weren't even doing motos, you know, it was just like let's get the track dialed and four laps I was stuck in wind, tired because you're holding <laughs> your breath and all that, but we got it figured out pretty quick. Now you're from Iowa originally? Yep. Yep. Dude, Super what City, is Iowa. what is going on with Iowa? Justin Brayton. I don't know. It's Gavin Faith. Uh Teddy Mayer. I'm missing somebody. I think. You're thinking Forkner's from Iowa, but he's not. No, not Forkner. Yeah, but Missouri's pretty strong right now, too. They yeah. What is going on in Iowa? Kobush. Bloss, right? McAdoo? Bloss is from Missouri. Bloss is Missouri. Bloss yeah. is Missouri. Yeah, what is happening in Iowa, though, Cameron? What's going on? You guys got a nice little... Shoot, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, corn-fed. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Why can, never, why can it never be yeah. Canada? Why can it never be Canada? No one ever... Oh, Canada's <laughs> coming on! Thirty years, nobody, uh, no, nobody cares. Nothing I happens. Don't care, Steve. Like nobody ever comes. Benoit was great at this nation. Yeah, we had Kevin Benoit. Oh, it was unbelievable. That was unbelievable. Unbelievable. So we have three highlights in thirty years of motocross: rollerball, <laughs> JSR, and Kevin Benoit. What about Blair Morgan? He was good. He was great, but down here, he never really put on the world stage. You know, he crushed it at U.S. Open that year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, everyone's still talking about it, Paul. It's still out there. Um, so, okay. So you got to do the Serena Cross races, Cameron, to get ready, and then do you have a little bit of downtime now, or are you still just uh, going to start picking it up again? Um, I I just got back to Club Max yesterday, and um, I think at the end of this week, I'm going to probably jump on some outdoor tracks and ride for a couple weeks, and then. Get back into Supercross. I kind of want to change it up a little bit. I, you know, talked to Brandon, and he's like, I don't. I think we should do some outdoor stuff in between and not get Supercross to be monotonous. And because mm-hmm. we, you know, started riding it in September, and that's he's like, that's a long off season, especially considering right. East Coast doesn't start till mid February. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, then get right back into training for Supercross and Arena Cross. Chances are you're going to be lining up with Osborne, right, Zach? You'll be East. Yeah. So we don't want to give away our secrets, but give Cameron some advice here on, on Supercross. What, what's one thing that you wish some wise old veteran like Barry Karsten <laughs> wow, would have told, told you? you. <laughs> would have told you. Don't give away your secrets, you know, because Cameron's going to be on the line with him, but give him some advice. Something. Uh, you just got to take it as it comes. Oh, thanks. That's real deep. <laughs> no, I mean, really, like, that's like everything that I've learned from pro motocross is just, just like my wrist. Like, this is the most un ideal situation there can be i'm moving to florida got a lot going on and now i have a broken wrist so it's a huge bummer but yeah take it as it comes like don't get too depressed yeah don't don't let it get you down it'll, it'll it's all so sure. okay so mcadoo if you cartwheel at round one it's okay don't worry about it cameron i was so stoked that you won the truck i was sitting with mike and uh i was like is cameron still driving that van that he had and he was like yeah dude that thing's on its last leg and then when you won the truck we were both just screaming for you it was awesome yeah, actually, actually, my van, the, the transmission went out of that thing, and then I went home after Loretta's, and I got a little cheap Ford Escape and brought it back to the club, because I was like, I don't want to spend a bunch of money on a vehicle right now. Oh, but dude. So you really needed then, this so, one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect And, and you just me. bought a Ford Escape or something, Mike said, for like 1400 bucks or something? Oh, Yeah, geez. 1400 bucks. Now, Ford- you're, now you're rolling hard in the brand new Toyota. Um. That's yeah, awesome. Good. I like that. That's when not, do when do you get it though? Like what's like okay, I got top mechanic at Orlando in 05. 500 bucks? Yeah. I didn't get the check for like 6 months. <laughs> oh jeez. So when do you get this no, damn truck? Um, well, I talked to Dave Prater today and he said that there's going to be a company it's like Toyota's agency or something. They they call me and then 
they basically figure out where I'm at and get a hold of the closest Toyota dealership. Okay. And then they're gonna I I go there and I guess I pick the color and stuff and how how but how he said that he, he said they should be calling me in the next couple of days. Okay, couple we're good. Couple of days, yeah, that's fine. How often yeah, have you yeah. been on the Toyota site just picking out colors and options? <laughs> just he's built like oh, out what to do. I've I've looked a, I've looked a few times <laughs> on the trucks. Like, dang, this one's pretty cool. I like this one. Right. You know? What are the rules? Are they base model only, or can you go like can we go leather navigation? No, I mean, well, can you trade like it on original? One, the one that they had in he's at, not a soccer at the at Monster Cup, that thing was decked out. It was it was like fully loaded. So well, look, yeah. If you don't get that one, you can say call Prater and be like, "Yeah, Prater, we got a problem. I didn't get that truck, the one I saw." <laughs> I know Jason's yeah. whole shot one last year was like a a platinum. Oh, it was oh, wow. yeah, yeah. So it was good. Which is a yeah, pretty ballish top of the line one. Um, uh, hey, I talked to Tony uh, Tony Lessie uh, in during practice or after practice about Kiefer testing the bike and how he liked the motor program. And I said, uh, "Hey, the, the uh, McAdoo is pretty good. I think you you had a good time after that first practice or second practice or whatever it was." And Tony goes, "You know what? I think he can win. I don't know if he's got the outright speed, but I think he can outlast them." That's what Tony said, and uh, and he had faith in you, and, and you you proved it, man. You proved him right. So, uh, congrats on that. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, so thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. any other questions from anybody here? Any other questions for Cameron McAdoo? Nope, congrats. I don't think so. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, what are you doing this weekend, Cameron? Straight rhythm? Um, nope, not straight rhythm. I'm already on, back on the East Coast. So uh, too bad. Just, <laughs> just hanging out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, well, hey, man, yeah, thanks for the time on the show. I really appreciate it. Congrats on the truck. Congrats on the race. Um, I tweeted out, like, uh, and maybe it was a bit of a – shot but i said all these dudes with big money deals on the mcr kid is winning right now i i like it because it sounds like he's the kid that's really having to work hard for things and a lot of these other kids have have you know uh, have parents with money and, and you, know, you know what someone's going to come in right now with, with mcadoo and give him like a 10-year deal for team green right now it's yeah boom. well he's Here got we his go. truck don't keep <laughs> yeah. working hard you <laughs> haven't made it yet keep working hard <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for the time tonight. Really appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. Thank you. All right. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right. See ya. Uh, Cameron McAdoo, everybody, the amateur all-star winner. Uh, brought to you by Hot Cams, Zach Osborne's cam of choice. Hot Cams uh, 2016, Unleash the Power with him. get me fired. Probably. No, I'm not. Uh, nobody listens to this hey, show. Nobody uh, listens. That's right. Nobody it's listens. only us, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Tra- Eric is not going to tell anyone. Travis doesn't even listen. He's in the corner over there. He doesn't even care. <laughs> I watched Dune Goon. Oh, you saw the Dune Goon? <laughs> it's great. And? <laughs> Travis, we I'm surprised me. he's sitting there, and I'm totally out on the back flip. <laughs> He, See? He's got a good chance of a front flip with much of that. <laughs> he's fine. He didn't even get hurt, right? You didn't even get hurt. I'm still here. Yeah. See? He's Did you resilient. Get I, I had a little bit of a limp for like two weeks, but that was it. <laughs> a limp after that. I he's, always, he's, hey, hey, the honestly, the, that, limp, the bigger the pimp, though, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Parabinos is legitimately scared wow. for your life right now. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. We're going to take our first commercial break of the night. We've got lots more segments coming up. Jason Thomas coming up uh, as well. We'll get into some uh, some Supercross talk, MEC talk, SMX talk, Zach Osborne, Eric Pernard, Paul Parabinos in studio. And uh, stick around. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, 
And flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing. You'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor... Enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. 
NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. and. What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version of the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the, the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelins uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so... Mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage. And normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit. But this, uh, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, Kiefer. Reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. 
Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. 
Bruce MX. Hey, 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 hey. W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freebird. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as... Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, 
Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. And send a postcard of my loneliness Forgetting you is so elusive I'd run away, but it's always this
back, everybody. Pulp of Extra presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Jeremy Albrecht uh, from JGR Suzuki. God, it still seems weird to say that. And uh, and uh, Cameron McAdoo already on the show. Josh Hill coming up uh, to talk about the Alta bike, uh, the e-bike on the straight rhythm. Uh, that should be exciting. Works Connection, WorksConnection.com. Uh, Great guys down there. Whether it's their no air loss uh, fork, air fork uh, tool, uh, the quick, uh, the, um, the the quick release, uh, the whole shot device, or the uh, Pro Perch that they have. Uh, Great guys. They help us out a lot. And uh, great company, uh, Parabinos. I'm sure you use Works Connection a thousand times in your mechanicing career. Nope. Thanks. Thanks a lot. It's great. <laughs> Vortex Racing, everybody. Best bars and sprockets out there. <laughs> Vortex Racing uh, out there. Zach Osborne in studio. Eric Perinard. Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper uh, here. And the Dune Goon in the corner. Uh, Osborne, you saw the Dune Goons crash? It's great. It's great. <laughs> you love it. Oh, it's awesome. Like, all I can think of is, uh, you know, in Napoleon Dynamite when the grandma rides yeah. out like doing on the quad? <laughs> Just uh, uh, so, yeah, welcome back, everybody. Appreciate it. We're going to uh, cold call, uh, gear out a cold call here in a little bit. Let me finish up some emails real quick from Race Deck. I never got to them before. Um, uh, Nathan sent this in. Love the show. Uh, the app is killer. Thank you. Uh, at Nathan got a 1995 CR125. He's got two questions. How did factory mechanics get the carb in and out so quickly? Just push like hell and pull like hell. There's some kind of black magic voodoo trick us youngins are not aware of. Uh, yeah, really on those bikes, uh, Nathan, there shouldn't be that hard to do. Put the back in first. Uh, put the back inside in first. And then kind of pull it back, the boot back, and uh, then put the front end and then uh, slide the uh, back uh, facing you back on, I think. Uh, purple radiator shrouds. Any idea where I could find a pair? Evo MX can get graphics for me, but the purple shrouds seem to all be in landfills or crazy money on eBay. Yeah, Nathan, nobody wants the purple shrouds on that bike, so don't bother. It's stupid. Um, Rich sent this in. Hey, Steve, you talked last. You talked a little bit about not getting credit for breaking new info on last week's show. I was really into that last week. I want a credit from everybody. About breaking your info. Yeah, yeah, breaking info. Because no one ever gives Steve anybody Mathis. credit. Yeah, no one gives me any credit, and I break things on Twitter, and and all of a sudden, it's just out there everywhere. No one says, oh, hey, good job, Mathis, you know? So um, I don't like that. Anyways, um, this guy's question is, have you ever caught someone trying to feed you false information to, in order to gain leverage in silly season contract negotiations? Not really. Not really. I'll tell you what I have gotten smarter about. So you tell me, Paul Barbinos tells me, hey, uh, Brock Tickle is going to uh, uh, Traders Kawasaki. So you tell me that, right? So okay. just, just say that. Oh, it just Tickle's going to Kawasaki. Traders oh. Kawasaki. Oh, okay. All right. So Osborne, <laughs> ask me where Tickle's going. Where's Tickle going? Uh, he's going to Traders Kawasaki. And then your next question is, who told you that? Okay. Normally, <laughs> back in the day, I would be like, oh well, you're my buddy. You're a friend of mine. I've known you for a long time. Paul Parabinos told me that from Pro Taper, and so I'd be like, cool with that. Well, I got burnt on that like two or three times, like years ago. So now, you ask me? Who told you that? Can't really say, bud. Just trust, <laughs> Just trust me. It's from somebody that, that knows. Because I've got burnt like that before, right? Like, That's smart. Uh, people be calling the person direct and being like, what the F? So, anyways. Hopefully one day in, in our sport it won't be as big of a deal. We'll get... We'll, we'll you know, grow and things will be more common knowledge oh, and public yeah. and here's, we'll get there. Here's uh but okay, so I had a team manager. I I think I broke the Roxon news. I don't even know. I'm not giving myself credit, but I think I broke the Roxon news during Supercross or whatever. So I had a team manager tell me, like, hey, you can't say that kind of stuff. And I'm like, What do you mean? Like he's like 
you putting that out there or putting any information out, it affects the mechanic, the rider, the new mechanic on the team, the old mechanic that he's with, not Roxon specifically, but any rider. Do you know what I mean? And I had to it, tell the guy, like, I'm really sorry, man, but, like, that's not my deal. Like, I know what you're talking about now. Like, okay, like, But it's your job to do that. Exactly. Well, so it's a bit of a pickle. It is a bit of a pickle because, okay, like, like Brent. I, I talked about Kennard going to KTM. I didn't know what Brent, his longtime mechanic, was going to do. Brent maybe heard that and was like, am I out at Honda? Can I stay here? What's going on? Things got – like, there's a human side to this. Yeah. Well, what am I supposed to do? But it's business, too. Be, be yeah. yourself. Well, that's what I try there's to do. What you do. There's a human side to it in football and baseball. There is, no, I mean, there is. You're it's, absolutely – yeah. yeah, I mean – I think we just got to get better with that stuff over yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, Traff, uh, can you get uh, JT on the line for me? What? He's on six. No, he's not. Oh, wait. He is? Huh. Jason Thomas, what's up, buddy? Yeah, I've just been sitting here listening to you guys talk about stuff for a while. Oh, I, I, missed, uh, I missed Travis's little notice for me. My bad. Uh, welcome to the show, flyracing.com. Jason Thomas, what's going on, buddy? Uh, I feel like you are ruining people's lives with your your little tweets, and you should stop it. Okay, all right, fantastic. Want to go pine on that? Thank I feel you. Like you are less, lessening the quality of life for for people in the industry with your your mindless spewage of inside information. J- <laughs> JT says, "Loose lips sink ships." Yeah, that is correct. Right, and you're driving a Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, JT, uh, Fly Racing LE gear. Almost uh, almost took home two wins, but uh, one with Cameron McAdoo, the tie-dye. Yeah, I texted, uh, I texted my amateur support guy in the middle of the night, and I said, thank God for amateur motocross, because <laughs> you're saving, saving it for me right now. No, seriously, uh, yeah. those guys did a, did a great job for us. It was good. Um, yeah, no, it, it looked good. It looked different, that's for sure. Wow. Um, yeah, it's and, whatever. I mean, it, the more you get involved with this gear side, and, and Paul, you were in on this too, you realize that there's every different taste for every different person, and something you absolutely hate could turn out to sell really, really well, and stuff that you love, you know, doesn't do all that well, and you just kind of scratch your head and move on. So I was talking to I'm Max. To keep her. I was talking to Max from Fly. He said uh, almost all of it sold out already. Like, can't even. It's pretty close, yeah. man. It's it's done really really well you know and that's the whole thing like i've i've learned to keep a really open mind with that stuff and mm-hmm. realize that what i like you know like i you choose to wear cargo shorts and i don't so i realize <laughs> great example. Do him and no like one that, else you know? what a great example <laughs> do i have to go over cargo shorts again about how i'm a journalist and i keep things in there in all the pockets pull something out right now I don't have cargo shorts exactly. on. <laughs> at the races i have a recorder i have a, a, a cliff bar i have maybe a bottle of water I'm jerky. I'm surviving myself. All right. Hey, so um, uh, real. So JT, the Monster Cup, we talked about it earlier on. I don't want to harp on it too much, but um, I want to talk a little bit, uh, pick Eric's brain here a little bit. But um, Roxon's, Roxon probably should have went 1-1-1. We all think, we all agree on that. Surprise JT at how good he was, because I am, but everyone, no one else here is, but I, I am. Uh... I'm surprised he was that good. I thought he would be the best guy, mm-hmm. but he was clearly the best guy to me. And I, I didn't expect him to be on a, on a track that was that easy and that close. 
uh, he was head and shoulders better than the other guys I felt. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't see that coming. So it, it wouldn't surprise me to see him win, but I feel like he could he could win at will, which I didn't really see coming. Yeah. Um, you know what was cool, though, was seeing uh, Tomac triple out of the stadium. Only got to do that all day. Yeah, a lot of losing eyes. Yeah, it was I slower. To Johnny T and he was like, "Yeah, that was half a second slower." I was like, "What? It looks sick." <laughs> yeah. He was high, right? It was yeah. so high that uh, it was really cool to see him do that. Um, and uh, so that was interesting. Canada would have jumped it. Oh, here we go. You're not going to let go of that. Not going to let that go, are you? No. I, well, I haven't used it in a long time. So. <laughs> he pulled it out every now and then. Um, yeah. Hey, so let's we got Josh Hill coming up on the Alta Bike Straight Rhythm this weekend. Uh, we had SMX Cup uh, last weekend. MEC just ended this weekend, and then uh, Red Bull Straight Rhythm uh, uh, coming up, which should be interesting um, to see. Uh, but let's let's talk a little bit, JT, and, and you'd be a guy to talk about because we've talked a little bit about this in, in, in some private conversations and on the show. Um, the word on the street is they want twenty five supercrosses. I don't know about next year. But down the line a little bit, and there's more. Derek, do you think there'll be more USGPs coming? Is that the plan? I don't think we'll have more USGPs coming. I think hopefully Charlotte will be back. I'm not sure about uh, Glen Helen or mm-hmm. other location, yep. but uh, Charlotte was decent enough to to justify a comeback. In in my in my opinion, yeah. Yeah, it looked, it looked like it was successful. Yeah. Like, I didn't go, but on TV or whatever, it looked like it was fun. When Cooper Webb was charging in that, uh, those fans were going crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That Cooper did a big gift to the North Carolina fans, and that was, I think they, they took it very well. Mm-hmm. Steve, have you heard the rumor, I know I've heard this rumor, that their their goal is to have five USGPs? Yeah, that? that was yeah, something I, that Luongo that from, said, I think, at some old, interview. Yeah, that's old pretty, rumors. Pretty, yeah, yeah, they're the old yeah, rumors. And, you know, it depends okay. on the timing. Sometimes you, it depends where you are. You hear the rumors like you know six months before people, and then suddenly you hear that. But mm-hmm. it's really an old rumor. Eric, you were uh, working for Feld when they first expanded to Europe, did the World Supercross rounds, Arnhem, Switzerland, uh, Spain, and yeah. back to Arnhem, I think. Yep. Do you think they want to go back? Do they want to go back to Europe? That's the words we hear. Uh, I think they want to, but I'm not sure they're ready to do it yet. I mean, that's my take. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like I, I, obviously uh, European supercross can be successful. Look at uh, France, Spain. Mm-hmm. I mean, France and, and Switzerland and some other location which have been selling out for 30 years, but it's not successful everywhere. So you have to be very careful. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, funny enough when I was working for Feld. I mean, for Clear Channel at the time. Yeah. Uh, I went to uh, the SMX location. I studied it, and I kind of felt like it was not the right place to be. You mm-hmm. know, it's the market was not right. Yeah. And uh, Eric, I, I don't think things have changed much. Mm-hmm. Go Eric, ahead. What do you What do you perceive as the the key to being successful? Because I've been to I've been to rounds that some of your races that are you know year in and year out very successful, and then I've seen I've been to events and I've seen events. That you know, I've been to a, a, an event at this exact stadium with Steve, and that's two times they've gone to this stadium where it's been less than successful. Uh, so, do you think it's uh, geography, or do you think there are other things to the equation that would guarantee success? Uh, you know, we were talking about that earlier, Jason. Uh, I think geography is really important in choosing a location. Uh, definitely not a good market now. You know, on a side note, the biggest success 
for motorsport in that stadium was a freestyle motocross, and they have they had over twenty thousand spectators. So maybe the environment there is more into freestyle because it's more mainstream, less uh, less a niche market than motocross. But it's just a, it's just a different area, you know. It's mm. you've been there, you you know what it looks yep. like, you know. Do you think? Yep. And Paul, you've probably heard the same things about Supercross expanding. I mean, I, I, I hear these things, and I've always said on this show, if, if Feld comes in tomorrow and says, hey, uh, we are doing 25 rounds, Here, here's the schedule, then MX Sports will be forced to work around that because the teams are, if, you, if they have to choose, they are going Supercross. I think we all agree with that. But there's somewhat of a truce with MX Sports and Feld, I believe, uh, MX Sports does the program for Feld for all their monster trucks and everything else. And obviously, Davey and Todd Gendro go way back. I can't see Feld doing that, but others tell me that's coming. And these teams are going to have to make a choice. I mean, what do we, what do you think? I think it's more complicated than that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I like your take, but I think there's so many different interests here. I mean, Todd and Davey are great, great guys, but, you know, uh, they are people that are directing the sport, mm-hmm. especially on, on, on Feld level. Yep. You know, Feld is an international company. They want to go worldwide on every product they have. They know that internationally there's a lot of profit, and uh, they're, not, they're not wrong. I mean, it's, uh, you know, tickets at the SMX were more expensive than any ticket sold in America. Mm-hmm. They didn't succeed. It didn't work, yeah. They but, didn't but, work but, on, yeah. That, on that level, but in the right location with the right time, you never know. It would be interesting to see if they did that and just be like, hey, MX Sports, sorry. Like, work your schedule, work your schedule around this. And then the teams are going to be scrambling. They're not going to want to do 30-something events, 35 events, anything like that, right? So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens down the road. I think, I've said this before, I think something's going to be, our sport's going to change. Good, bad, sideways. I feel like something's coming. Everybody agree? I 100% agree. I think it's going to change. I, I I wish it would change sooner, but I think people are still scared of ramifications and some of the... Uh, I think people that shouldn't dictate a decision like that are dictating a decision like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, Feld needs to run their business and grow their business. And and I've I've learned this. I, I was on the mechanic side, and you're in your little racing world, and, and there's a lot of things you don't realize that it's a business and and they are providing the jobs for all for all these different people and, and you have to change your business to grow it and yeah. and i think that's where they're running a business and you're going to make some decisions that are going to piss some people off because it's different than what's been done for the last 20 years but fuck off like this is what we're doing <laughs> well supercross is the 800 pound gorilla i mean it's where the people want to go it's what gets the ratings it's what the teams want to do yeah, but at the same so, time, you cannot neglect where we're coming from. We're all coming from motocross, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, motocross is what it's the reason why we're all here around yeah. that table. Yeah. It's not supercross, mm-hmm. it was all motocross for us. And uh, at the same time, we have to find a way for everybody to work together. And it's what I told you earlier we're lacking a real leadership where that could be the FIM, but it's not going to happen. You know, it could yeah. be somebody has to sit down to sit everybody around the table and make it work. Mm-hmm. And it's not happening. It's always factions. You always yeah. have two against one, well, three against, you know, we one. got energy drinks as another whole exactly. entity in this. We have energy drinks. We have Ustream. We have MX sports. We have Feld. We have AMA. We have oh, FIM. Yeah. And the OEMs. Yeah. Steve, wouldn't you agree that all of this, 
all of these decisions can be made and, and lots of things, you know, a lot of weight swung around, but unless the OEMs are on board, nothing will change. Like the OEMs I feel are the deciding factor. You know, I feel like it's, it's a big fight to sway the OEMs to your side because in the end they determine where the riders are going to be and the riders are what draw the fans. You know, it's, but, but I still if, feel like the, go ahead. But if Supercross had a 25 race schedule tomorrow, the OEMs are like, yep, on board. See well, you there. I mean, it depends what it is. If the, o, if you the think? OEMs agree to do that, then they will win the day because the OEMs have the riders mm-hmm. and the riders are the stars and the stars are going to bring the fans and the fans are what buy the products. Mm-hmm. So I, I really feel all of this, you know, all the things that are going on behind the scenes and all of the jockeying for position and lobbying that's going on. So the the OEMs are the key to all of that. If if whoever's lobbying for their spot here, the OEMs are the key to all that. And I'm sure they, they know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like they have all the power. And, and yes, they're, they are influenced by energy drinks, of course. Big time. But at the end of the day, Kawasaki Heavy Industries or... HRC, they don't care about the money that Red Bull is giving them. They really don't care. Or Monster. Like, that's, yeah. that's peanuts compared to the size of their corporation. Um, and that, that, it is important, but it's, it's not real money when you talk about the size of these billion-dollar corporations. And, and that's why I think the global thing will work, but Feld needs to be smart about what markets they pick. They need to make sure they're picking markets that is that is advantageous for Honda and Suzuki and Kawasaki to sell motorcycles in. I'm, needs- I'm, sell, I'm smelling another consultant job for Eric over there. <laughs> Back to your well, super... If you look at a race like Thailand, for example, which by all means, you know, other than I'm sure that probably state-sponsored, you know, I would assume that there is some sort of state appropriation to bring that event to Thailand. Absolutely. Uh, but... If you look at how many units Honda as a global brand probably sells in Thailand, how many scooters they probably sell in Thailand, Mm -hmm. it absolutely makes sense to bring a motorcycle event there. And I know that's outside the realm of our little sport of thinking, but when you're looking at a global marketing plan, it absolutely makes sense. You know, there's so many aspects to the business side of the sport that don't necessarily have anything to do with a, you know, a motocross Grand Prix. But to an OEM, that's a huge marketing play. So uh, some of those things don't look like they make any sense on the surface, but behind the scenes, they, they probably do on some level. Yeah, I agree 100% on that. Um, and, and, and again, that goes with location and, and where you're going to go and how you're going to make this work on, on that end of things. Um, what I don't like is things that are going on, Monster forcing Eli to ride both USGPs. And then him saying, oh, I'm not of the motocross the nations. Like, and I, I don't think they thought he would ever say that. And he did. And good for him. Um, when the energy drinks, you know, they're contracted to do one USGP and then they add another one. And then, you know, that causes our teams. I mean, Paul, you've, you and I have been there. That's another 60 hours of work for everybody on the team. That's the tough part that no one, l- no one look, looks at because it's, it's tough for the people inside the team. It's just more work. It's time away from your family. But... And everybody keeps adding races. And, yeah. and everybody has their own agenda, Eric. Like you were saying, there's no bosses, there's no anybody. Everybody's adding races. Yeah, but for Motocross the Nation, Steve, I think the biggest problem is our federation is not really supporting it completely. Right. And I feel it's really shameful that a rider like Dak or 
Justin Barsha, whoever would be invited to Molokos of Nations is going to spend his own money. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, yeah. it's shameful. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all the other countries in the world, you're part of a team, you actually have bonuses, like going to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think the athletes that go to the Olympics, they buy their yeah. own plane tickets? Yeah. No, you, you get one, co- two coach tickets if you're a rider. You get uh, exactly. yourself and your mechanic, and that's right. it. And, and that is, you know, like, I'm very close with Coy and Jeremy and the money they spent last year to yeah. send Justin yep. to Barsha was just it's insane I no. mean what is the benefit yep. I mean patriotism is one thing mm-hmm. but there's a lot of money being made <laughs> yeah. you know oh, yeah. I mean, it's like I'm not going to be patriotic if you make money oh you know I mean someone's I, getting very rich in the across the nations yeah. and it ain't, it ain't the riders well, or I know, teams I, I know the cost that they spend uh, motorcycle in Australia spends to send Chad the years that he's gone yeah it's it's very very expensive, and I mean that's you know Chad Reed's a global motocross star. Like, I, I understand it costs a lot of money, but there's no way that I think Team USA would approve the budget that he had to go you know stay to Latvia or wherever. Uh, so I would I would tend to agree. Don't you think though when it comes to the nationals? Now look, there's a lot of teams that aren't happy with the nationals location, attendance, uh, schedule, um, um, those type of things with nationals. And I see some of their points. But as Eric said, this is where we all started out. We all started out racing motocross. This is what we know. We do it on the weekends. Everything else. And I feel like those people at the nationals, yeah, they're not fifty thousand people like in Supercross, but those are the people buying pro those taper products. Yeah, yeah. you, you got to have the nationals. I don't get this sort of anti national national riff that's going on lately like i feel like those are the people if you sit out at 100 degree weather and wave your shirt for zach osborne you're buying sprockets and chains and bars and oil and gear and everything else right steve steve this is no different this argument you're making is no different than the exact argument i make when we go in and and try i I get your your budget approved for pulp mx for fly racing to sponsor your show oh we gotta keep that going to make (laughs) Well, I I go in and make the same argument. The same people that are going to an outdoor motocross race are the same people that listen to the Pulp MX show. Love those people. It's the exact same core audience. These are people that go out and they ride their dirt bikes on the weekends and they go into their local dealer or they go into a local, you know, their online retailer Mm -hmm. and they buy products. They buy, you know, they pay full retail or whatever the dealer is willing to work out with them. Uh, But they are the ones spending money in this sport. So... I would 100% agree that even though the numbers aren't comparable as far as attendance, those are real customers keeping the sport afloat. So we have to, and, and Eric would, you know, made this point too, we, we can't turn our back on that side of the sport because that's what they enjoy. That's what they do every, you know, every weekend. That's the part of the sport they enjoy. So, And, and those are the people buying side-by-sides and quads. and I mean, yeah. they're all buying that stuff. Yeah. Like, then they're going to motocross races. And I, so Kate, 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 good point. So I was at... Uh, I was in New York, this Supercross, right before the Supercross. It was on a Thursday, right before MetLife Stadium Supercross in New Jersey. So I was out seeing dealers. I was actually by myself, and I was just cruising around seeing dealers and and seeing what I could get accomplished. I went into a a Yamaha dealer that was, I don't know, less than two miles from the stadium. Small dealer, just Yamahas, you know, some accessories, whatever. But this guy, I was talking to him, just making small talk and talking to him about, you know, the, the basically the state of motorcycling in general. The guy who came to the race, you know, I saw he was uh, he was very big with one of our competitors, and I was like, oh, I'm sure, you know, they got you tickets or whatever. And uh, he's like, no, you know, I, I, I'm not going. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, why not? And he's like, I, I don't like Supercross. I'm not into it. I don't believe that is, that's the core of the sport, and I, I refuse to go. Hmm. 
Wow. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I, I mean, I. You're two I miles can't from really the argue with you. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, why don't you go? Just check it out. Like, it's still the same kind of thing. He's like, nope, it's, it's more of a principle thing for me. Like, I don't, I don't like where the sport is headed. That's not the core of motocross. And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, well. Yeah. And there was no arguing with him. Like, he had yeah. his mind made up. And it was very, very, like, deep, you know, within him that this belief. So there are those people out there. And I, I think you see that in the Northeast for some reason more often. Like, that Southwick fan, like that's that fan, you know, like yeah. there are motocross people and you'll never change that. Uh, yeah. There are all those people out there. Right? It was an, it was an eye opener for me to see that side of it to where they're like, they're so hardcore into motocross and anything other than that is, is, you know, blasphemy. It was, uh, it was eye opening. Why? Yeah. Why does everybody got to be dicks about the nationals? Like what's up with that? I don't know. I've been a dick. I just like, come on guys. Like I get it. Like you're not happy because it is it's hard work. Paul, you've not done it. It's hard work going to these nationals, and it's far, and you got to connect, and I get it, but those are people that buy parts, man. So, you know, be careful about, you know, going all supercross and losing maybe a bit of the soul of the sport, you know. But having said that, like I said, if Feld comes out tomorrow with 25 races. Everybody's going. Everyone's going 25 races, and, and that's it. And we're going to Europe, and we're doing everything else, you know. So um, that should be interesting. It's an interesting battle. Uh there's got to be a balance. I, I really believe that. I believe for the for the good well-being of everyone involved in the sport, I believe there has to be a balance. For sure. And it, it goes back to what Eric's saying. There needs to be some leadership. But the problem is there's too many separate parties all. And, and then, as I've said many times on the show, okay, we're talking about OEMs. Coy Gibbs, Kerry Hart, Mike Genova, uh, uh, Christina Denny have a 100% different objective than KTM. Totally Husky. different. Yeah, they want to at least come away with a, Forrest Butler. Yeah. come away with a little bit of money. They're trying. It's it's a more business. like running a brand exactly. or business to them. Where the, the cost, OEMs, the Coster, they don't care. Dan Bentley, their goal is to finish the year with the amount of money they have. <laughs> yeah. Millions we of got, dollars. We got right. through. We have yeah. we have ten million dollars go right. racing. We spent nine hundred ninety. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. nine million. Whatever. We 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 stayed under ten. <laughs> we, got, we did a we good job. <laughs> um, so yeah, and you know, I've, after I spent last twelve months, I spent a lot of time in Charlotte mm-hmm. for obvious reason. Spent a lot of time with the NASCAR guys. I mean, they're looking at us like we're dumb. Like we don't know what we're doing. Why do we spend so much money <laughs> and and not getting some return? It's like they don't understand. Team wise, team wise, yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. don't understand why there is not ten. Gibbs Racing and right. JGR right. because it doesn't seem like we are capable of making it work and, and it's really part of the big picture it's why I'm getting a little bit frustrated with that because it's kind of like don't you realize that we have to change our sport mm-hmm. I mean not the way we ride not the yeah, way yeah. we race yeah. but the way we organize it because you know we're gonna run I mean like you were saying earlier, Honda can spend $20 million on getting all the best riders in the world yep. next year. Yep. What do we do after that? Yeah. I mean, th- then everybody wants a million dollars. We don't have that money. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, it's where it becomes... Osborne really, would like it, but everybody no, else. No, yeah. I know, and I wish we would have it. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm the guy that has been flowing $35 million to the riders since I started my career with all those races. Mm-hmm. But most of those races are good business. The riders make money. The promoter makes money. You know, it's kind of a balance. Yep. And and unfortunately, the balance is really, really the case. Yeah. And do you th- do you ever see a time, Eric, and you've been all over the world working with these guys. You work for Feld for a while. Uh, you know Davey Coombs very well. You've known him for a long time. Do you ever see these teams ever getting together and something happening? 
I don't see it. I just it must happen at some stage. It must but, happen. But don't you feel like that? The not that the supercross thing is the answer because I I don't agree with that either. And it really annoys me. Just a side note that when people say, "Oh, he's not that good at outdoors," well, if he has a ride, he was good at outdoors at some point. He just mm-hmm. doesn't want to be good at outdoors. Okay. That's beside the point. But Timmy was good at outdoors. <laughs> when you come when you come to a sport like MotoGP where there's three classes and there's only that's the pinnacle of racing a, a street bike and all the money from everyone is in one place you know not honda in europe has mm-hmm. three teams honda in america has three teams there's this series there's that series at some point it's it all it all has to come together to to, to get bigger in my opinion mm-hmm. what, like when you go to a moto gp it's so much more professional than going to anything yeah, in our great. sport that it that it's it's sad. But like, you could you not make an argument that Supercross is as popular as MotoGP, if not more? As popular? MotoGP is no. first. Moto, yeah. Okay. Moto Supercross is second. Okay. Yeah. And I think uh, also you have to keep in mind how much money in MotoGP, like uh, say. Say the Honda effort. The biggest Honda effort is is Repsol Honda. Repsol is spending insane amounts of money uh, for the Yamaha team, like Movistar and Monster are spending insane amounts of money to fund those programs. So yes, the OEMs are spending a lot more money, but the outside corporate sponsorship is on a mm-hmm. completely different level than what Supercross. Is. But I think that that not maybe isn't partially because of, but. At the same time, they can put all their money in one place and go racing. You know, they're not like, oh, we're going to sponsor KTM or whatever, and we have to put money here, and we have to put money here, and then it's a mess, and then there's like 50 different people involved. It's global (laughs) companies sponsoring a a global product, basically. We're not market-specific. Something you may not know, Dorna is very proactive in helping the teams. You know, when a team is running short on budget – Dorna kicks in. Oh. Kicks in help. I'm not saying money, but they, oh, they no, help think, the team. I'll tell some guys to call Todd. Gendro. It's not happening top, here. No, teams. If you're in teams, the top six, I believe that, I forget what the number is, but if you're in the top six or in points for the season, Dorna picks up your tab for all of your flyaway events. Yeah. When Dorna so ran the GPs, really, it was much the same. They had start money for the top five in the championship, and if you qualified, you got. So so much euros each weekend, and, and they would that. do the they would do the same thing in in a global Supercross series here. They would incentivize the top teams. They'd say, "Hey, we'll cover your bill to go to the yeah the world races, but you're gonna you're gonna race our series if there's any overlap." The early word on the European Supercrosses I heard was Feld said, "We'll help you get to the races uh, and no 250 class, and we're gonna send all the 2450 guys, and we we will help pay for it." That's what I've heard. So that makes sense. Yeah, it should be. Look at what we're doing. We spend a lot of money getting riders, paying for everything. Still, the Lille of the world, Geneva, all the other races, they are profitable. You know? yeah, so it's, yeah. you With, can actually share. You know, it's, it's know. not. And, and the thing is, is I, I, I like Prater. I love Prater. I like Todd Gendro. Mancuso I wasn't such a fan of. But um, like they, they, they mean well. But like, help us out here, guys. You're making a ton. Can we just get a slice? Can we just get a slice to help everybody? Yeah. And you'll help you. In the end, it'll help you. you that, know? That's, that, that vision has been missing big time. That's why, yeah. why Dorna is so successful. Yeah. Because Dorna realized that without the racers, there's no show. 
and uh, they're not going to let anybody go away unless there's a real reason. It was pretty for. bizarre because I was at that KTM Husky uh, race shop opening mm-hmm. two weeks ago in uh, in Austria. Yeah, and uh, were you there? No, but I I was there when they were building the building, so yeah. I want to hear. Hey JT, by the way, these three guys in the studio were half the attendance at SMX Cup right here. We have half the people at <laughs> SMX Zach, Cup. Zach was racing. Yeah, but he uh, counts. He counts. Yeah. yeah. So, so sadly enough, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I was sitting there. Uh, they had like tables for all the people, and um, at one of the tables, Giuseppe was sitting there, and then the head three guys from Dorna, and it was pretty bizarre to just see them. You know, two completely different models. Mm-hmm. Giuseppe had sold the series to Dorna and then bought it back bought from it back, Dorna, yeah. and yeah. I just couldn't. I couldn't really imagine that the, it was all smooth. You know, mm-hmm. just because of the way they operate yeah. And, yeah. and everything, it was it was pretty crazy. It's an interesting time in our series. We've definitely talked about it here on the show a few times, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how what happens uh, down the road. Uh, Nash has been hold for, on hold for a while as our regular caller. What's up, Nash? Gentlemen, how are you? Excellent. What's wrong with your voice? You got, a, you got a good turnout here. Oh, this is classic. We got a guy who invented Minimoto in the U.S. Open and Duro Cross and Junior Moto X. We got a national winner here. Paul Barabinos won a national title. JT was two-time German Supercross, Supercross champion, Montreal Supercross champion, and I won Summercross. So. Stacked house. Stacked yep. house. So I got three questions pertaining to uh, singular people, and then just one giant question. Okay. So every year, I'm going to lead off with the giant question, open to the, the floor. Every year, no matter whether it's the spring or now, everybody goes to Las Vegas. Steve, you've often talked about it. You live there. You know it well. And we hear the same thing about the track. Dry, nasty, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It won't be redundant. Yeah. You're given all, all of you are given all the power in the world. Fix that track. Go. I don't know enough about dirt. Eric knows probably knows the most about dirt out of anybody. Else. Eric, take me there. It's not yeah. like we're in a in a clay put pit. It inside exactly. It's you a put it location, inside. location, location. I mean, dirt okay. is so expensive to move. I think it. it's, there's nothing else you can do. When it, the Raiders come with a covered stadium, we'll he, be good. He signed the bill today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. your governor signed the I don't bill think, today. Is it going to be covered? I don't think it's yeah. going to be covered. Yeah, it's covered. I think oh, it's yeah. retractable. Yeah, yeah. retractable. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Steve doesn't change the dirt. If it was a conditions base. And you had different dirt, then we got a different scenario. Otherwise, everybody's yeah. got to suck it up. I think that it, all, it always sucks in the day, but okay. it's always decent at night, no? This year, it was wind, ultra windy this year. Wind yeah. and heat this year uh, hurt it. Big unbelievable. Yeah. I thought it was really good at the Supercross. That's, that was the best it's ever been. Well, poured. Okay. <laughs> I know, it was really good. Parabinos, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm shifting to you. I always enjoy you on the show, and a lot of people do because you're in Vortex like, Racing. <laughs> your, multi- your multifaceted points of view. You are given the keys and the revenue stream to help Dean Wilson. Put uh, him on the team. Oh, stop it. It's not even fair. What do you it mean, is. What do you mean the key, fair. What do you Nobody mean the keys Dean and Wilson the... better than Parabinos. What do you mean? Oh, oh. Yeah, Parabinos is going to put him on factory Honda, boot rocks into the curb. <laughs> That's what Paul will do. Oh, oh, I know what you're saying. So I can like you're his him... agent. Like you're his guy. Yeah. I can you're, put him on... Of the best possible fit for him in his riding style, quasi-availability, but I know that that's limited and that's uh, – it's a very tight squeeze. Put him in fly racing yeah. ASAP. Yeah, it's just, honestly, I think it would just be um, putting him on, on a good bike with a very good budget because so, Dean goes through some stuff, makes, and he just, needs okay. to have, he just needs to have people that he can feel comfortable around, that feels like he's in a family atmosphere, I think. He needs to feel that it's. Um, I'm sure Roger. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm sure Roger was super nice to him. I don't. I'm not saying he has to be the center of attention by any means. I just think. Um, okay. 
And I, I say that because Roger's known, if you're not producing for him, he doesn't have a lot of time for you. I think <laughs> that is needs, it, the, the environment needs to be um, – and I, I mean, I worked at PC, and people say the environment is very pressure-filled, but I don't think it was at all, really. So I think no, you it, guys are definitely clicking when you were yeah, there. He, he, you th- he, he just needs someone to shoot the shit with. It can't all be dirt bikes all the time. Honestly, with Dean, he works very hard during the week, and on the weekend, he needs mm-hmm. to – not think about dirt bikes and does, have fun, and that's why he does the does best. Does Dean and his agent Tony know, like in my opinion, and maybe JT, you can chip chime in here too. In my opinion, take the better bike over the less money. Oh, they're all is over that, that. Is they're that, all, they're all I over mean, that. JT, yes. you, you're on board with that, JT. Uh, uh, yeah, like, I, I feel like Dean's, Dean's, I'm not going to, you obviously need to make as much money as you can, but I feel like at this point right now, at his point in his career, he needs to kind of revive the excitement mm-hmm. level for himself, and equipment's mm-hmm. going to do that. Money, he's made good money the last couple of years. He will make good money if he if he gets back to where he should be. But money is is should take a backseat to the opportunity right now. But that's how I see it anyway. And, and their their point of view, right? Their, yeah, their point of view right now, it's not about yeah. the money okay, at, yeah, at, all, good, at, right. all, at all, at all, at all. Paul, in all seriousness, with any available rides that exist right now, where would you put in if you were his agent? Knowing him like you know him, you you have a vantage point that not a lot of people have with so, Dean Wilson. Here's the thing, I, I can here's put the him thing. on any team or of, of what's available. I mean, because there really well, is the only – The ones that are available right now. Like there's really only one or, ride. one or two rides here's available. The, here's the thing, Nash, is Paul has to choose a spot on RCH oh, between Jake Weimer and Dean Wilson, and that is like asking oh. him – like Sophie's choice. <laughs> oh, it's, that is total Sophie. How about Weimer and Wilson on a team? That would be awesome. I mean, Paul would it, be it manager. Can't, it can't just be yeah, any old team. But I, I don't. Who know. would you rescue in a burning house? You can You've only... asked me this before. It's a dick question. Wilson. He'll do Wilson every time. Yeah, he would do Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Nash. Anything else? Now, I got the final question for my main man, my off-road buddy. Zach, <laughs> me? There, can you hear me? I qu- I quit. He quit because of Steve's. Well, uh, Steve, Steve and, battered me long enough, yeah. and I quit. And the fucker won a national this year. Gave up off road. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Dude. You should be paying me start of your bonus. Whatever. You gave up off road and you win. That's what I told you would happen. Jack, I, I know you guys probably talked about the ISD a little bit. How cool is it? And we I actually haven't. It's it's a travesty that we haven't. But no, good well, job by those guys. Steve, he gets a little warped. He's from Canada. He needs some help. We just had the monster. But, uh, we just had the monster cup, bro, and, and an elevated start. Yeah, but it's a ninety-one year streak. Dude, United States right. won. Go ahead. You two Victor. jerk-offs talk about ISD. Go ahead. Zach, I saw a really cool picture of you and talking with Caselli. When you saw that they won, what's that mean for you as a person that went over there and did that? As a phenomenal motocrosser, and this is a motocross show, Steve. You're absolutely right, but that's awesome. I mean, especially knowing Caselli and what an impact he had on all genres of racing. That is really amazing. Yeah, it's it's unreal. I mean, um, the only way that it would be cooler is is if I would have gotten to go. But um, what you want to national this year? I mean, it, it's unreal. It's something that I know meant a lot to him, probably more than more than any other thing that he uh, you know didn't have. I would say that was his dream to win that trophy, and they finally did it. So that's it's now pretty you can awesome. See it on the faces of the guys on the race racks photos, and I, you can just see it on the there, how passionate they were for the win for Caselli and it goes without saying. So yeah. maybe Steve one day you'll go and be the team manager for the ISD possibly. Canada sends a team to that. Do we? Yeah. How do we do? Sometimes okay. The women do pretty good. Yeah. Congrats to the team USA US that, that is cool. That is awesome. Sipes didn't even it's go. Cool. 
Sipes didn't even go. Um, you know, so like, yeah, it was it was the odds were kind of against them. And now France didn't go either, right? France didn't go in protest they're angry. of right. what happened last year, right. which. Whatever. It doesn't matter because when Zach does okay. step He's out of the limelight, I'm very angry. Not anymore. Not anymore. NCC racing and dominate and crush people. I, that that's my hope, Nash. Yes, yes, yes. All right, that's Nash. Beautiful. Anything else? No, we're doing good. Everybody, hey, cheers! You guys are doing a killer show, La Big. Awesome. Love everyone's insight. It's a that's, very power pack show. Cheers. Have a nice night. All right, see you, Nash. French right. guy. <laughs> Great job, La Big. Great photos you've been taking this year. Um, Welcome back, everybody, to uh, Pop Max Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Please, if you go to uh, BTOsports.com, uh, mention Pop Max, you can maybe get some of that Fly Racing LE gear, uh, you know, which is uh, coming out soon. Psychedelic. Uh, yeah, psychedelic. Cameron McAdoo wears it, wears it and, uh, you know. Yeah, so. it happened. And uh, Eric Perrinard uh, from, uh, um, from from Eric Perrinard Racing. Exactly. Pro Tapers, uh, Paul Barabinos, <laughs> and uh, Rockstar Husky, Zach Osborne, all in the studio. Josh Hill is still coming up to talk about the Alta e-bike. Uh, JT, how do you feel about the e-bike's chances in straight rhythm this weekend? You know, I was pretty pessimistic going into it, but then I watched a video of him riding it, and he looked pretty good. He looked you great. Know, <laughs> but I can't tell how like yeah. actually fast he's going. Can it we looks put him cool. next to like Jordan Smith or something just yeah. to compare yeah. no, no, I, no, I mean, it looks fun. killer. Like he you jumps and jumps. He looks and great. You know, I know. I said he looks good. He does. But I can't tell how fast well, he's going. JT was speaking. But the electric bike accelerates better than a normal bike. So I think in an event like this race where there's wall jumps and stuff where you come, you know, almost from a dead stop and have to yeah. reaccelerate, I think it might be pretty good. Does it not uh, get does it not get wheel spin or why is it why is no, it accelerate better? Electric, it's yeah, like torque. It's, yeah, it's like riding electric kind of mapping. Yeah. It's, it's it's really got, controllable. Okay. Yeah. It's got crazy torque numbers too, like way more than a 250F. I'd love to see numbers. a dyno curve. Yeah. Yeah. It there's uh, they're online. There's there's uh, oh. there's torque you, you have to ride it to feel it. It's not like you can't read it. Yeah. Have you written? Yeah, I think uh, I think you yeah, have well. I, I was oh. like I said, I was really down on it. Mm-hmm. After looking at the torque numbers and looking at watching him accelerate from from a wall jump situation, mm-hmm. I think he's going to do well. Uh, we talked about that. Tra- Travis Pastrana said that he's boring out his RMZ 500 JT to a friend. Um, we were hoping it's going to be Stu. We don't think it is, but on a scale of one to 259, how epic would it be if Stu was on an RMZ 500? Uh, I think there is, I'm trying to think of something just completely ridiculous that there's a better chance of that happening. Stu shows up. Uh, Presidential yeah, debates I, I don't know of anything that's that, that crazy. <laughs> I mean, this basically never, never would happen. The one's here this week, right? Yeah. What's yeah. The, uh, um, uh, so, well, I'll tell you what, with Hill on the Alta, uh, there's no rocks in this weekend. There's no Stu Brothers. Uh, Pastrana's obviously out, although we will see his bike underneath somebody, I, I think. Um, and uh, Dunge is in, straight with him. Yes, he is. Marvin's in. Yep. I'm pro- I think Hill's run is going to be the most no, interesting H- thing. Hill's is in the 250 class. Yeah, yeah, but still. But yeah. I, I just mean, uh, I think with everything oh, going it's, on. It's like going to be very exciting, you know, without yeah. a question. Last year we had Stu coming back from suspension, you know, so that was super exciting, and, and, he, and he, uh, he won. But uh, I think Hill's run on the 250 will be the one thing that I'm like. Would it be exciting if there was another guy on an Alta bike and they both race together? Would that be exciting? It would be like watching a BMX race. <laughs> there would, would be no noise. That would be too quiet. Yeah. It would be too quiet. I you think know, that'd be weird. You know, Kurt Nicole, the 
motocross GP yeah. star. King Kurt. Uh, King Kurt, he actually won his first enduro cross in the vet class with an Alta. Mm -hmm. So that shows you can do it. Yeah, that's going to be great. I can't wait. Yep. Uh, JT, what else, uh, going back to the Monster Energy Cup, what else caught your eye? We talked about Roxon, Tomac won, of course. Uh, the depth was probably missing a bit from this race. Um, who had Brandon Shearer making the top 18 out of the straight out of qualifying? Not me. Yeah, but it was, uh, man, I don't know. It, just something about it was off. I, I've never felt that underwhelmed by that event before. Um, I don't know if it was just the lack of, you know, star power. The pits felt underwhelming too, hey, JT? Yeah, just, I, I know we had the three or four best guys in the sport there, but I don't know, man. I just think there were so many guys out, so many guys hurt. You know, JGR was out, Anderson hurt, I mean, Stewart Brothers out. There's just so many guys that were missing. I just didn't feel very, very much excitement uh, about the event at all going in while I was at the event. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe it was just me, but I, I, I really, really felt that way, so... Um, I think, you know, A1 will be fine. Everybody will be excited and all the hype and all that back. But I just felt like everyone was kind of going through the motions. I really felt that way kind of all day and night. So um, looking forward to a full full field and full lineup for, for January. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Did you, get, did you get that feeling too? Yeah, we all said that it was yeah. like kind of like drop the gate already. Yeah. yeah, it was just blah, right? And even that just... start, I thought it would be so awesome. I was looking forward to it. I mentioned it, and I thought there'd be – I don't want to say there was more – I'm disappointed because there wasn't more crashes. I, I just thought it would be a lot more sketchy. Yes, yeah, I thought it would too. be – talked about Mitchell Falk about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not stuck. Uh, how Roxon pulls a start from the far outside, like I'm just like, oh, man. like, And he comes around the inside of the turn. And he's did, you see, did you see the second, you know, the moto he crashed, how he finagled his way to the inside? Mm, yeah, I did. That was one of the most impressive things of the weekend. Mm -hmm. I thought. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, he was going halfway down the start straight. He was probably about tenth or so, and he fought his way to the inside and then just put on a clinic through the first turn. It was. It was I, probably the most impressive thing I saw. I, I wish he was shittier. I do. I wish he was shittier. So we'd be like, oh, how's he going to adapt at A one? And he was so good right away with two weeks on the bike or three weeks on the bike. You're like, you're like, huh? And they're just going to get better. Honda's going to get better. They're going to figure more things out. Kenny's going to get better. He's got his boot camp coming up, up in uh, Castillo Ranch. I'm scared for the for 2017 Supercross, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah I, yeah. I mean, I think he'll be really good. But I also think that that race, uh, I think the last few, I think Tomac was really good. You know, I, I thought one start would bite him, which uh, it almost did. You know, that last start was really, really bad. Yeah. If the field would have been deeper, if that would have been a typical Monster Cup, there's no way he gets to the front the way he did. Mm -hmm. um, I think the the field, you know, helped him get that overall win because Dungey would have, I think, held he would have gotten that two point gap he needed. Yeah, if uh, with a deeper field there. Uh, but I felt like uh, it was a wake up call for those guys. You know, I think Dungey's going to have ten weeks to kind of be like, man, we we got some work to do here. You know, so. Mm -hmm. Roxon was better, better than I think those guys would have liked. I, I would agree with you there, but I think those guys are gonna, those guys are gonna put their heads down and realize they have some work to do. So I think come January we'll be, we'll be fine and we'll see the the level playing field yeah. that, uh, that we typically see. I think Anderson's gonna have something to say this year. I think Anderson's gonna be really, really well, he, good. He did win. He did win Anaheim. You know that, right? Yes. No, <laughs> JT, do you th did, have you seen Kenny's crash at all? I did. Yeah, I watched it. Uh, Quite a few times, actually. But did you think that he like cased way up there and and then still went for the triple, or he 
like, do you think he could have gone double and and not oh, not endoed? Absolutely. Yeah, he, he still went for it, huh? Yeah, his commitment is what caused him to crash. That's if what I said earlier. But... Before the, if at any point before the crash he decided to pull out of it, no problem. He like, could have gone double single. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I think it was one of those things where he's so confident that he's like, oh, I still got this. I'm good. Yeah. No yeah. worries. And then it was just like too late, you know. And if he wanted, he overjumped and then he underjumped and then he was just like, screw it, I still got it. I got this, and yeah. He, he didn't have it. So. Kind of shades of his Atlanta crash. I don't remember um, that quad. He kind of he he went a little long and then went over that quad. That was a whoops, right? No, yeah, really. that it was, was a um, quad going in that turn. When it was at Atlanta, it was after a triple, and it the the face just sent him on his nose. Kind of he landed. This year? Uh, no, hurt his ankle. Last year when oh, he yeah, last, last year. year. Yeah. Oh, okay. 15. Oh, that wasn't the. I thought it was. It was fifteen. I'm getting my years mixed up. So when he hurt his ankle, he was yes. in the whoops and got squirrely and tried to triple out like everybody was doing, and then cased it and then shot off the track. Yeah, exactly what I said. <laughs> you were talking about a we quad. We said a quad. I thought it was a quad, too. I thought too. it was a quad, too. Well, I really like whatever it. Whatever it is, it was whoops. Whatever it was after the whoops, yeah. All, yeah. all right. Yeah. Um, all right, JT. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for the time tonight. Appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Um, we'll try to do that podcast. Yeah, pretty, uh, hmm? pretty star-powered oh, dude. video tonight. It's packed. I didn't even know Osborne was coming, and he's in town. Oh. And You know, he switched trainers, but yet still, still somehow ends up in Vegas. You've got a you've got a national championship winning mechanic. Mm-hmm. You've got a off road superstar motocross and off road superstar, and then you've got a legend in the Thanks. race. I told you he hates me. I told you. <laughs> he doesn't hate you. You're fly racing. I told you. You kind of got every every aspect covered. Strong. See. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JT. Thanks, buddy. Flyracing.com. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm sure. Bye, JT. Uh, Jason Thompson, everybody, uh, on the show. I don't show. even know what I did. I, I, you're your crazy. torso's too small. Can't get enough logos on your shirt. The he fly likes, logo don't look as he big He likes shorter body. dudes. He's a shorter <laughs> racer. He should respect you. I'm yeah. a short guy. Yeah, yeah, he should respect you. Absolutely. Um, before we go, uh, i got Josh Hill here on the show uh, coming up. Um, I just, with Eric, with you in studio. Oh, actually, Osborne, do you got to go, or what's your deal? Yeah, I'm out. You're out? Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Well, um, thank you for coming by. Gonna go to Top Golf for a rock star event. It's just gonna be. And tomorrow surgery? Yeah. Here? Yeah. Well, maybe I'll come by and uh, give you, bring you some gumdrops or something. Yeah. Right. Ice chips. Ice chips. Ice chips. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Um, Thanks for having me. Good luck with everything. We'll be in touch. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, see you at East Coast somewhere in California yeah. before that. First one's Minneapolis. I don't know. Not Dallas. Mm. I don't know. I haven't looked at the schedule. He's gonna, take be, pro, he's gonna take Pro Taper handlebars to it, uh East Coast Championship this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Well, he used to wear X brand goggles too. Choice champions everywhere like Zach Osborne. <laughs> All right, Osborne, thank you, buddy. Thanks. Rockstar Husqvarna's own Zach Osborne. Uh, on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Which you love fly racing? I love fly racing. Thank I, you. I can't wait to wear my tie dye gear. I actually brought it home with me. Oh, you were weekend. supposed to get it for, you were supposed to wear it this weekend? I was supposed to race until like husky. Wednesday. What? Tie dye on the husky. Yeah. The, oh, the husky's uh, white. Everything matches. Yeah, that's a good Everything. point. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Um, before we come up with, uh, we pushed. I pushed uh, Josh Hill back a little bit uh, longer. But uh, Erica, I want to talk to you a little bit. Um, you've done so much in the industry. We talked about the U.S. Open, nineteen ninety. And by the way, people, if you want to hear a real interesting story, go to uh, the archives. Search uh, Eric's name uh, on the archives. I did a long form hour and a half long podcast yes. 
uh, about your career, and people should listen to that. It was really interesting stuff. We, we have to update it now. We need to. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we should. Uh, interesting guy, interesting career, interesting life. You traveled the world. You were just getting ready to travel the world, right, when we did it? Yeah, just before I went around the world with my family yeah. for one year. One yeah. year, travel around the world. Insane. I mean, around going from motocross place to motocross place. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> right? Um, but for reals, uh, so the U.S. Open, uh, you've had a hand in Bercy, uh, Mini Moto, um, Enduro Cross. X Games. Junior Moto yeah. X, X Games. What are you? And Red Bull is straight rhythm next weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, are you, uh, what are you most proud of? What are you most... What's most work or what's most rewarding? Yeah, or I mean, what was, what was really, really the, the U.S. Open kind of elevated the sport with the, with the giant purse mm-hmm. and the pageantry. So that was really a big, big change in, a, in our sport after the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. We, had, we had laser music, all that good stuff. And, uh, and Eurocross was awesome because we, we displayed the off-road guys' talent, you know, uh, you know, worldwide, and we paid them well, mm-hmm. all, all those good things. I don't know if you've seen the video from Colton Hacker last week. That's awesome. No, but someone told me I need to check it out. It's yeah. just unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, Jim Canna from Ken Blocks mm-hmm. on two yep. wheels. Yep. And it's just, it, it just shows, you know, the sport can be still pushed and elevated. And, uh, you know, even, even Charlotte this year, I was excited about it because we were bringing the best rider in the world in a new area, mm-hmm. you know, was in a NASCAR world, the buzz was really good. Uh, everybody liked it, so it's it's really what what gets me high yeah, is yeah. to be able to push the sport a little bit farther. But it's it's a very difficult job, I have to say. You know, it's not <laughs> bouncing it's not, everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's um, um, you, you have a lot of people that don't like to change in yeah. general. It's nothing personal. It's just change is always gonna go slowly mm-hmm. and. Uh, so yeah. U.S. Open, though, you mentioned that. That yeah. might be like your crown jewel of like, I'm going to bring this to Las Vegas inside an arena, inside a casino. Yeah, it took everybody by surprise there. It yeah. was easier. Yeah. You know, when we, when we announced it, it was already done. We, we sold out MGM in two weeks. Yeah. And, and after that, we just had to deliver a good race. All the riders were here. Uh, it was you know, I was kind of disappointed. The race was not as exciting as I wanted it to be, but yeah. racing is never going to be like you want it to be. Right. Otherwise, it's, it's wrestling. You, you know, know I'm kind of going through this a little bit with my hockey podcast. Like, I love hockey podcasts, and I really see an opening in hockey podcasts that I can take advantage of like I have in Moto yeah. and create this niche. But I need... I need a break to go my way. Like, you probably met with the MGM people, and you need them to be like... Give me a chance, and it was one oh, of the best things they did. Took two years. Yeah, took two years. It was not. And, and I, I went there ten times before they even said, "Let's, yeah, let's do it." And I'm know? working with TSN up in Canada, the ESPN yeah. of Canada, and I'm like, "Give me a chance." And I know I can make this work. I know we can do this. I know it can be profitable for everybody. But the feeling is like, I know, it, like in your heart, you knew it would work. Yeah. You knew it. You're just like. Let me in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's the same for every attempt, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's and like I said, you know, Charlotte this year, straight rhythm coming up. Mm. Those races can make a difference. They can bring new fans. You know, you you have a lot of support from from some industry. Uh, I'm telling you, if if a race like Charlotte would work better, uh, we could have more NASCAR involvement yeah. because the guys we want to see all the shops around. They love motocross. Here's the thing, though. Davies tried it. Salt Lake City, okay? Yeah. Uh, Elsinore a little bit. And honestly, the teams, the riders, maybe the industry really shit on them for bringing it to this man-made track facility, uh, great amenities uh, close to town. So what's the, why would Charlotte work? Because Charlotte has history. Okay. It's a place where things have been happening before. The team is 
unbelievable. I mean, they have one of the strongest motorsport team in the industry. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of for them to learn about motocross. And it's what I, I did. I basically taught them how to you know, navigate yeah. in uh, motocross waters. Yeah. And, and they called you and probably went, what did you give, why did you give us? <laughs> uh, they still like me. I'm pretty surprised. <laughs> we got Feld calling us. We got Ustream calling us. We got Energy Drinks calling yeah. us. Everybody's mad at us. Um, yeah. But, um, I mean, I'm, Paul, I'm, I don't want motocross at Charlotte. Me, Steve Mathis, as a fan, as a guy that's been to motocross, I have no problem. I understand. I, going I to Millville, going to Millville, and going to these places for these epic racetracks. So I say that, but I can see a future where we're well, going I, to Charlotte. No, I think like, you we, know? Sh- we should have three or four races, you know, in regular classic. Mm-hmm. Area, venues, yeah. And then venues, and time to time, we have uh, Assen, we have Charlotte, we have places where it seems like it could be working, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, uh, it's yeah, just you, once again, it's, it's to be able to bring the entire family, mm-hmm. people that are not necessarily motocross oriented, yeah. sponsors, because yep. yep. sponsors, you know, they don't no. like to go in one foot of mud. Wash base. Yeah. I tell Davey that all the time. Davey tells me the teams tell him we don't have enough time to go to wash base. We don't have enough time to push our bikes there. It works everywhere in the world. Thank you. Yes. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it should be interesting to see how that works. And um, it looked, again, I didn't go to Charlotte, but it looked like a success. It looked like fans worked it, like, liked it, they, they enjoyed it. You know, I, I, I went, I know Caroli pretty well. I know some of the GP guys. I asked them about these man made circuits, Assen, yeah. Charlotte. Um, I mean, Switzerland yep. was kind of that yep. way, right? Exactly. And you know what they told me? That one worked out good, huh? Yeah. They told me exactly what you just said. We need both. Yeah. It's nice to go to the man-made tracks, Lomol and, 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 and yeah. Madeley and everything else, but we need these other places on the GP circuit. And, and it is what Caroli even said. It is what it is. It's fine. I understand it. It's the same for everybody. Yeah, the teams yeah. were very supportive. The riders was very supportive. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, obviously I treat treat people in the industry well, but when something is wrong, they tell me. Mm-hmm. You know, I yep. just dealt with major situation for freestyle this weekend. It was too much wind. Yep. But if you if you approach the riders like they are your peers yep. instead of your enemies, <laughs> you know, you mm-hmm. suddenly realize that they're willing to work with you. Mm-hmm. And we really engage with them all the time. And that's that's what works. Yeah. You know, it's just like you, you can't be living in an island and thinking everybody agrees with you. I yeah. mean, we had, you know, I've been dealing with a lot of crisis. Yeah, I got to agree with Paul uh, the time. Last right. year, terrorist crisis in yeah. Paris. Yeah. You know, I mean, at the French Supercross. And we managed to have a good show and uh, and uh, to get everybody on the track. It's uh, um, You work with the ESPN people with the X Games. And you've yeah. worked with them for a number of years. Uh, dirt track this yeah. year. Uh, freestyle was back, right? This yeah, year. yeah, Freestyle year never before. left. Really. I thought it left for one year. Yeah, okay. I mean. We had a, Dude, a wind yeah. make it. Yeah, leave. yeah, <laughs> no, but I thought they left. The, I thought they canceled because of the wind. Pipe and then, just kind of like, okay. yeah. Here, to the ESPN people, any desire, any interest in Supercross? Any, oh. like, we could, we're going to do something. We're going to have, they tried the Moto X, uh, yeah. whatever, in San Diego. Yeah. Are they just cool to it? They're just. You know, uh, once again, it's, we are not seeing the forest through the trees. When ESPN wants to get involved as an industry, we should embrace it. When Charlotte Motor Speedway wants to get involved, I mean, SMI, yep. uh, one yeah. of the biggest Burton motorsports. Smith, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as an industry, we should get involved. Uh, when Red Bull wants to spend money 
at motocross or monster we should be supporting them unfortunately a lot of people look at chevy deal chevy's gone you mm-hmm. know because we haven't given them what they wanted to yep. you know there's so many examples yeah. hey rch brings in dodge yeah and basically supercross is like hey toyota's a truck beat it yeah get out of our pits even you know they like not exactly. GoPro, the gopro camera you stuff. don't the GoPro don't stuff. see the yeah. forest through the trees yeah. and and that's that's ultimately we're gonna we're gonna pay for that. I think we're paying for that all the time, and all the exclusivities and yeah, yeah it's just can't, can't pass out. Um, yeah. So ESPN. So you're kind of saying in a roundabout way, like ESPN looked at it at some point, and we're like, we don't even want to get. Well, they, they never understood why, and I'm just gonna give you an example. Yeah. When we have X game in LA, why factory team cannot start their semi and bring their riders. It's just like for them, they yeah. never understood it. <laughs> yeah, because it's like the, the, the fuel gauge would not have been moving and it's, I yeah. don't blame them. It's yeah. very disappointing. Right. You know? right. Interesting. Uh, before we come up with Josh Hill, let's do, did you get the expert questions from that guy? Uh, I forget his name, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that real quick. Cause we got a, uh, Eric's going to split after Josh Hill, I think. So let's get, uh, let's get rolling on that. Okay. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand goggles are choice of champions everywhere, like Brock Tickle, like a uh, 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 ton of riders out there. Freddie Norn. Kyle Chisholm. <laughs> Freddie, fast Freddie Norn. Um, Matt Bichelia. Jessica Patterson used X-Brand to win championships. EKSBrand.com. PulpMX16 is the code to save money on them. Brand new goggle out. EKS-S. Uh, outriggers on it. Have you seen this thing with the nose piece? Have I seen it? Not in person. You've seen them, though? I've seen a photo. They blow your wig back? Um, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And uh, X-Brand Goggles, Choice of Champions everywhere. Uh, this is the X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. Rapid fire. So 15 seconds on the clock. Eric Pernard and Eric Perinard. I always say it wrong. Eric Perinard and uh, and Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper and myself. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Just a, just a fan. Eric, Never. you don't need yeah. to pay attention to him. And uh, all right, let's go. Steve, if you and Pookie were going to swing with another industry couple, <laughs> who would it be? Uh, Paul and Erica Parabinos. Uh, why would he ask that? Because it's, it's Moser. Because it's Moser? Yeah, like what oh, else do you need? Paige Craig tweeted about that yeah. today. That's that. Did you guys see that? You, you should guys... say her. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Christian Paige <laughs> Craig would be the, would be the move. Um, that's where that comes from, Moser. Yeah, yeah. so. Uh, um, yeah, that... Uh, Thanks, Moses. Is that where he came up with the question? Yeah, yeah he's, he's or is he just creepy? Uh, a little we, of both. We had, yeah, a little bit of both. We had a question we couldn't even ask the other day, but all right, let's go. Paul, what is the most pissed you ever made, Mitch Payton? Oh, it's a good one, huh? Um, probably, probably one year when I complained that we had to build our race bikes in the sand at Southwick and be like in between a press day. And I don't know. I think we were rushed for time and stuff. And I was like, I think I was stressing because we were all in a title fight. I don't remember if it was the same year even. Okay, your time's up. Sorry. I don't know. I don't remember. But he got super mad at you. I think so. And we argued. We yelled at each other. But then we're fine the next day. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Eric, what is the most money you've ever paid a rider? Uh, I cannot tell. That wouldn't be fair. But (laughs) Can you give us a number? It's it's a lot of money. <laughs> it's uh, it's what a, a very lucky American family would make in one year, you know. So, hundreds. I'll tell thousands. you what. I'll, t- I'll give you my guess. 
100K start money to McGrath and Villeman back in the day. Back in the at, days, at that was cheap at the time. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot more expensive nowadays. Uh, yeah, I guess for Stu, right? Yeah. I guess Stu would have got a lot. Stu got two fifty. Apparently, was the word on the street. So, all right, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Next question, uh, Steve. If the Geico ride falls through, where does Mookie get a ride? It did fall through. Uh, I honestly, I. How many times am I going to say this? The Stu brothers got to put their money together, get some Hondas, and go racing and and prove it to themselves. That's no one is going to pay James. I don't think anybody pays James any money and gives him a factory motorcycle to go racing. Team Nami. <laughs> am I right though, Paul? No, uh, you're. Yeah, I, I, I cannot see it. It's unfortunate. I see unfortunately, yeah, he's right. I, you're unfortunate. Unfortunately, yeah. but I just which th- is one of the big issues of our sports. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. can we be in that situation? How can yeah. a defending 250 Supercross champion and everything else and, and, uh, and end up with that? The guy that won so many titles. Exactly. Yeah. It's, that's there's that's the unhealthy part. Um, yeah. And, and and yeah, so that's what I think is going to have to happen. And you know what? At one time, no one would touch Chad Reed. Yeah. No one would touch Chad Reed. Fired from Parts Unlimited or quit, whatever, depending on who you talk to. Let go from Cowie. Everyone, he's a, he's a pariah. Nobody wanted to help him. He bought Hondas. Podium to Supercross. Yeah. The rest is history. All right. Paul, who has effed you the most in fantasy? Rider-wise? Yeah. 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 Oh. Um, Nick Gaines? No, I don't really pick him that much. You know, I honestly think it's going to be Marty. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Marty. I, I had him at Washuga this year. He was in second, and the fucking guy jumped in the fence. Yep. But no, he, he's you're not alone in that. Yeah. God damn it, Marty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question. Eric, is there a market for an amateur Supercross series? Uh, I would say yes, if uh, you can get the support to pay the bills, because you know the problem of. Indoor, I mean, Supercross should be indoor. Uh, it's just very expensive to produce. So we, we, we're learning that every day. I mean, putting a race indoor is a very expensive, expensive project. And uh, our market is more shrinking than expanding as far as Time. racers. Time. What, what about piggybacking off of the, the U.S. series? Like like an oh, yeah. amateur felt, day on yeah. a Sunday? Felt like felt Jesus. Down with that. You're, the dirt's there, the equipment's oh, there, absolutely. the, the venue's yeah, there. I'm surprised it hasn't been done. Like, why? I don't get it. Well, they're they doing the make... Atlanta Arena Cross on Friday. They announced it. Friday Arena Cross in Atlanta. Saturday Supercross. Sunday, Sunday amateur, amateur racing. That, wow. that's, that's great. And, and, they do, I bet you, and they do that here, right? And I bet yeah. the attendance of the race is going to be, what, how yeah. much can they fit in the Georgia Dome? 72 yeah. or yeah, something? I, don't know. I yeah. bet it's But it's under the new regime. Yes, yes. Big change. All right, next question. We got to hurry this up because we got Hill coming up. Steve, where do you rate Paul in the PC Mechanics Hall of Fame? Oh, it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> Above uh, dickhead Brownies Mechanic for sure. That guy was an asshole <laughs> um, from England. Uh, let me think here. Jerk off. There's been so many great PC Mechanics. Kenny G. Uh, am I above or below? Oh, he must be the greatest. Yeah, like. Randy Lawrence. This is way too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I put him eighth. I put him eighth. Eighth. <laughs> yeah, eighth. Fuck off, Summer Cross. <laughs> There's been a lot of PC four mechanics. Man, four Manitoba titles. I missed the fifth by two points. Can you believe uh, Yon, that? He's pretty good. Jan, yeah. yeah. What about Mitchiff? Throttle. He's got he's got the most titles, I think. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would I have. Th- with all so. Ivan, too. With, never mind his RV ones. Yeah, only Ivan, one with right? Ivan, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah. All right. He's eighth. <laughs> Uh, Paul, what's the biggest mistake you ever made when you were a mechanic? Um, Where do I rank in Yamaha mechanics? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're down at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
biggest mistake. Oh, uh, before I worked at um, before I worked at Pro Circuit, I was when I worked at BB Max, I I finger tightened the drain bolt at Hangtown on Cunningham's bike, and yeah, the sucker came out and blew up the race engine in practice, and we had to race with a practice engine. So I learned that lesson quick. Never if you put a bolt in, tighten it. Don't, yeah, don't don't, be don't like, I'll get it, yeah. don't I'll get it later. Right. If it's in, it's tight. That's a lesson of life. That's what yes. she said. Right? <laughs> That's what she said. All right, let's go. Uh, Next question. Come on. Eric, if you could promote a race in any venue in the world, where would it be? Madison Square Garden. Yeah. New York. I've seen an old arena cross. I, I know. Think, I think uh, Big Dave Coombs yeah, went in there. Absolutely, but it was just, it was great, but it was too early for the sport. Yeah, yeah. It was at a time when nobody understood what we were doing. What about like a straight rhythm down a Times Square type of... Yeah, in a Is city. Is that coming? That's they want to do that, probably, right? Uh, I'm sure it's impossible to do. Oh, yeah, sure. I bet it is. Not, not, not logistically speaking. Just... Kawasaki closed down Times Square for a goddamn press event. Yeah. Did they bring dirt? No. Okay. <laughs> Big issue. <laughs> a little problem with well, the what, dirt. What yeah. was that race they had in Europe on the plywood? Let's do that. Oh, uh, yeah. Mike Byer won. Tom Carson, I, Mike I, Byer, yeah. I saw something on Instagram the other day. It was a straight rhythm type. Uh, I think it was that Tony Blazier guy, or yeah. maybe it was Blazer. 90s mode or something. Yeah. It was a... A co- just whoops made out of concrete. That's good. One idea. on one, yeah. it was awesome. <laughs> they went through the whoop section, made a U turn, came back uh, the other way. Next question is that it? Send me the link. X brand goggles, the choices champions everywhere. EKS brand, uh, EKS.com. EKS goggles, what is it? EKS brand. What the hell's the website's name? You're I, not going to get your check. I had a week one. off. Get I had a week off. I, I forgot already. Uh, the best goggle out there, Fast Freddy Norman, Kyle Chisholm, Matt Bichelia, uh many more uh, top riders, Brock Tickle, Wear X Brand, and they win in it. It's the choice of champions everywhere, EKSBrand.com. Uh, Rich Taylor actually is uh, in Hawaii right now um, filming Jumanji 2. Uh, hey, uh, MotoTheMovie.com, out now. They just had their premiere in Santa Ana. Uh, they're going across the country. They were uh, in uh, Fresno and Phoenix and Dallas. Go to Moto 8, the world's famous favorite dirt bike film series, returns in 2016. Once again, bringing the greatest riders in the game to the most epic locations. Moto 8 gives viewers the most badass visual moto experience ever seen. 20 stops, prize giveaway. There'll be riders there. Have you seen the new Moto 8? I need to see it. I haven't. They, I haven't. It's good, though. I, I don't know. You've never <laughs> seen any of them? No. Oh, God, Parabinos, come on. Sorry. MotoTheMovie.com. <laughs> Go there, and uh, please check it out. The premieres are really cool. They used to be hosted by uh, the Seven Deuce Deuce, Adam Entenap. So uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, Vortex Racing, email Vortex. Uh, email Jake at VortexRacing.com to uh, get a deal on bars and sprockets, the V3 motocross bar. It's 29% stronger, Paul, than any of the competition out there. And uh, the sprockets as well. Uh, Chad Reed, Cooper Webb, they use Vortex Racing uh, sprockets. To get to the top, best bars and sprockets out there, Paul. VortexRacing.com. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to promote some pro yeah. a new product for ProTaper coming up, though. But we thank the folks from Vortex Racing for coming on, and Jake, and everything else. Uh, and we welcome our next guest here on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com <laughs> and Fly Racing. It is a former Supercross winner, factory rider, now working a, a real job, but making a comeback on an e-bike this weekend on an Alta. Welcome, Hill. How are you, man? Good. How's it going? Good, man. Thank you for coming on. Uh, I was just telling Eric that I'm not, I'm not too much into straight rhythm uh, uh, this year. No Stu Brothers and uh, no Roxon, but I am into watching you on this e-bike and how you're going to do. You're going to ride the 250 class. It's the most exciting thing about the event, I think. I can't wait, man. I heard Stuart was racing. Really? 
I okay. heard James is racing. I heard he's racing a two-stroke. Well, maybe so. Maybe that was happening. So then. Maybe that's just a rumor. I don't know. No, well. And then I think Pastrana posted something about somebody borrowing his his uh, five hundred for for uh, straight rhythm. So I've been kind of like connecting the dots and hoping that's what's going on. Well, maybe we I'm do just... too. Eric was saying that doesn't think it's going to happen with Stu on the RM five hundred, which would be epic. Hill, it would be uh, absolutely uh, epic. <laughs> I guess I'll be let down too, but I was hoping for it. <laughs> um, hey, so this Alta thing, we've seen the videos. They look awesome. You've been involved with it a little bit. Uh, Kurt Nickel just won an Enduro Cross uh, race on it. Eric Perinard here has been riding it. What's this thing like, man? Like, it looks good. It's, uh, man, I, I can't explain how fun it is. It's pretty much, That's what... it's like as, much, as hard as you want to ride, like you can ride it that way. Like you can go have a good time and mm-hmm. just go cruise around. They have like a plush setting and you just, you can basically be at a stop and then just twist the throttle and the bike just goes, and just jump over something. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's just such a crazy feeling. There's no like rotating mass really, like no big engine. So mm-hmm. you can turn like super tight too. So it's like. It's a big bike, and it feels like a big bike when you're, like, hitting a jump or you're going to come up short on something or, you know, it feels like a big bike, but then it turns so easy. It's kind of it's kind of strange. Like, if you're in a bank turn, like a dry slake bank turn, mm-hmm. like, you can turn below everybody else. It's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, it does. Uh, it seems it's going to be interesting. Like, it's heavy, but Chris Kiefer's been in here a bunch, and he's helped ride it. It doesn't feel heavy on the track. Like you no. said, no no rotating mass. Well, yeah, I mean, when it, the only time it really feels heavy is if you, like, come up short on something. Then you kind of feel the weight. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the, we're we're just trying to make it more like, uh, you know, a race bike as much as we can. Like, I think they're throwing some tie bolts on there, and they had, like, you know, steel foot pegs on there and just a couple other little things. So we're just – they're just chipping away at making it as light as they can for this race. And I mean, it's only at, like, 251 pounds, I think, is what they said it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of the crate, so I mean, it's not cool. really much more. Than, it's a little bit more than a, a gas-powered bike, but when they drop the weights on online and in magazines, that's always you know dry weight. Yeah. So you got to think when you add gas and oil and all that stuff, you're probably in the same ballpark. But things things way fun to ride. Yeah, so I bet, gonna man. Be, it's going to be cool to cool to see how we stack up against uh, you know good 250s. Because I've got a race around it, like with Mammoth and you know local tracks with with guys, and I feel like I can battle with them on the right tracks and be right in the mix, and, and don't seem to really mm-hmm. lose anything. Right. So I think it'll be, you know, I think we'll be right in the mix in straight rhythm. I'm hoping. That's that's cool. That's that's what I wanted to ask. Like, do you are you hoping anything out of the track? Like, because because. Like, I mean, can you win? Can you, like, can no. you, like, was well, that that's what I'm kind of wondering. I mean, obviously, Josh is a great rider. He just right. just won some main events in Stockholm, I think he was at it. And, and like, you know, it's not like we're going 20 laps. He works a real job. So that's right. not going to be a huge issue. But, like, are you wait, Are you hoping the whoops are going to be huge? Are you going to be yeah. at a disadvantage on the start? Like, what, what do you, are you hoping that will give you the best kind of shot at contending? Yeah. So, where's the bike work great? And maybe where doesn't it? Hill. Well, actually, what I gotta say is it turns. Like I think turns are its strong point. Like it. Yeah, but there's um, no turns. turns. <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's no turns at the straight but rhythm. I think, <laughs> I think it's gonna be good out of the gate. I think. Um, well, again, too, it's it's like a dropping starting gate. Mm-hmm. So kind of 
takes away, but it's really responsive, so that part's good. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be good coming over the walls. Um, it does. You can kind of tune the engine braking for however you want it. You know what I mean? If you want it to feel, uh, if you want to like add engine braking or take it away, like I mean, it, the whole thing is just programmed. Like mm-hmm. if I want it to have a, a ton of bottom end, we can program that. If I want it to go a little bit longer and not yeah. as much bottom end and kind of tune the power, it's all tunable. Like I could start with a with a traction control style mapping and then flick it up to full acceleration over a jump. So do you change and, gear? Wow. Do no, you change yeah. gearing or you just do it all No, no electric? gearing, right? Yeah. So there's well, a I mean, whatever, there's a 52 change, back there and you, you just can, leave it on no matter what. I don't know how that works. No, I mean we we can mess with gearing for sure. We're going to be messing with gearing. Like um yeah, that, that makes a big difference cuz there is no shifting gears. So we're right. going to be toying with gearing. Like I'm going to go out to I'm going to go out to Paul in the morning and go ride their straight rhythm track, and we're going to get to do a little bit of testing with WP, which I'm really excited about because we've gotten, you know, we've actually had Pro Circuit working with, with us a little bit, you know, and doing um, whatever they can. Bones has been helping out a ton, but it's like I think it'll be good to have, you know, WP go out there and get get to know the company a little bit, and and uh, I'm excited about it. So um, we'll get to, uh, we'll get the thing dialed in tomorrow, I'm hoping, and then, Get back in the office, and then I think I'm going to take Friday off too and go race. <laughs> back <laughs> in the cool. office. Cool. I don't want to like make any bold statements, but honestly, like I could see this. If this e-bike, it looks great. It, it's the best e-bike I think we've seen. These guys at Alta have killed it. Like Eric, do you see if in 20 years Honda having one, Yamaha having one? I mean, land closures are happening everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you can't ride bikes. To like- me, it's just the Tesla effect. Who would have guessed that the biggest, baddest luxury car today mm-hmm. is a Tesla 10 years ago? Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah, would yeah. have guessed that. So, I mean, once you know what's possible on, on, on a car and you've been riding the, the Alta, like I've been fortunate too, it's just, uh, I mean, I'm a squid, but I can tell you exactly the same thing as Josh is saying. It's just unbelievable. It's the most fun I had on a bike in the wrong time. Josh, do you see a time where this, we have e-bike racing and we have OEMs involved and things like that? Uh, for sure, I think there's, we're going to see e-bike racing. I, yep. Like, there's not a question of that. It's yep. just uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see you know what they do with uh, allowing it to race against displacement bikes. You know, like mm-hmm. where it's going to stack up, where it's going to fit, and I think that's why this is going to be a cool cool event to to see how it stacks up against the 250. Because right, you know, as right now, if you look at the look at the dyno charts and all that kind of stuff, and you ride it you can feel that it feels like a lights class bike. Mm-hmm. And I, so I, you know, I'm really curious to see it. But the thing is, is like the bike keeps surprising me too. Cause like if I, I took it the first time I rode it, like Hollister Hills OHV park, which right. has a little bit of a dirt bike track and trail riding. And right. I kind of, I went out and rode it. I'm like, yeah, this thing's, this thing's cool, man. This thing's fun. But mm-hmm. I didn't really take it quite serious probably because the track wasn't really serious. Right. And every time I've got on it, I've like kind of took it to a gnarlier track and a gnarlier track. Like the first time, the next time I took it out to Deegan's house and rode a little Danger Boys Supercross track because mm-hmm. I was thinking it'd be fun to ride a tame Supercross track. Sure, but then everything was super easy to jump. And I started thinking, oh, we should go try it on a real Supercross <laughs> track. And I hit some ramps, and then I took it to Paula and jumped like all the jumps at Paula. And uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, it just keeps surprising me every time I get on it. And the guys are working really hard over it also just to keep making it better. Yeah. It's like 
I'll I'll go ride the thing and then I'll give them feedback. I'm like, yeah, you need to change this. We need to do this. You know, make the power do this. Make it handle like the it, just you know just yeah, basic yeah. feedback you'd, you'd give a race team. Yeah. You know? And I come back in a month and they've literally listened to almost everything I've said and they just keep making it better. It's uh, it's pretty cool. I think they they're just there's new company. I think they started in like 2010, but they mm-hmm. get it. Like they're 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 figuring it out quick. That's for sure. But it's uh, yeah, I'm a little bit, I'm a little nervous because again, it's I really don't know where we stack up because mm-hmm. the power is a bit different and all that. And I think the sound messes with you a little bit too. Yeah, not not hearing because it right. Yeah, don't, sure. When you don't have it and you don't hear the bike screaming, maybe you don't think you're going as fast as you are. But then the thing has a speedometer on it, and you look down, and you're like, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, well, I didn't know I went 65 down straightaways all the time. It's got like, a speedometer. That's awesome. <laughs> it does. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I was talking to Jim Hawley in Vegas here. He brought you to Sweden. He said... Uh, yeah, Josh is probably the fastest guy there, but you know he works a job now and stuff. And it looked like by the by the third main, it it caught up to him a little bit. He's probably the fastest guy, but you know he's got a full time job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was actually stoked, man. Like uh, to get over there and go do some race, and I was all fired up. I think, I, I think when I used to ride and train all the time, I'd show up to the races and and I would maybe not ride as good as I did in practice because mm-hmm. I would maybe get like pressure or just like whatever. But when I got there did that race it was like i hadn't been practicing so i was like learning throughout the day and thinking about how i could go faster instead of like worried about what was going to happen if i lost mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> so yeah. like the, the first yeah like qualifying went awesome first main event second main event went awesome and then by the third one i was just toast like <laughs> i i hadn't probably done more than four laps in a row and like i, I actually i take that back i did a race in mexico and race Jared Steinke down there, and uh, it was like this. It's like a Mexican Supercross race. I don't, it's like it's kind of like a Supercross, but not really. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and that was a twenty lap main event at seventy five hundred feet altitude. Yeah. So I I guess the only time I've been doing laps is when I get behind a gate because mainly I'm just going like free riding and you know kind of doing some stuff with like axle and twitch and just yeah. you know, hanging out and having fun. So that, that yeah, my my bike has like the stiffest suspension you've ever felt on it just like in case i case something <laughs> yeah, big yeah. i don't like get hurt <laughs> so my bike's set up for impact not laps what uh, what kind of gear are you gonna wear yeah this weekend and what's your bike gonna look like what's the altar gonna look like uh we swapped it up a little bit but oh, yeah. uh the bike's gonna have a different color to it oh cool and uh i'm gonna be in i'm gonna be in fox gear okay and uh yeah I, i'm gonna run the Alp- run alpine star boots still just because i I just love the boots and my my ankle. I'm just I'm really picky with them, and that's that's what I've been running. Right, right. But yeah, Fox getting me all kitted out. I'm excited Sweet. about that. It's always I haven't had fresh gear in a while, and so I went to Sweden <laughs> and raced that race. Uh, Vortex Racing bringing you uh, Josh Hill on the show talking about the Alta bike uh, debuting this weekend in a race at the uh, at the Red Bull Straight Rhythm. So uh, should be interesting. Uh, let's get some phone calls here for you, Josh. Uh, first up is. Uh, Choppy's been on hold for a while. What's up, Choppy? You got a question for Josh Hill? I sure do. Uh, I got a couple questions, but I'll just compress them. I know you're, like, running late. Um, He already answered the question about power curve. An electric motor has all its torque at zero RPM. You can't beat that with anything else. Also, it does have rotating mass, but the spindle center line is mounted at center of mass so that it doesn't feel like it has it. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. <clears throat> and then uh, just uh, the 
the motor itself, is that proprietary to Alta, or is it an Agni? Do you know, Josh? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I think it's something that they came up with. I, I actually, yeah, I couldn't tell you that one. Yeah. I, don't know. I just I got on it. I wanted to go free riding some, in some places where I probably shouldn't have been riding, so I hit them up. And uh, <laughs> pretty much since then, I've been just riding the thing. I haven't asked too many questions. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, it's, it's going to be an unfair advantage when it starts to catch on, like the four strokes. You thought they were dogs at first, but materials technology and technology itself caught up, and it just... Yeah, it's going to be interesting uh, in people, 10 years or something. Some what, people can well, ride it, sounds, it, you know. Some it sounds like I need to, like, it. get this guy's number and call him and ask him questions. <laughs> yeah. Josh, this, got some, this Choppy, some you remember Choppy. Oh, okay, Choppy, what's happening, man? It's okay, Choppy. Everyone knows Choppy. Um, <laughs> uh, no, hey, honestly, you're choppy. Like we just talked about, like in 10 years, where are we going to be at? This should be interesting because we're losing it's land. Come in. It's going to, it's, yep. this is a toe in the door, bro. It's a toe in the door. Toe in the dough. Listen to people's, listen to a camel toe in the door. Uh huh. Just listen to people's reactions to when you talk electric bike, they, they, they hiss and reel backwards like a, like a, frightened uh. creature because <laughs> it's like this it it's a it's a curse word right now but yeah, it's gonna sure. get it's gonna get critical mass and it's gonna get to the point like four strokes did <laughs> it's gonna be I like think, the audi quattro your local, all your torque at zero your rpm track, if, uh, if he didn't have acceleration curve and the plush setting and the button and shit that thing would be uncontrollable well cool thanks choppy thanks for calling man hey man i just want to i'm sorry didn't mean to rob the show no it's all right love you josh yeah peace bro <laughs> Good talking to you. Uh, Choppy's a believer. Yeah, Choppy's a believer. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Love the show. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Um, Yeah, it's going to, you know, land closures, loud bikes, expensive. Well, the Alta is expensive. That's one thing. That's my big worry. 15 grand. 15 grand. But, you know, once again, the price will go down. Yeah. I mean, that. Well, know, and look, you don't have to change the oil. You don't have to change the yeah. filter. You don't have to do all this basic maintenance. And then that's like another big thing for me because I suck <laughs> at being a mechanic. <laughs> if you've seen my bike, that I, you would you'd be scared just to go hit a little jump, let alone like, I, I'll go to hit something and I'll be like, oh, I should check my spokes first. Then I'll check them. They're like about to fall out. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, All right. Hey, Mason, you got a question for Josh? Yeah. Um, hey. Does this, like, go as fast as your Kawasaki does? Is my Kawasaki 450? Yeah, like, comparing it. No, it's a 250. Yeah, no, it's it's not as, it's not as fast as my Kawasaki 450, but when I rode up against uh, some friends' Kawasaki 250s, it was surprisingly close. Um, the last time I went to the track with it and rode laps, I was at Club Moto, and then my buddy had a brand-new... 2016 KX250, and I mean, it was pretty, pretty close. Some jumps were easier to jump on the Alta, and some jumps were easier to jump on the, the Cowie, like kind of the more long distance, wide open, uh, top speed style jumps. Mm-hmm. But anything before fourth gear seemed easier on the on the uh, Alta. Cool. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Mason. Um, uh, it's going to be, um, have you had some buddies of yours, Josh, some guys that are contracted with other factories, uh, ride the thing, and ask you, hey, can I take this thing? Not too many people. Um, I'd love to see, like, yeah. I've had, had, like, a lot of, like, local buddies, and uh, I had my buddy Jared Blevins, who's a local pro up in NorCal, ride it. He was 
surprised. Mm-hmm. I let Deegan ride it, but Deegan was like really busy testing his truck, um, <laughs> and he had like a he had like his full like truck racing leathers and and uh, full or like shield helmet riding. It's pretty funny to watch. But uh, I mean, he was kind of surprised with it too. But I mean, he yeah, it was, he didn't get, um, get real used to it. Just a couple laps. But so, I, I, everybody that rides it's like blown away with it. Uh, Eric, like forty minutes on a charge on the most aggressive setting. Or? For for Josh, it might be less. Yeah. But for the, the slower you go, yep. it can be a more. And if you go trail riding, it can be two and a half hours. Oh, up to two and a half. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. yeah. What if all like sudden, if, on, if I went out just if I went out just free riding. I think I would outlast, like, just free riding, you know, finding jumps, putting around, and then, just, you know, and then gassing it to hit a big jump. Like, if I went riding with, like, Twitch or Axel, those guys, I think I would outlast them with a tank of gas. Hmm. Like, I think I would outlast their tank of gas with this bike. But 90% of with, the riders will get tired before yeah, the before battery the bike, runs yeah. out. Um, what's what, the recharge time? Like, like if you have a bunch of of motos back-to-back at Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Are we changing up batteries, or are we going to no, be good? <laughs> I mean, Josh will answer that, but really, there's 45 minutes. It takes two and a half hours to charge the bike. Oh, okay. uh, Josh Hill, he's, from, he's, he's from stranded. Dead. His battery's dead. Yeah, he can't make it. He can't make the race. <laughs> I, I think it takes two and a half hours from, from full dead, um, you know, from like 0% back up to 100. But pretty much even when you go riding, like I've never ridden the bike all the way to 0%. So... I mean, normally if, it, if I drop to like 50% and like, you know, and that'll probably happen in like, you know, eight to 10 laps, mm-hmm. it'll drop down to about 50%. And then it probably takes another 45 minutes. If, if you have an hour between, you can pretty much let the battery cool all the way down, have it be recharged and go back out. And it's, yeah, about an hour. And then you'll, you'll be you'll be back ready to go, and the bike will feel the same as when you first got there. Hmm. Interesting. Another question for you, Brian. What's up, man? You got a question for Josh Hill? Fellas, good evening. Hope all is well. Yeah, it's good, man. How are you? Good, good, good. Okay, Josh. Here's what I want to know. Take me through the process of how you got picked to do this. Maybe over somebody else, or or what the process was like. Because the reason I ask that is, <laughs> I mean, I've got to be honest. Being a blind person, this is not fun for me because I rely on sound for motocross. For motocross. But I'm wondering, <laughs> and, and it's really hard for me to root for this, unfortunately, and I'm thinking, dang it, why do they have to get somebody likable on this, self-struggle, you know, on this to, to try to do this? Because I can't root for this. But how did you get How you did you get it? Start screaming when you're riding out there, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the thing is, you might hear some good commentary during battles. Let's say, if these things catch on and you race your buddies, but um, right. I got I got involved in it. Basically, I was I was living in San Clemente at the time, and uh, me and my buddy Dylan were going out and and riding in places that we would ride out there and kind of think, way we probably shouldn't be here," and um, it, we'd always be kind of worried, like uh, you know, on the way home if we're going to get pulled over or something like that. But it was like mm-hmm. kind of like a gray area, riding area. So I was thinking, man, it'd be so cool to get an electric bike where I could just go ride these trails and go cut these new trails and these, these luscious hills that nobody's been riding in. And then I just started looking, and I was looking at, you know, zero was what came to mind. I just started searching the Internet. I seen this Alta from a, uh, like a motorcycle show. There was a picture of it on the Internet. And so I, like, hit their customer service email and, like, sent them an email, and they didn't get back to me. And then I, like, sent them a DM on Instagram 
and like I found their Instagram, they didn't get back to me. And then I finally, I just posted a picture of the bike and like, yeah, photo, like took like a Snapchat, uh, how you can like write the numbers on it, like put 75 on it, like screenshot yeah, yeah. it, put 75 on right. it, and posted it on, on the internet, just kind of trying to get their attention and it worked. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they thought they hit wow. me back and I was headed up for San Francisco Supercross or Santa Clara Supercross and just mm-hmm. like hit them up to go play around on the bike, uh, the day after. So that's that's how I got linked up with them, and then we we met up and seemed to get along. And I liked the bike, so we just kind of kept in contact. Like like honestly, it's really just been a hobby of mine riding the bike, and then we had this opportunity. Hmm. So right, so this has been cool. going on for quite. This has been kind of in the works for quite a while. Yeah, I mean, I it for the first time in I think April was the let's, first time I rode yeah. the bike. Let's get Kiefer. Wow. Let's get Kiefer and Josh Hill e-bike battle. Yeah, to the we'll double dang it. Yeah. We'll double yep. dang it because it's a cool story, man. With double dang it, I hate rooting against this. Yeah, you'll never hear it, Brian. You'll 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 just nope. have to just trust somebody when they tell you that he'll he'll win by. It'll be it'll have to be Wygant. <laughs> Can I trust that guy? Yeah, I don't know, man. Do not trust Wygant. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling. I mean, if, if Thank there's, you. No, there's no gas-powered bikes on the track. You can hear it. You know, but if you're riding and there's, uh, you know, you a 250F or a 450 yeah. next to you, you're not hearing it. But if it's like dead quiet, you can hear it. You yeah, can you hear can. It like you're, you can. Like yeah, it's like a, yeah, like a chain. It's like a gnarly RC right, car. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh man, it's gonna be cool. Like I said, I'm looking for this is the I'm this is the reason I'm gonna tune in the straight rhythm this weekend. I want to see how Josh does on this e bike. I think it's cool, and I'm, I think it might be the future down the road, man. Absolutely. So. Um, AltaMotors.com. Well, don't let my don't let my retired, washed up riding, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. I, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Like well, I don't. I haven't got to ride this thing really that much. Like I've probably only ridden it like seven, eight times. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I'm just trying to get the the best judge of where we're at with it. So I think, hey, go race it. Now you're good enough. I think you'll you'll, you'll be all right. You just did well in Sweden. Did they so. get you a practice bike, or we just we just got one bike here we're working on? <laughs> I think they're bringing a couple down. They're going to be down here all week, and I'm just going to sneak, yeah, you know, sneak take out in the afternoon. Take some vacation days this week and get tuned up. Yeah, I've been taking a lot of those, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure the uh, – I can see the dirt shark and everybody down there just real cracking the whip on days off. Uh, <laughs> that monster. Actually, actually, that's, that's the dude cracking the whip on days off. That's my boss so much. Bro, you're fine. <laughs> you're Josh Hill. You're fine. Just tell me about testing. Athlete relations, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, hey, man, well, thank you. Uh, thanks for joining the show, Vortex Racing, to bring you Josh Hill. Uh, Eric's uh, excited about it. I'm excited about it. And uh, it should be great, man. Yeah, I can't wait. So, thank you. Cool. Thanks for having me on. All right. Talk to you soon. See ya. All right. See ya. Josh Hill, everybody, on the Alta Motors this weekend. Be good. I'm excited. I, th- I think it adds some news to the event that otherwise doesn't, you know, yeah. it's not, there's yeah. not a ton of news why don't around we, it. This why don't weekend. we do this? Ditch the KJSC. I'm not down with those kids. Ditch those things. Get an e-bike. E-bike race. I disagree with that. Because oh, Pro Taper's <laughs> on the uh, KJSC program? Yeah, I get 15, Let's get, 15 it's gonna new be, customers it's gonna be every difficult. week with that. It's Let's get Glover difficult. and Wardy and oh, RJ on we e-bikes. Did that, we did that in 2008 at Minimoto. We, we had... Figures Eric did it already. <laughs> yeah, Eric probably knows. He's had the I, I e-bike class. I promoted the first electric yeah. bike race in 2008. We had Emig, Tortelli, Jimmy Lewis. I mean, we had like really? eight, eight zeros on this? the line. Oh, I didn't know And it was, it was kind of like... Uh, 
A dud. Yeah, it was it, kind of like intermission because yeah. there's no noise. Yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, it's a matter of time. Things. Once again, we need to work towards the future. Yep. And uh, I think that that solves so many problems of ours to ever. And you know, once again, we're talking about the lack of leadership. Bikes should be quieter. Yeah. Bikes should have been quieter for the last 20 years, but yep. nobody cares. Yep. No. And now lands are being. I mean, tracks are being closed everywhere. Land is more difficult to get. Yeah. We, we get what we deserve. Yeah, I know. Sometimes you're yeah. right. All right, we're going to take a commercial break here. Are you, are you leaving? I'm afraid you're I'm out of here. To. Wow, that's all right. Well, I enjoy our time. We, got, we had three and a half uh, hours with thanks you. Thanks so. to all the fans. It's awesome to be here. And uh, you guys, you go and keep riding. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. And uh, 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 Lil, coming up in a couple weeks, you'll be involved with that. Junior Moto X, you got a date for that? Yeah, the weekend after Las Vegas. So okay. We'll be same. Oklahoma. Like, uh, yep. uh, I think it's going to be May 11, 12, 13. Okay. So, and yeah, it's going to be bigger again. Perfect. Awesome. Look forward to that. Eric Perinard, everybody. Paul Barabinos is sticking around, though. And we got a few more segments coming up, and uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be enjoying ourselves here. Uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We'll be right back. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then... And flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, I definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs, 
you need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha's own Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it. It's unsprung weight. So uh, 
when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking, and uh, that's not to mention their their casing technology, but just the the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have it, Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within usually safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility notice how we said usually the all-new line of atlas braces are 20 percent lighter have three times more suspension in them maintain the much needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less the experience speaks for itself the only thing left to do is join rv Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Anders Schwartz? Then listen up. 
you can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Paul BMX show. It's fantasy. Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. Open your eyes. Look up to the skies and see. Easy come, easy go 
BTOsports.com and uh, Fly Racing. Bohemian Rhapsody, courtesy of Erica Carabinos. Because, Paul, we already covered that you don't really care about music. No. Like, you good. don't have, like, yeah, you're not a music guy. I don't have a go-to. Yeah, Blame. you're just like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Oh, this is pretty good, though. Can't beat this. Hard to beat this. Classic. Can you do the fandango? Thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo, Galileo, such a, Galileo, such a, what, What's the fandango? I don't know. Is that where they maybe, got the name for that maybe movie? Knows. Movie app? It, I would think so. But honestly, like, what a unique song. What a phenomenally unique song. This would never make it in 2016 if you released this. People would be like, yeah, no. You know, so... Wayne's World. Everyone thinks of Wayne's World too. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the light truck and SUV market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes for the enthusiast marketplace and all sorts of different trucks. Design engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design and source worldwide. 
uh, 16 through 22 inch diameters, 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, gear alloy wheel style is there for you. 20 different styles. Of course, the NFAB uh, gear alloy um, uh, off-road team, NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC team. They run gear alloy helmets, gearalloy.com. Get your truck in gear. So good, the song is so good. Uh, so this is the gear alloy cold call, everybody. And like I said, I don't need to worry about uh, uh, anybody telling or Berluti finding out. Berluti has no internet. He has no smartphone. He still has a flip phone. There's zero chance Berluti's listening. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, so we're going to call Tony Berluti because Parabinos, he's a legendary mechanic. Legendary. Been doing it long time. Just a silver fox of mechanics. <laughs> and uh, he was back this weekend for MCR. Shows up and he wins. Right? Drops the mic. Let's So, so let's see... Uh, Let's call Tony Berluti, Gear Ally Cold Call, and uh, find out what he's doing here. All right, here we go. Cold calling people. It's called the Gear, gear Ally Cold Call. Get your trucking gear. I feel like there's 50-50 that he picked He's up. picking up. He's picking up. He's not doing anything right now. Hi, yes, it's Jagger home, please. You might have jinxed yourself. Let's no. see if he answers the Gear Ally Cold Call. Could be with a chick. Hello. Berluti. Steve, what's happening, dude? You're on the air on the Pulp Mech Show, bro. How are you? Oh, right on. That's a strange-looking number. I've seen that. Um, what are you doing? How's it going? Oh, good, good. Yeah, I just got done watching a little bit of football and just kind of chilling. Um, Paul Parabinos is in studio with me from uh, Pro hey, Taper. Paul. How you doing? What up, Berluti? How are you? Very um, well. Thank you. Now, I didn't see this. I didn't know anything about this. But Pookie told me Berluti's working for Moto Concepts at the Monster <laughs> Cup. Berluti, are you back? Well, are you back? You, dude? I, yeah, I was back for a day. What uh, Took him to the win. Yeah, well, you, you work for McAdoo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. What a great kid. Dude, yeah. comes back, dusts off the <laughs> wrenches, just like Huff Daddy. Just like Huff Daddy, taking the win. Yeah, that was it. Was fun. Good so, stuff. how yeah. did that happen? How, how, Tony called you. Genova called. Who, who called you? Yeah, um, I got a text just out of the blue, and I wasn't even sure exactly who it was. You know, and they said, "Hey, how would you would you, be, would you like to do the Monster Cup or something?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that sounds like that'd be fun." Just kind of joking. I wasn't even sure who it was, <laughs> and then, uh, then I realized it was Tony. You know, and then. Uh, we just kind of corresponded back and forth, and uh, I guess uh, Mike, you know, Genova asked him, say, hey, see what Berluti's doing. He lives in Vegas. Why don't you hit him up? We need an extra mechanic. Oh, they didn't call me? That's odd. <laughs> oh, I, think you were, I think you were the second guy. I was next. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, so you're like, hey, I'll come out. I'll, uh, you know, I'll run the board. I'll work on the bike, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was uh yeah, it was really easy for me. I'm not going to lie. Those guys, you know, he's got a hell of a team, you know, and mm-hmm. he's got a couple young kids, you know, in his crew, and, and they're they're awesome. They do a really, really, really good job. And uh, they had the bike pretty much, you know, prepped, and then uh, it was just up to me to go there. I went there on uh, Friday and helped out, and they did a little press day function and just pretty much simple for me just to, yeah. you know, keep it, keep it clean and, you know, make sure that that's where – Loose? No. <laughs> Make righty tidy left. Right, you know? right. Ah, you know, uh, Paul, just come out to the Monster Cup, just win a race, Paul, and then uh, I'm, ba- I'm back in retirement now. 
Well, let's let's face it, Steve. Uh, that was just kind of a lucky draw. I mean, they they placed me with with him, you know, and uh, it just worked out. You know, I'm very fortunate. You know, did you did it at all? Get your uh, get your juices flowing, Berlut, to get back into the game. You know, Steve, I love it. I just the travel and it's yeah, it was fun. I mean, that was really cool, and yeah, it's always fun winning. I mean, you right. know, you're part of the winning winning effort. You know, I mean, like I said, uh, all all his crew. I mean, Alessi's program's pretty solid. I, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I know he gets a bad rap and whatnot, but. Those guys, uh, those guys. He does a really good job, and, and Tony, I think, is kind of ahead of his curve as far as his thinking and stuff. He Listen to me. Mm-hmm. What's that? <laughs> Tony's on the line. Listen to me. <laughs> You're out of your mind, dude. <laughs> hey, for example, he went and built like a um, where practice start. I know where you're getting. Kids. Did you hear about that? I saw it on Instagram. And I was like, because oh, I seen a did. bunch, a bunch of people had one. Tony's looked the most, um, Sano? the most, yeah. no, the most close to what they actually yeah. start on. Right. Like he went all out. Oh, no kidding. Oh, <clears throat> I thought he might've been the only one to think about that and pull that off. Yeah. He had actually had the, uh, you know, perforated steel or whatever, you know, that steel grating on, uh, you know, he, he ran that and everything on his, on his deal. So, I mean, so the guys really had a, yeah. a good chance. I mean, so Tony's always thinking, you know, he's, he's on it, you know, it's, he, he's surprising, you know? Uh, that's I awesome. Think. I wish I would have came by to saw you. I didn't know. I would have came by. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm wondering, Mathis. I'm, when I saw Pookie at the end of the day, and I go, you know, where's Mathis? You know, or where's your husband? And uh, so, shit, you don't even come by and say hi or nothing or what's well, your deal? Kind of banned from that truck. I can't come by there. I don't think they like me that much, you know? So, Wait, when did you get banned from them? I don't know. Probably sometime or another. I forgot. <laughs> um, was it Genova or was it Tony? I think they both banned me at separate times. I, sometimes I'm good with one and bad with the other and vice versa. I can't keep track. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, is it true that the kid's going to give you the truck? Is that true? No, um, but I did hear that I was going to get one of the rear wheels. <laughs> was, that's your percentage. Tony Berluti Tony on the Gear Alloy cold call, uh, taking Cameron McAdoo to the win on the MCR bike. You know, Kiefer rode that bike the, on Thursday at the track and was pumped on the motor. Said it had a really good motor package. Yeah, you know, I don't, I'm not even familiar with the, the motor builder, um, but it's XPR racing engines and uh the guy obviously does a pretty good job, and, you know, me just kind of cruising around riding it, you know, after you wash it and stuff. The thing felt pretty strong. It felt good to me. Oh, I mean, shit. Obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously, I'm not riding around the track. Yeah. but uh, yeah. <clears throat> And guess what? What? It's got Race Tech suspension on it. Oh, I know. Also, you know? Oh, yeah, Race yeah. Tech. FMF, too. FMF Racing, yeah. Race Tech suspension. No, no, Hot not camps. FMF. I'm sorry. I can't go there. Oh, they don't, they don't use FMF anymore. Did I, did I miss out on that? Oh. Uh, well, it's got it had Yosha on it. Oh, it so, did. Okay. Sorry, right. yeah. I will just say it as MF, anyways. I was trying to get in a good plug there. No, know? thank you. The race tech, race tech. dot com. <laughs> um, no, and we never really had a mess with it. The guy, I guess, Cameron's very happy with the suspension. Okay. So two, obviously, race tech is doing a really good job over there. Two questions for you. Sure. Did, did you dust off clear glasses? No, I never ran glasses. You know, it was funny with that start thing. He didn't go up there, um, but yeah. Well, you yeah, went. in time, yeah. in time practice, I stayed down there in the mechanics area and just wore my wore my sunnies, my Oakley sun sunglasses, and mm-hmm. then uh, 
And then the kid goes, you know, I, I'd really rather have you up there on the starting gate so you can dust off and give me a drink of water. Soothing voice of Tony Berluti. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I didn't have a lot to say to him. Talked to him and just kept him loose, you know, and bullshitted with him before the, you know, before things started yeah, yeah. happening. I, you yeah. know. But it was his request, and I asked Tony if that was okay with him, and he said, yeah. So he didn't really have anybody in the uh, – his big thing, Cameron's big thing was – it's only a six-lap sprint. I don't need. I don't think I'm going to really need um, lap time and stuff. I know what to do. I just got to mm-hmm. go do it. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, the yeah. calming voice of Berluti helped him because yeah, I'm sure I mean. the kid was nervous. It was a big deal for him. Berluti, but for this race, for Tony, it's Berluti probably enough. thought back to like, what did I tell Huffy in '94? Ah, oh, he was just shooting <laughs> and the he, shit. Yeah, and I'm going to do the same thing. <laughs> um, did you? Okay, second question. What about okay. the fanny? What about the fanny pack? Does it still fit? Which one did you use? Was it dusty? Yeah, you know, actually, it was dirty, and I did clean it off uh, the day before. But the fanny pack is what I use, and uh, yeah, He's I back. went through it, make sure yeah. I seen what was in there in case I needed. <laughs> yeah, you're like, did I take any tools out of here or what? Right? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm probably the only one down there with a the fanny pack, you know. But uh, <laughs> anyway, that's awesome, that dude. I'm, cool. I'm pumped. That's so cool. That's great. Yeah, for sure. Right, sure. It, was, it was a good time. But and it, and they paid you good money. Like it was, you don't got to tell us, but it was a good worth your time. It was two days of work. Or yeah, it was, very, it was very well worth my time. Like uh, you know, Genova is a class act. I mean, his whole deal. And hey, here's something that's really blew my mind is hmm. Genova. I mean, all the girls, like Genova's wife, they're all help tearing down the tent and shit at the end of the night. Where have you ever seen that? <laughs> no, you don't. You really don't. No. I saw DV Hell take no. the tent down around contract time. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time he would take the tent down. Um, well, I've never seen really riders do it. But, never mind wives. And, but yeah. owners' wives? Yeah. Shit? No. Did wow. you meet any Pulp Show fans? Um... You know what? I I don't know if they don't come. Maybe they're scared to come around uh, the Mortal Kombat team too. I didn't. I, unfortunately, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. uh, There's serious uh, shit going on with those guys. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, I love your sound drops, dude. Well, we got to fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have the tickle? Do we have the fifty percent tickle? <laughs> Go ahead. For a fucking tickle. <laughs> <laughs> That's yours, Berlute. Oh, I hear you. For it's a your, fucking tickle. For a yeah. fucking tickle. That's yours. Who, dude? What the fuck? You, <laughs> you drop an app uh, What's the other one? What's That's kind of gay. Poontoon? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Mathis. Oh, Berlute. It's awesome. You're back, bro. You're back. Um, I'm back, dude. Uh, comes in, gets the wind, drops the wrench, walks off. That's it. I'm done. My work <laughs> yep, is done. Drop. Um, yep. Hey, well, sure. hey, thanks, uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for picking up, Berluda. Appreciate it. Congrats on everything. That's awesome. Hey, thanks, dude. Yeah. Let me just say um, thanks for thanks to the crew, Nick, Aaron, John, Cooler. You know those guys. You know were really cool. They didn't. You know they made me feel comfortable. I really enjoyed it. You know, and obviously thanks to to Mike and Tony and, you know, even, uh, you know, even the other writers, Freeze and Mike and mm-hmm. everybody, they just were really cool to me. So that's cool. It yeah. was a fun deal. And, uh, yeah, right. it was good talking to you. Thanks for calling me. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, we'll get you back in here soon coming up on a Monday night. No doubt. So sounds, sounds great. Awesome. Thanks yeah. Berlute. All right. Take care of math. We'll see you, uh, Paul. See you man. All right. Later for so- a fucking tickle. <laughs> <laughs> good dude.
Yeah, yeah, good dude. He's back. Gets the win. That's awesome. Yeah, that's probably fun for him. Yeah, gear out like cold call. Get your truck in gear. Speaking of trucks, uh, Parabinos, you said, hey, are you going to come get me at the Encore where you're staying? Oh, at the hotel you're staying at? And then you said, uh, I want to see the new Ridgeline. Yeah. You got the new Ridgeline. It uh, was a very nice ride over here, Steve. And, uh, and you said, your dad? Wants a ridge line. He does. Oh, your dad's a top He wants a ridge line. Ridge line. He's a hockey fan. Oh, you can have him in here. Never mind you. Yeah, kick me out. Yeah. Uh, if you want a truck and want a hell of a deal on a ridge line or any Honda vehicle, uh, please go down to Honda World uh, where the 5 Freeway and 605 meet. Over 1,000 new Hondas in stock, over 100 used cars. They'll give you the best deal they can. Uh, a guy drove down and bought a Black Edition ridge line a few weeks ago, and uh, he said the experience was great. So it's awesome to have the support of the Honda World guys. And uh, you guys, if you're looking for a Honda, uh, please check them out. They'll beat any price you can get. And, uh, and Pulp MX listeners get a free first-time oil change if they drive a honda make an appointment mention pulp mx free oil change first time oil change pretty good uh honda ridgeline great truck outside sponsor steve i'm gonna put some gear alloy rims on the honda ridgeline which you say keep them 18s stock is best leave it alone dude no one in the motocross industry has stock wheels on their truck i do okay besides you oh i mean besides paul barabino's I just don't see why you need them. They look cool. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Sounds gay. <laughs> <laughs> Paul was waiting for that drop all yeah, night long. That's what I wanted. That's what he wanted all night long. And by the way, Paul Barabino is brought to you by Pro Taper, uh, Vortex Racing, and also Roost MX. The Pulp Nation saves you 20% at Roost MX, 48-hour turnaround from those guys. They make the Rock River uh, Yamaha bikes. And, you're Paul, you're more up on these guys than I am. Uh and I can never say this kid's name right. The Ooh. cycle trader, Rock River t- kid. Uh, you the, the, the new kid? Yeah, Lorenzo Lacurcio. 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 I think. What'd you think of him? I. Now again, you're no more than I do. I was a little underwhelmed because he's racing pro. I was underwhelmed too. And okay. And, yeah. Just maybe nervous or whatever, but yeah. That's. I honestly think that was a big deal for a lot of those kids. Is why I was over- underwhelmed. I think a lot of them kind of caved under the under the pressure of kind of being in the big stage there right. and. Um, and uh, yeah, you never know how you're going to act. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, because he, he's a good rider and he lives at MTF and he's tuned up on Supercross and he's got experience, he should have been at the front. And there's no excuse. Um, RoostMX.net, uh, whole Pulp Nation section on the website, custom graphics, t shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. Like I said, 48 hour turn on RoostMX.net. We thank those guys. Honda World also. And. Uh, uh, w Wheels, W Wheels, official wheels of the JGR guys and the KTM Red Bull people. If you need something from W Wheels, please call, mention Pulp MX. They'll give you a discount for a new wheel set, freshen up your bike or vintage stuff. Also, they're killing it on that. Atlas neck brace. Uh, Jason Anderson wore an Atlas neck brace when he got landed on across the nations, and the Atlas brace saved him. I'm just going to go with that. Atlasbrace.com. And also, too, Guts Racing. Was Guts uh, on board with PC when you were there? No, no. Seafoam seat bases? Okay. I don't um, think so. Uh, official uh, seafoam seat base of the Monster Energy Pro Circuit, guys. Uh, the carbon seat bases, too, if you're a real baller. You can get that. And uh, GutsRacing.com. All of our guys, you have discounts going on. Two under the best men's underwear out there. Whatever it is. Sponsored deals on PulpMXShow.com will get you set. Uh, Jeremy Albrecht, Josh Hill, Eric Perinard, all on board. Cameron McAdoo has been on the show. Uh, Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper here. Paul, what is... um. What's up with Pro Taper? Uh, you guys not kind of knocked it out of the park with your micro bar, micro grips. Uh, that's now the KJSC ha- runs them as standard, and I understand from a couple of your competitors that they're that those are selling well. 
you guys yeah. did a good job with this. I, th- I think it's a it, it was a cool idea for sure and i and it spawned a whole another idea in my in my head is to make a new product line within pro taper so now um basically everything everything that it, that i already make for a i shouldn't say i that pro taper makes for a 50 or a 65 is mm-hmm. now going to be branded micro um, and we're creating more specific products that are specific to 50 and, C- and 65 cc riders. You know, I think I think most the kind of the industry way, I guess, is you make something for a 450 or a 250, yeah. you dumb it down for a mini bike, and uh-huh. I, I really want to reverse it and 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 cater yeah. to it's a it's a huge customer base that people I don't think are catering to at least in, at least in my in, in my area and yeah. and you know hard part area yeah. so. Um, yeah, it's, it's doing well. We, uh, we got new bar bends coming out. Um, the micro bar now comes stock on all Cobra fifties. Yeah. That's so, a cool deal. So for that's you. a cool thing. Um, how does that work? Like without getting into specifics, they buy it from you right. and we make a royalty and you make a royalty. Right. Okay. And then is that something where Cobra would put a bid out to different bar companies or you got to, they go after you, you go after them. How does that work? Like, and, and. Even for the OEM bikes, like uh, I think in the situation of Cobra, it was uh, it was mutual. Mutual. I was going after them, and I think they were okay. they they heard about it and they were interested too. And I kind of I, I went and talked to them at Mini O's, yep. and so they were super interested in it. And then that that is my my goal is uh, to go forward with that. Is I, I'd like to see it on on everybody's fifty and and you know sixty five yeah. or at least their fifties. But uh, like Eric said earlier, people are very resistant to change, and change is slow slow to happen. But um, the the encouraging thing for me is anybody that's ever tried a microbar, a kid, he he refuses to ride with his old setup. Mm-hmm. So it, it it really is getting people to try it for the first time, and that's wow. what what KJSC does for me is we get fifteen unique customers at every single round yeah. that get a chance to have try you, it without having to buy. Have it. you talked to some of those parents that are like, "Oh my god, this is great!" Like, yeah, yeah. and so many of the riders are are just like, "Oh, I can control the bike better. I'm not yeah. so sketchy. I don't get as tired." It's, and I told you this before. It's amazing that nobody thought of this before. I I, 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 I know I, when you, it's like Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> like Kool-Aid's really good and you're like, wow. Who ever thought of this? Kool-Aid's a good sugar water. It's like yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh so okay. And then uh, what else is going on, Pro Tipper? You got um, the Rockstar Husky guys, you got worldwide husky branding coming up at some point. You have Geico Honda yeah. uh, going on. Yeah, and then uh I'm in talks with a couple other teams. We'll see if Are you getting flooded right now? Are you just getting um, flooded? No, not no? that bad really. I think it's like I said, it, usually it's you know it's figure out what bike you're going to ride, figure out what apparel you're going to use, and then Pro Taper comes after that. Okay, and, yeah. And everything's late, you yeah. know, like it's getting later and later every year it seems. So, um, so yeah, there's that. And then uh, the other thing that we have is in November one we're launching a new um, a revamped sprocket line. So uh, when I came to Pro Taper, I didn't feel the rear sprockets were uh, up to my standards. I guess my personal standards. I've you know. No, I like the way they look. They look like the old AFAM works Honda sprocket. Yeah, as far as the look and the window pattern of them, yes. Yeah. But um, I really wanted to improve the product and, and make it better. So we have uh, new machining techniques. And we're now machining the front and the back of the sprocket, which is a lot of companies don't do because that's an extra process that mm-hmm. adds time and money to your product. And um, uh, our black sprocket is using a hard coat now instead of just a cosmetic anodized, which really helps with um, long with, with, with wear. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not so much the material, it's the coating. Um, I have new pack. Packaging. Um, we're packaging the 50 and the 65 cc sprockets specific for micro, so they're getting a smaller clamshell. So we're not putting a tiny little 40 tooth sprocket yeah. in a clamshell that yeah, takes yeah. a 54 tooth 450 sprocket that looks yeah. dumb. 
um, and we have colors now. So we've only ever had black and magnesium in the past. I've gotten rid of magnesium, and now we have black, uh, red, blue, green, and orange. Oh, and, magnesium uh, color's good. Yeah, the, the sales of magnesium color oh, wasn't good. It looks good. factory. It looks works-ish. Well, works look at my sales report. <laughs> I don't care about your sales report. Um, hey, and then, you know, one of the hardest parts of your job, and this goes, too, like with the guys at Vortex Racing, the same thing. Saying no to these people, like privateers and teams, right? Like it's tough. They're yeah. like, "Hey, I need bars and sprockets." You're like, "Man, I just..." It's that's the shit part it too. Is, and, yeah. and everybody thinks, "Oh, I can just give everything away and yep. it's easy." But I do have to say no a lot. And 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 every year budgets change, and that's that's the the biggest thing. And you know, there's there's not a lot of growth forecast in our industry as a whole at mm-hmm. all. So we have to prepare for the future and make sure the brand is staying profitable and we're doing the correct things. And, and that means I have a budget I have to adhere to. And if, and if I go over budget, it's my assets on the line. So <laughs> I, I, I unfortunately have to tell people no, yeah. but I'm like, Hey, like if That'd I'm giving you part. stuff, yeah. I'm putting my job in yeah. danger. So like, yeah, it's, no, it'd be it's the hardest part for me because I want to be, I want to help privateers out. Yeah, and you do. And dudes, you know, it's but. tough. Like you gotta, I gotta figure out where it, the best way to spend the money is if, do I advertise? Do I give them out more product? Do I, you know, place ads? Do I advertise on a janky radio show? Yeah. yeah. Who knows what the right yeah. thing to do is. Doom you know, Goon could use uh, bars, a few bars. For his, <laughs> We're for going to have to stock him up before he goes to Maryland to, before this, this backflick escapade. Are you ready for this thing? Absolutely. We got a date and everything. I know. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, uh, we're going to get to uh, to that and much more here on the show. Um, Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper in. Uh, um, and so, hey, uh, handlebar sales. What do you see? What's the pro teams are using oversized bar with uh, a crossbar, right? Uh, pro teams are using both. So but mostly, no, but mostly like with a crossbar. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say it's mostly. It, are we um, at fifty fifty or where are we at on that? It, honestly, it boils down to rider uh, preference, or and then from there it really boils down to how much control the team has over their bikes or, or over their riders. Like yeah. for instance, KTM, you you can see they all are using a fat bar. Yeah. And the reason for that is is it's more likely that in a really severe crash. You know, sometimes a handlebar can break, yeah. and usually it's a crossbar handlebar um, in a severe crash. But it's more likely that the handlebar will bend uh, without breaking mm-hmm. if it doesn't have a crossbar. Yeah. The crossbar acts as a leverage point for yeah. the handlebar to, sure. to break on. So um, the teams that you see using those fat bars or pushing their riders towards an Evo bar or, or a crossbarless handlebar, yeah. they're they're DNF purposes. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. like, hey, you could finish the race with a bent handlebar, you can't with a broken one. Yeah. So, but there's some riders that simply cannot ride without a crossbar. I like I'm a, the same like type of guy. Me like, too. Yeah, like Me too. I like to just look at that. So. Doing good. Um, crossbar or no crossbar. Crossbar. Yeah. Yeah. And, and but that's that's why we have our fusion handlebar is because our fusion handlebar has a uh, a mechanism on the crossbar itself that you can unlock it. So yeah. it essentially is a crossbarless handlebar. Um, with the benefits of kind of, you know, yeah. because that crossbar is what ties it in, is what what can bend or break the bar, and, and ours uh, is is yeah. missing, you know. I, so, so I'll never, I tell this story to you. I've seen this on teams, and, I, and I've felt it for myself. I had like a mid 90 CR that had terrible suspension, and I put a crossbarless bar on it, and the suspension got better. It, it Honestly, does make a difference. I, I felt it. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, my stuff's better. It does make a difference, and there's, and there's differences between brands, too. Not everybody's alloy is the same. You, you just yeah. make an Aluminum handlebar isn't just an aluminum handlebar, so there is a difference. Yep. And ProTaper's been, you know, we're the inventors and the patenters of of that right. design, and you know, well, nineteen ninety one. So, right. VortexRacing.com. 
Vortex Racing. <laughs> you like the Vortex <laughs> Racing guys, though. They're, they're, I mean, they're, right. they're, they're classy people, and if people are respectful and classy, then I, I have no reason to hate anybody. So. Uh, BTOsports.com, tweet at Travis segment. Let's get this going. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweet to Travis. BTOsports.com, um, uh, great nations. Uh, I was gonna start with the team intro that I always do. You can't. I can't. You can't. I was gonna say proud sponsors of Millsaps and Baggett and all that, but they ain't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not. I think they got something cooking though. I so, think they do. Uh, I hope so. Um, uh, now I'm rattled. But BTOSports.com, call and mention Pulp MX. Anything you need for your bike or body, they've got it. Uh, Pro Taper, Vortex, FMF, W, uh, they got it. Uh, X Brand goggles, uh, hot cams, all that kind of stuff. Uh, BTOSports.com is the place to do it. We're working on beat, getting the, co- the coupon code going online for the folks at BTOSports.com. Uh, so that should happen soon. Um, before I get to that, though, let's touch on that. Forrest Butler's a buddy of yours from way back in the day. You started there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think of the switch to Rocky Mountain for those guys? Baggett, Millsaps, Bloss. I mean, I think it's cool. Forrest, anything Forrest is doing, he's 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 very good at running that team as a business, and um, it's obviously a correct business choice for him. Otherwise, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be doing it. So um, Rocky Mountain is is a great online retailer they're a great online realtor of of my brand mm-hmm. and um they're very involved in racing they've been the title sponsor of loretta lynn's now for i don't know it's probably yep. going five years or so and um i think it's cool that a company is in embraces racing and they're involved in a higher level team than they ever have ever been in yeah, the past it's gonna be a switch so, for them for sure to yeah, be involved with somebody some, like forrest yeah. they got some real guys yeah. now that are con- contenders um, so i had heard originally Bracken Hall was part of the old Rocky Mountain team. It was his truck, and Rocky Mountain put a name on it. I'd heard Bracken was going to go with Forrest. He's not now. I don't know if you heard that. I didn't hear um, that. Yeah, I... Chisholm and Bracken are going to do their own team with that semi, the okay. same red truck that, that is Bracken Hall's uh, dad's truck. KTM's, and Hondas? Hondas. Okay. Yeah, they're going to stay on Hondas, and uh, they're going to try to find some sponsors, of course. They'll probably be hitting you up soon. Um, and uh, and then, uh, so now, so Bracken was not going to go to Forrest anymore, which I oh. originally... I kind of heard that original plan was yeah. like yeah, East Coast Supercross. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, BTOsports.com, please um, call. Mention Pulp Mex. Uh, we're going to get that coupon code, coupon code working for you people. And, uh, and there, let's do it. Uh, here's a question submitted to at Pulp Mech Show. Uh, Twitter account and Dune Goon over there goes through them, sorts through them. Uh, there's one for Paul specifically. Let's ask him that, too. Yes, okay. I have it. All right. Uh, ben wants to know, Steve, do you think you'll ever get the web and AC combined interview you tried to get last year? Yeah, sure, why not? Um, that was when AC was in studio, and Webb, there was some sort of controversy with Webb. Yamaha told me he couldn't come on. But he was fine with Adam. He was great. No problem with Adam. It, did he take somebody off, flip somebody was off? It, was it 2016? Yeah. Was it Muddy Creek? Was it with no. Was it with Tonus when they went off the track in practice? No, I don't remember. There was some controversy with Webb. There's been a few. And Yamaha said he doesn't. They didn't want him to come on that show. Yeah, that like night. which weekend was that? Well, it was no, no. You know, I'm sorry. It was 2015. Oh, was it? Yeah, Adam Cincerillo was here. Somebody would know in the show archives. But so we were going to do. Adam was in that chair, and yeah. we were going to get Cooper, and we were going to laugh about their rivalry. Yeah. Uh, but it'll happen. Sure. Yeah, they're fine, dude. They're good right now. Adam's got his own problems he needs to worry about and get better. And Cooper's uh, on a 450 already, and that whole thing's overblown. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Patrick wants to know, when a rider has a team gear deal versus an individual deal, do they get a higher team salary to compensate for it? It all depends. <laughs> um, I mean, 
there's a lot of all-in all-in teams geico honda pro circuit uh rocky mountain ktm those are you get one contract and everything's included basically um it's, it's uh, it, it's, generally speaking, 250 guys have con- have gear generally, deals. Generally, generally. 450 guys do not. However, Forrest uh, has fly racing. Yep. Uh, 450 guys have team deals. But, yeah, generally, if you're a 450 guy, part of the appeal is you get to pick your gear brand and get super rich over it, you know? so Typically. Uh, yeah. Mitch, though, Mikhail Pichon got to wear JT, and Carmichael got to wear Fox. Yeah. Uh, and I think, but wasn't there, wasn't there a, fo- a weekly fine for Carmichael or something, and Fox was paying it? No, was there? I don't know. I heard. I heard yeah, he yeah. was in, he was in breach of contract every weekend. Yeah. Obviously, showing up yeah. in Fox, so Fox would just pay the fine. Yeah, probably. So, Billy wants to know where do you think Geyser would have finished at the Monster oh, Cup? Let's ask him. He saw Geyser at SMX. Uh, he would have been on the podium or, or fighting for the podium. Seeley got fourth. He would have. I. Th- I. Th- dude, he's good, <laughs> and he gets good starts too. Like I think he would have been. Um, El Tigra. I. I I think he would have been right there with oh Dungy Tomac speed, for sure. Don't do that. I'm going to take a picture of you. That's, uh, you know where I'm kind of copying that from? Uh, do you remember Starsky and Hutch? Yeah. With Will, uh, was it Will Ferrell? No. No, no, no. Um, yeah, it was Will Ferrell. He was in jail. He was the, the oh, dragon he guy. J- he was in jail, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. El Tigra. 243. Open the trunk. Do it. All right. Um, our team Roman names, Coke, Roman Coke, do it, <laughs> do it. Our team name's getting too long. Example: Monster Energy, Yamalube, Chaparral, Yamaha Financial Services, Yamaha Factories. <laughs> that's Chad not Reed. a real name, is it? <laughs> Listen, more said that's that's real. Yeah, that's too fucking long. That's true. <laughs> if that's what they were announcing, if, if Listen, more is right, that's way too long. I'll tell you what, though, this is an interesting question because our buddy Forrest Butler over there. Has done a phenomenal job. Everyone just says it's the BTO team. It's a BTO team. It's going to BTO. It's going to BTO. This guy's going to BTO. Screw BTO. Love BTO. All about the team. RCH, no one says Soaring Eagle team. Oh, yeah, he's going to Soaring Eagle team. Everyone says RCH. Uh, Mitch, it's PC for the most part. But I feel like Cowie is like Monster Cowie. Like how we all generally say it, fans, industry people, it's interesting how that works and how people brand themselves like that. Yeah, and it's interesting that we still that we don't call him BBMX. Nobody so, does because no. he doesn't really have that branding there much. He's anymore. done a great job of. I yeah. want everybody to call me. B- now he's gonna, now his problem is everyone's going to call him BTO still. Yeah, and they need to call him Rocky Mountain. <laughs> but yeah. do you know what I mean though? Like, yeah, and RCH, no one would say, "Oh yeah, dude, he's going to uh, Soaring Eagle Dodge." No one says that. No. A lot so of people probably don't even know what BBMX is. Right, Butler Brothers Motorcars. Yeah. Who was the fastest? Who was fastest Butler brother? Um, they were all fast at their times, but um, Brandon's the only one to ever make a main. No, no, Force has made mains before, I no. think. No, Force never made mains. Okay, Brandon made one main, I yeah. think, or something. Um, yeah, I, they were each fast at their different times, I oh, guess. Yeah. So I don't know. So you're you're getting out of that the same way you got out of the Dean Wilson, Jake Weimer fire question. Okay, all right. Uh, of all, most recently, I guess BB Erica. You don't have a mic on, but who do you rescue, Weimer or uh, Jake? Love, Weimer or Wilson? I love Dean, but Jake has a kid now, so I would rescue Huh. There you go. Erica says you would rescue Jake. Because he's a daddy. Yep. Okay. Sorry, Dean. If it's Travis or uh, a fairy <laughs> in the house, uh, you're going to burn. Okay. Wow. 
Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not going to waffle. I'm just going to be like, yeah, I'm rescuing yeah, Tim Ferry first. There was no waffle there. I'm going to rescue Tim Ferry I see, first. I see where I stand. Tim Ferry or Alyssa Moore. <laughs> Sit. Tim Ferry. What What if it was like me and Alyssa Moore or Tim Ferry? No, Tim. Yeah. Tim Ferry, oh, you're two, both one, one live over two. That's yeah, a yeah, yeah. Well, Supercross champion. Bro. One time Supercross champion. The world needs him. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, biggest underperformer of the weekend between Seeley or Reed? Dude, Seeley was fine. Fourth? I mean, what do you. Uh, okay, he wasn't in the mix, but. I don't think, yeah, I don't think either one of them could be considered underperformer. Yeah, Chad was. was Chad he? started. Uh, second in the second main chad didn't race all summer third main yeah but he still was taking dungy race once dungy didn't race once smx cup well yeah but he he rode the first three out, three four outdoor nationals in yeah but oh, so chad didn't, three extra weeks on chad chad didn't race those okay three extra weeks dungy has in chad chad underperformed i thought he'd be better sorry sorry not sorry uh, he was mad at Alessi though after the last main. What happened? Alessi hit him and uh, kind of set him off the track onto a onto a, a tough block. So, mm. yeah, his gear looked good though. I yeah, disagree. I disagree. Dude, what? Get out of here! I'm get, sorry. Get out. I like what? It. I didn't like it. Kiefer didn't like it either. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't like it. Sorry, I didn't like it. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm normally all about the like the the flashy colors, the fluorescence, but it looked good. I thought looked fantastic. Yeah. Listen more. You like it? Yeah, that's more like the two. Why'd you like it? Because it just brought it's you just back to the old nostalgia. days? No, it's nostalgia. Just, yeah. it, it looked at straight lines, clean colors. Eric and I are in the same. We're fashion people. Uh, straight lines, uh, solid colors, blocks everywhere, very symmetrical. Not doesn't look like a clown outfit or someone puked on you. Just, just very racy. Got it. All that's right. fine. <laughs> uh, Darren wants to know, he says, ask Paul, are the micro bars he developed patented? Or can other manufacturers release a similar product? Game changer. They are, they are not patented. And the reason for that is because uh, because of the way the design is, um, we could probably only achieve a design patent. Yeah. You couldn't achieve a, a, a utility patent. And a design patent could be altered just you know, any yep. a couple millimeters here yep. or there, and you go around it. So, Dude, I, I um, feel like in the motocross industry, people stomp over patents all the, the time. They do. Yeah. Like, like I said, ProTaper had a patent on, on the inch and eighth handlebar, and... And um, ten years, you know, it's a, it was a twenty-year patent, and ten years later, two other brands had an infringing design. But you know, it's a, we're in a small industry, and the amount of money it takes to fight things yeah. like that—it's not yeah. it, the profits aren't there to do that type of stuff. So yep. someone else could release it, but um, and and we knew that. But uh, you got two-year start on everybody. The point is, yeah. yeah, we have a head start. We were the first ones f- with it, and 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 we continue to try to be the innovators. And I think that everyone will know that any anything else that comes out will be a copy of what we innovated. So, mm-hmm. yeah, suck on that. Uh, Chris wants to know, Steve, are you worried motorcycle superstore will pull out of pod contract unexpectedly? No, no. Uh, uh, he's referring to Albertson's interview, mm-hmm. Jimmy. Look, I don't know anything about Albertson. So Albertson told me after the race that Motorcycle Superstore promised him a three-year deal, and they pulled out after one. Now, I like Jimmy, and I have the Superstore involved in the Racer X-Pods, and I've dealt with Mark, and he seems like a nice guy. I'm just saying this. I don't know. Like, I'm sure there's more to the story than just Jimmy saying, oh, yeah, they're out. Every contract I've ever seen, whether it is a racer contract, an employment contract, or anything else, has a thing in there that says either side can end this in this agreement after for any reason. 
It's in there. It's buried in the contract. What is it? So it makes it worth worthless. So Jimmy said, you know, Superstore bailed on after one year. Well, I'm thinking that that's not exactly the case. There might be some language in there that allowed Superstore because Superstore is a big corporation, a big, you know, online retailer. They're not going to just leave themselves open for legal action. No one would leave themselves up for legal action like that, so they're going to cover their base. Yeah, and the spend with that team is a lot more than what they spend on your podcast, I would guess. Yes, yes. So I, 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 looking I, at I would it a agree. Bit different. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more like this guy was tweeted, though, because I was the one that brought it to light. Oh. You know what I mean? Or maybe not. Maybe just somebody's worried about... You're, like just, gonna... you're just reporting, though. You can't... That's what I'm saying, bro. You're just reporting. I'm just... That's what I'm saying. Listen to me. If you're cha- if you're changing what people are saying based on your sponsors, yeah, that's pretty chicken shit. No one would listen to you. Right, exactly. No one <laughs> listens to me now, but nets, um, nets, nets. Gosh. Eric's gonna bring the nets up. Nets. Eric can do it. <laughs> Eric can do it. Garrett wants to know: um, Did did BTO get outbid, or was there another reason? I think you guys talked about that. Uh, did we? I don't know. I think. Uh, or did they just want out? No, no, I think Rocky Mountain, I don't know for sure. I, I think Rocky Mountain came in with, with more money and okay. just said, hey, we want this. And then what kind of money for a title sponsor like that? Well, we asked JT, remember, and he said he knew and he couldn't tell us. Yeah. He was like, I got to stay out of this. I feel like he kind of skated around it a little bit and tried to like... Tell us, but not really? Yeah. Was it 500? I want to say 500. Did he say 500K? Oh, that's what I, that's Are we in the ballpark, you think? Uh, for Rocky Mountain or for BTO? Either one or in the ballpark for... For Forrest's team? Yeah. Yeah, you're in the ballpark. Okay. Uh, Joel wants to know, was the purse at Monster Cup better than normal Supercross for guys like Chiz and Top Jimmy? No. Uh, last place in... I got the purse here. I was writing my column today on it. Last place in the Monster Cup is 1,400. Last place in a 450 main event is 22. Mm. So, No. Uh, 2200. Uh, you got to go to get, you got to get 15th in the monster cup to match last place in a AMA regular supercross man. Who got 15th? I don't know. So. Great radio. Great radio, bro. Yeah. You like that? Find it. Stanky. Stank dog. Stank dog. Stanky got 15th. Got... Shocking. Oh, I'm sorry. Chisholm got 15th. Stank dog wanted to do well this weekend and put away the two stroke. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to be fucking lobster cloth. <laughs> He wanted to actually do well at a race, and he raced the four-stroke. Yeah, he got... No uh, more Lobster Claw Boy. He's like, I'm being serious. I want to do good. He got 16th. Yeah. So. <laughs> Tyson, Tyson wants to know, who feels better about this upcoming season after last weekend? Roxon or Tomac? Well, I think Roxon. Who feels better? I mean, Tomac got one, got the trophy, got the money, but... Yeah, I he think... He said I, multiple times he got lucky, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, Roxon has to feel hey, better. Let me ask you this. Let's hear it. So, Kennard was on factory Honda last yeah. few years, right? You're aware of that? I think, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Honda has Troy Lee as a, as a clothing sponsor. And Kennard wears fly racing. And Kennard had a team shirt with Troy Lee on it all the time because they made the team shirts. Right. Roxon covered the Troy Lee up with a sticker. With that Roxon sticker? Yes. I saw that. That's not going to fly. No, that won't. Like, either Troy Lee's coming off, or... Troy Lee's not coming off. Or Kenny's not going to be allowed to do that. I don't think Kenny should be allowed to do that. Well, Did someone, you know, Do you notice that Kenny's Honda wing on his chest was smaller than any Honda wing I've seen on a chest in the last five years? No. I did not notice that, Paul. You didn't notice that? <laughs> no. Look how big the Honda wing is on Seeley's jersey. You got photos, Lissamore? How did you not notice that? Lissamore's got photos. 
Yeah, it's very sticky requirement to be a certain size. Well, yeah, we do. I mean, I I work next door to a guy who runs a gear brand, and and I I see all the logo requirements that a that a race team has. And okay, so I'm wondering if it, did they relax them for Kenny, or is Fox just able to stand their ground more against teams Fox. because they're Fox? Okay, but what I mean, I saw Monster Claws in green this year, or I'm sorry, in, in, black, in black and in yeah. white, and I've never. I, Can we get back to the Torelli thing? Oh yeah, let's go. What happens? Kenny is not allowed to do that, or Troy Lee comes off the team shirts off for Kenny. Kenny's not allowed to do that. You're not changing that that quick. His bike graphic all also was missing the TLD logo. No, it was on for this weekend. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was okay. on. I saw photos that was gone, but it was okay. on this weekend. TLD's on the shroud really? of the bike. Yeah, I, I think they'll just say, "Hey, Kenny can't do that." Oh, Dan Bentley's gonna have. <laughs> going to be putting out fires on the social media side. Or Troy Lee's going to get some. I, I just don't. I, I think there's a lot wrapped into that deal. I think there's some um, r- retail casual that Honda sells or dealership sells yeah. or Troy Lee sells. I don't think it can be un. Dan's going to be like, hey, easily. Kenny, you can't tell that guy to suck your balls on Twitter. Hey, Kenny, can you not show yourself with bongs and things? Uh, yeah. Uh, doing beer bongs. And, oh, by the way, can you not also please cover up the Troy Lee on our team? And I think that's what Andrew Short's there to do also is to kind of help Kenny understand the business side of some things. Like, hey, you know, Troy Lee in a roundabout way is helping pay pay your way a little bit. Like, you can't do that stuff. Well, I know JT wasn't happy about it, but they just had to let it happen. There's no way way around it. I mean, it is what it is. Right. Uh, Thomas, what's going on? How are you? Hello. Hey, Thomas, what's happening? Hey, um... So you guys brought up the whole how Kenny covered up the TLD logo. Yeah. And if you guys look at the bikes, the graphics, right below the HRC on the shrouds has a little TLD logo. Mm-hmm. Then if you look at the pre- the release that Racer X did, uh, there's that a Fox Ronald logo. Jockey put out the graphics for 17. There's a little Fox logo there instead of the TLD. That that could be um, a deal specifically with, that Fox has with Throttle Jockey, though, and not necessarily the team, I think. Mm. I could see that being yeah. a difference. Like, yeah. Troy Lee has a deal with the team. But Troy not, Lee was on the shrouds at Monster Cup. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what he's saying is the retail kit that Throttle Jockey yeah, is selling. Yeah. Right, right. Maybe they offered that spot to yeah. Troy Lee and they didn't want a piece of it. Fox sure. said they did. Yeah. yeah, good point. All right. Thanks, Thomas. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, it should be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, all right, next question. Bryce wants to know, why are the salaries of MX riders so secretive in comparison to other sports like NBA or NFL? They have unions, collective bargaining agreements that uh, the owners do it, and they agree to publish the salaries. If you publish the salaries, it helps players get more money because it's comparables to other people. Uh, you don't hear anything about an IndyCar salary, a NASCAR salary. I don't think F1 guys' salaries are published. Yeah, uh, MotoGP. Yeah, I've seen F1 salaries. Yeah, I've seen. F1. Oh, published like yeah, not when, not rumors, but remember when we were talking about Ricardo and yeah. I looked up his salary yeah. and it was six million. There was a whole list of all. Okay, of them. Yeah. Well, not rumored though. Like, no, no, no. Uh, like, okay. Yeah, uh, MotoGP. Yeah. Do we know what MotoGP guys work make? That I don't know. Generally speaking, I think motorsports are kept quieter. There's no unions. That's it. It's bottom line. There's no there's no uh, unions to collectively bargain that to have your salary put out there. No. Uh, Eric wants to know, did you see Hurling's ballin' in his Ferrari? <laughs> yeah, and how that. does salary compare between GPs and U.S.? Hurling's making a shit ton of money. That's what happens. Hurling's is making a shit <laughs> ton of money. The top guys are making a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, yeah, they make a lot of money. But other th- I think it drops off just like America. Yeah, I think it yeah. does, too. What does El Tigre make? <laughs> I don't know, but he he's probably very well paid, I would yeah. guess. 
Uh, Scott wants to know, Steve, metal start great for the whole Supercross season? Yay or nay? Yeah, Osborne was talking. Was Osborne yeah. talking about that earlier? Yeah, sure. Why not? It is jacked up behind there, man. You don't realize till you become a mechanic or a rider that like there are some shit tons of. I think it's a. I think we were talking more about the the start being on a hill at Monster Cup, but I think the great behind a start at every Supercross is a great idea, because then you're picking position, not yeah. condition. Yeah. Essentially, I yeah. think it would make loading the gate go faster. It would help with the TV running, the yeah. making sure the program runs on time. I mean, sure. Yeah, let's do it. I don't do it. I don't care. Uh, Billy doesn't know who says, I don't like that guy. He's just a douchebag in the intro. Josh Hansen. And who's the douchebag? Me. <laughs> Josh Hansen didn't like me. He went on DMXS, and, and that's what they use. And then as soon as I heard that, I'm like, yes, I'm putting that in my show. <laughs> Without a doubt, I am putting in the show someone calling me a douchebag. But Handy and I are good now. We're fine. He's coming on the show a whole bunch. He admits that everything I wrote was right and that he maybe didn't take it as seriously as he should have. Um, but I'm not taking that out, right? It's great. It's cool. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, last one. Nolan wants to know, should I torque my linkage and suspension bolts with the bike on the stand or with the wheels on the ground? Wow. There are two uh, thoughts to that about taking it off and putting What's some yours? tension on it. Let's do it on the stand. It's fine. Really? Yeah. That's freaking hack. Oh, jeez. Uh, no. I won summer cross doing that. So <laughs> you it's put, a, you it's put... fucking pain in the ass to take it off the stand and torque everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not a pain in the ass. Sure, a, it's proper. but You, you get know. a strap, and you go around your subframe through your wheel, and you compress the whole bike, oh, yeah, and then yeah. you tighten yeah. pivot, engine yeah. bolts, yeah, people are linkage, really do shock, that. Yeah. all that. Everyone's going to do that. That way your chassis is already compressed, and that's how you get an accurate measurement every week. You can tell if your frame is stretching. That's what I do. I can't hit this enough. Bullshit. I can't hit that button enough. <laughs> I mean, it is the right way to do it. It's properly. Paul's right, but it's no probably, one's doing that. That's probably maybe that's why you don't have a national championship <laughs> and just a summer cross title. You think that's it? Uh, uh, that what the sting? fuck are you doing? <laughs> you fuck you. You you got me there. I mean, you got me. I don't have a comeback for that. I'm sorry, Timmy. I should call Timmy right now. <laughs> that way, that bike just feels perfect every time from the first first uh, minute you get on the track. Yours, it took a jump to get to get feel perfect. Uh, BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis, at Public Mech Show. Uh, please call them uh, and, and do that. Talk to them. Uh, the NFAB question of the day, n-fab.com. Proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. The JGR Suzuki team will be NFAB. You think Phil's going to ride 250s? No. That's a bad idea. I, I just don't think he'll be allowed to be eligible. Yeah, top 20 in uh, two years. Uh, uh, they go back two years, I think. I don't know that that rule off the top of my head. Yeah, I think it's uh, top twenty in the previous two seasons. You can't be a one of the previous. Yeah, previous two seasons you can't write through. Yeah, previous. so he was top twenty in fifteen. Yeah, or something. Yeah. Okay. He's definitely top 20. Uh, so, NFAB question of the day uh, uh, presented by the folks at NFAB Jeep, truck, and SUV parts, bumpers, light mounting solutions, you name it, they got it. If you want a deal from NFAB, uh, email us the show and we'll pass it on at n-fab.com. We'll hook you up. I had a set of NFAB steps on my uh, original line. I've never been happier. So, hopefully, they get on the new one pretty soon. So, the NFAB question of the day uh, for you, Paul Parabinos. For me. What's your number one? off-season race that you care about the most we had mec we got straight rhythm this weekend smx cup you were there you were one of the hundred people there uh motocross the nations uh lil geneva what race do you care about uh which with 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 which hat on my head just a fan super race fan paul oh designations okay designations with pro taper hat on um (sighs) 
it's it really uh, it's conditional i think i, I smx was very important for me as far as because it's an, uh, another that, time that of the it year really that really bombed well, I, if it was I, really no, important to you, it didn't work out. But it was important for me and, and my company. Like, I accomplished the things I wanted to do that, oh, that okay, race. Yeah. It's an opportunity for me to talk to a bunch of people in racing at a certain time of the year and make a lot of, basically, connections. It's close to Austria. It's close to a lot of different markets that I don't – it was close mm -hmm. to Intermont. I got a lot done on that trip than I could ever get done by going to destinations, and that's why I chose to go to to right. SMX over and destinations this year. drink beer and eat sausage. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, we had – we were, it was I. It was a shame it wasn't successful, and I learned a lot listening to Eric talk tonight because I thought it being scheduled the weekend after a huge yeah. show like Intermont, it mm -hmm. would be successful. But man, the fan turnout wasn't there. But but I got a lot accomplished in that. In oh, that that's good. So, all right. What about hey, uh, Dungan? Which which race do you care about the most? Um, I probably get most excited for Monster Cup. Hmm. Hmm. Did I'll you get excited this year for Monster Cup? I was excited, yeah. I'm mean, probably not as excited I have been years yeah. past because there were a ton of people gone. But I got a, I got him free tickets. Oh, that's he nice did get me free tickets. Thank nice. you. Listen more. What race do you care about most? Does nations? Erica? She doesn't care. All right. And Pookie also doesn't care. Uh, all right, everybody. So that's the NFAB question today. N-fab.com. Probably built in Houston, Texas, USA. Um, what else we got? What else we want to talk about? Anything? Did I miss anything? we want to talk about i don't think so i'm trying to think of things that we we talked about before the show to bring up on the show i think we covered it pretty good we we solved the sports tune what the fuck we solved the sports problems i think you know so yeah we got into that that's for right. a bit yeah let's get sweaty let's get real sweaty i'm talking rainforest sweating <laughs> i'm talking swamp sweating it's uh some semi-pro let's flip bad what time for love me sexy all right why are you making this awkward because I'm going to introduce right. the, the voicemail, 702-586-7857. Call anytime and uh, leave a voicemail. Flint Tropics, everybody. And uh, these are the best of the best that was this week. Uh, and again, uh, we got a question that we got for Paul in there. So, so. All right, let's do it. Hey, guys. I'm listening to the Monday, October 3rd show. Uh, repping the Iowa boys down here in Florida, um, talking to the race tech guys. I'm a race tech dealer down here in Florida, and I was loving the story about the breaking news. Paul, Roxon's Honda wing was smaller than Sealy's. It's not Listen breaking. Let's photos. I told you that. We confirmed it. Okay. Oh, sorry. Right. Yes. The, <laughs> the caller with the recluse clutch, putting him on his ass on the uh, test ride after he messed with it. I put a lot of these things in the bikes, and I'm wondering what your guys' thoughts are. Um, do you guys think the auto clutch is a good idea or a bad idea? I got a bunch of funny stories about buddies of mine who are old school, you know, regular clutch guys who looped their looped a friend's bike out, broke fenders off and stuff. You know, starting the bike after falling over and revving it up with it in gear and just looping the freaking thing out right next like while they're standing right next to it funniest thing ever so your thoughts on recluse auto clutch thanks guys uh do you ever have any experience with them? recluse autos i've never ridden a bike with one yeah no. actually i actually i've ridden a bike through the pits with one but people love them the new it, it, ones it's, yeah it's like a normal clutch yeah yeah exactly but it just keeps doesn't stall yeah, yeah. i don't get what yeah so it's a normal clutch but it's with that added benefit yeah 
People love them. They're catching on, I think, uh, in the pro ranks. So. I think that's like what all the Endurocross guys use, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, absolutely. Love this guy right here. All right. Hey, yo, Steve. What up? Hey, man. Just getting through that show 271. And Christian Craig and David Villeman. Yo, I got to put a bet in that says they broke up before or when the East Coast Supercross kicks off. I don't think they're going to last much longer than that. So, yeah, February, I think Villeman and Craig is going to be busted up. And I also want my bet to include that uh, they're going to be broke up on account of a hissy fit from Villeman. Because I know he's going to lose his shit, man. That's what's up with it. Yo, out. Uh, I mean, saying that Villeman will be the cause of the breakup from throwing a fit is not breaking news. Uh, do you know about that? Villeman's helping Craig? Yeah, I think... Um, what, what's your prediction? We, JT I, said, have you ever heard of the Hindenburg? I, I, I think it's good. I mean, I've, I've heard DV on this show a lot, and I really like what DV says. I believe in a lot what he says. Yeah. I don't think he puts so much emphasis in the trainer, how like you know a couple yeah. of the top guys in our sport are having so much success because of it, so everyone else is monkey see, monkey do. I think David yeah. thinks for himself, and I think he's smart, and I think he's uh, he's... The only reason people haven't gone to him more in the past is kind of like uh, it's French. No, it's not that. Uh, you know, and like in Moneyball, he's a, he's a in Jap. Mo- no, in Moneyball, okay. when they're talking about you know uh, players are overlooked for yeah. for flaws, perceived yeah. flaws. Yeah. Like yeah. obviously, DV style people don't love it. Yeah. But dude, the guy won races against the best in the sport, and I think he's yeah. French. Probably doesn't help him. No, yeah. But who else um, can say it'd be RC, MC, yeah, uh, Chad Reed, James Stewart, Tim Ferry. And so I think it's. Um, I mean, I think Christian Craig is is smart for doing what he's doing. I think um, I hope it works out. I think it's going to work out. I think it's great for our show. It's fantastic fodder each and every week to find out what's going on with Christian yeah. Craig and DV. Yeah. But I do think that DV will get look, tired of putting the work in, or will just be like, ah, I'm done with him. Like at some maybe. point, maybe you like, know him better than me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're going to make it through Supercross. They're going to make it through the first rounds of the West and all yeah. that. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah it'd be great. Yeah, what? They don't know shit. Um, it's going to be like, yeah. What if he like, what if DV like gets him to the top and they start s- I, smoking people? Like, I honestly think he, he will. Yeah. Cause think, Christian has tons of talent. Yeah. He's, and I think DV can help him a lot with the mental side and how to think. Yeah. And, and, and I, th- I think Christian cord for jump hard to beat. extension cord for jump rope. Hey, it's a jump rope. You don't, don't have to be a fucking $25 <laughs> jump rope. You're jumping rope. <laughs> All right. That this. Um, I was listening to your last show. Um, I run X Brand. That's Ice Champions everywhere. Thank you. What's up? But uh, my face sweats like a whore in church, and I heard Kiefer mention something about feminine products. Like, I know it might sound a little chintzy, but I'm open to suggestions because I'm tired of hitting the bump or something, and my face sponges out of the, the foam sponges out of shit ton of sweat. It's just a mess. Um, and then I watched Trevor, I watched Mark Dog's Doom uh, Doom Jump. Holy shit, that dude's lucky to still be alive. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you can answer my question about uh, what, you know, how to help stop that sweat accumulation, uh, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, I'm surprised. Shit, man. I'm surprised more people don't know this. I get this question every now. I thought it was common knowledge, but we, yeah, you know, dude, just uh, with pros, yeah, I guess. Yeah, because I, I ha- that's a problem I have bad is I have I sweat a ton. Yeah, and yeah, maxi pads, and yeah. I've thought of like 
is there any better way to do it? And I've experimented and tested with a bunch of them, and I'll go in there and just buy them myself. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, you sounds got, gay. You uh, <laughs> you uh, got to get uh, a name brand. Don't get no name brands. Get name brands on Maxi Pad Cotex. Company. Cotex. Cotex. Sorry. Cotex. Uh, uh, regular length. I didn't know there was different yeah, lengths. Yeah, you want regular length because extra long is a bit too long for the frame. I um, didn't know chicks had yeah. different. Well, apparently some chicks got yeah. That's got what a I lot, mean. Yeah, got a lot down there. And uh, unscented, and get unscented, and just get regular. Uh, I, I I use Kotex uh, light days. Yeah. Uh, regular. Yeah. 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 yeah and I go on the top of the foam, and then you like, fold it over. Yeah, fold yeah. it over, and then at Loretta's, I put four of them in my helmet, too. Really? Yeah, because oh, yeah, yeah. I got a real bad right. sweat problem. Yeah, so if you do sweat, I mean, X-Brand Goggle, four-stage four, layer, four stage foam, it's the best foam out there. But yeah, some people, doesn't matter. They just sweat like crazy. I mean, honestly, the, the guys you see, uh, uh, Roxanne and Dunge, they have one-off goggles. Those goggles are not sold. Uh, Scott has yep. special foam. X-Brand, we don't have any special foam. We just got to hope the pad works. But um, yeah, these guys sweat a ton, and uh, so a maxi pad helps, yeah. Yeah. Regular length, though. Regular length. I mean, I have some longs also right now, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to throw them out. You just cut the ends off. Okay. But right. That's right. Hey there, Matt. This uh got a business idea for you. Just like that last guy last week. Uh, if you get your yacht, you won't keep up. It involves your nets. So mm -hmm. uh, take your nets. You buy, purchase them yourself. Take your nets. You roll around and wrap yourself in them. And then jump off a bridge. Yeah, as good as those nets are. They're not gonna be able to hold them up. You gotta, you gotta post them into the concrete floor. These stadiums aren't gonna allow that at all. So uh, whatever, bro. I, I just don't see it. You ain't gonna be able to bring enough dirt in to stack them up. Specific uh, liability issues. So yeah, take those nets and jump off a bridge. Jump off a bridge with them. But uh, nah, I'm just playing there, Matt. I'm just kidding. So uh, nets are a brilliant keep idea. on and uh, I just want to hear the motorcross stuff. So uh, I feel like this is a prank call. Yeah, hey, Travis, you're you're younger than me. So if I'm dead and gone, or like Genova kills me, or somebody, or, or Barsha, or somebody shoots me dead, and the nets come in, uh -huh. will you go to my grave and put a photo of the nets? I'll go put like a mini net. Just on, be like on like a couple little poles. You were right, <laughs> and stick it in the ground. Okay, thank you. I can do that. All right. Hey, Matthew, question. I was hoping you could answer on the on the next pulp show. Um, you guys, I'm listening to the show that has, uh, uh, you guys are calling Weege after the bachelor party talking about, uh, JGR going to Suzuki and Suzuki shutting down their, uh, their main factory effort. One of the reasons you've said that, uh, you said that JGR might stick with Yamaha in the past is because they have all this infrastructure that's been, uh, They've spent money on all this infrastructure to stay with Yamaha. Uh, it would only make financial sense. So do you think that possibly uh, with JGR going to Suzuki, part of the deal could include or JGR could acquire in a fire sale all of the tooling, equipment, data, this, that, and the other from the, uh, from the factory Suzuki race shop? I mean, I imagine that uh, otherwise it's just going to sit there and get dusty. So, yeah, that's my question. Do you think that JGR will uh, just acquire all of the uh, junk out of that race shop? Anyhow, yeah, let me know. Bye. No, they have their own junk. Hey, Mathis. My name is Justin Hopkins. I'm from Iowa. Uh, wanted to comment on uh, Chris Reisenberg being on last week. Uh, I think it'd be really cool if you guys did something on all the Iowa boys that, that ride on from Iowa as well. 
um, Iowa and then the Quad City area. Denny Bartz and Brandon Bartz are from the Quad Cities. Um, a lot of a lot of real motocross routes and supercross routes tied to this area. Um, yeah, I just think it'd be cool. Also, I was wondering what you guys think of um, the Dungey Kennard situation. I know you guys kind of commented on, uh, you know, Kennard going in, and maybe he already knows that he's not going in as the number one guy. But how do you think Dungey feels with having a number one guy from Honda uh, come into the KTM semi now? Just, uh, just curious what you guys thought. People are, people are so like they blow that kind of stuff so much out of proportion. So much like, like so much more is thought of it. Like, if the last hundred races of Dungey and Canard, Dungey's won ninety times. You know what I mean? I don't know. What, like, what's the Canard and Dungey situation? Like, well, didn't you he, hear the... He's just saying that Canards used to be in the number one guy, and and Dungey's used to be the number one guy, and then now a number one guy is coming into the truck from Honda. Eh. No, Dungey's not concerned. He's no, the number one guy. No, again, and, and Canards... Trey don't whatever Trey don't care either. Yeah, he's got a the, good the, bike to ride and a good team. He's happy. These guys and they like and the people don't understand. These guys have motorhomes. Dungey doesn't. Dungey probably spends yeah. thirty minutes at a KTM truck a, yeah. a weekend. Yeah, you know he's got a motorhome and 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 yeah and again Dungey's beaten Trey ninety. Times out of a hundred, they last race. So, yeah. Yo, Steve, it's Big Dick Daddy from Cincinnati. I don't know about these listeners. I got a uh, quick <laughs> question about the Nets. Great idea and all, but uh, what happens when a bike actually goes into the net? Do they red flag the race to get the bike out of the net and the rider out of the net? Or do they yellow flag at the corner for the rest of the race? Uh, what happens when the bike actually hits the net? That's, that's what I'm trying to get at. The theory of it hitting is amazing. And I want to bring back full turns, uh, just like the early 90s. I remember watching uh, Anaheim with the lap in 92, just railing the bowl terms. It was quite amazing. But mm, what are they going to do if several bikes pile up into the net? No one's, it's, not a, like, it's not a tuna you know, net. An NASCAR accident. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Why is, like, why is it rocket science to think about this net thing? I don't think it's that it's like not a bad the, idea. And with it's, the fans, you mean? Yeah. yeah it's, I, why are we thinking about it so much? You put a net around the berm. If someone blows off the berm, the net stops the bike from going in the stands. They fucking pick it up. They keep racing again. It's, it's not tuna. It's stuck in the net. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a fly trap. <laughs> no. We're just to... trying to protect the fans, and we want berms. And we want berms back. Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. It's like, it's like rocket surgery. Brain science. Brain science. Up and dump it out. What a man know what just thinks, Davon. If you really how he talks, I don't know. If you call in and ask about nets, I'm going to put you on the air. I'll I'll be honest. <laughs> oh boy, I'm going to put you on the air. Do you know what you just did? Yeah, you just <laughs> no one listens to this. You blew show. it. Don't worry about it. Hey, Steve, Mark's dog. If you're there too, hey. Chief. So I'm listening to the podcast uh, from last week. You guys are talking about. Chick-fil-A, and you're over here oh, talking about... Oh. Chick-fil-A. What about it? Give me a verdict. What do you mean? What do you think of Chick-fil-A? It's okay. Erica? I love it. Listen more, you never had it. You love it. Erica loves it. It's just okay. Five, yes. five six out of ten. Um, I mean, are we judging it against fast food, or... 
Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, of fast foods, it's it's an eight probably of fast food. Minus two, six. What do you mean minus two? Uh, Oh. Like a Jedi mind trick. It's a what? five out of ten, and it sucks. It's not that great. Blah blah blah. Dude, I'm eating Chick Fil A as I'm listening to it. I go there all the time. There's one across the street from my house that they built. Convinced me not to even sell it. Dude, you you got to give it another shot, man. F they you, got dude. the app. You get points. Like you don't like it. Treat you. You know you, you, you build up. Uh, you don't I like mean, it. You get like. My whole thing with chicken Chick-fil-A is like, it's good. It's okay. Yeah. It's a five or six out of ten. However, I'm going to a bunch of different places before I go to that shithole place at Chick-fil-A. Like what? With a soggy bun and a soggy piece of chicken and like one pickle on it. Where are you going over Chick-fil-A? Anywhere. Now tell me. Anywhere. At McDonald's? In and out Burger. Well, In and Out's really good. Five Guys. No. Fuck no. Yeah. No. Five Guys? Yeah. Holy shit. No, that's the greasiest shit you could find. Chick-fil-A's not greasy. The bun, it no. practically leaks oil. Get the grilled chicken sandwich. It ain't greasy at all. The bun's greasy. No, it's not. It's greasy. Did you go through the drive-thru and let it sit in your car <laughs> while you drove across the border to Canada and I then you fucking ate it? It might have something? been three days later <laughs> that I did, you know. Yeah, it happens. All right. Dude, they give you free crap all the time just for like going there and using the app. That, and they got freaking that's chicken true. sandwiches. They got grilled chicken. You can add bacon. That's true. Waffle fries. We, Dude, they... We went to Chick-fil-A at l- for lunch one day, me and Randy. Randy forgot his wallet. They gave him his lunch. They said, and, and Randy's Shut like, no, I'll, go, I'll go back to the office and get and – get, and she's like, no, don't worry about it. Get it next time you're here. And we went back there a week later, and Randy paid it because he wanted to do it, do it right. But they're just like, yeah, take it. And I'm like, no fucking way. They have the nicest staff ever. Yeah, it's like they're pumping drugs into these people, how nice they are. <laughs> I don't understand how people can – it almost kind of – well, they're Make, not open on frisk. Sundays. Well, whatever. For, that. I mean, whatever. So, they're not so they're open all on very, Sundays. But uh, uh, godly people. Is that maybe what it is? Yeah, but that doesn't explain why they're so goddamn friendly. I think Jesus tells them to give it to him for free. They are friendly. I, I don't remember any of that, and I don't remember any good food ever ever been at Chick Fil A. I don't. When's mind, the last time you had it? I don't mind their waffle crisscross fries. Waffle fries. Give me some of those. Those are good. Yeah. Have you had any of their new sauces? No, I don't anything about no sauces. You you need to try it again. It sounds. Do like. we have one in Vegas? I don't know if we do. I I think there's one coming, like at Henderson though. We but just got a, a Cracker Barrel here. That's another shithole place. Cracker Barrel's a shithole now. Yeah, a shithole place. I don't think that's a shithole at all. <laughs> have you had their biscuits? Yeah, shitholes. Oh my god, shit biscuits. Guy. That's what they're called. You're crazy. All right, give me what's a great place. Ah. Uh, Benny Hanna. It is good. <laughs> Benny Hanna is good. <laughs> I knew I'd get you with that because you literally have brought up Benny Hanna three times in this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, really craving it. Yeah. Onion Volcano? Yeah, the Onion Volcano. Uh, let's get through these. Come on. Sorry. They, gotta dude, go. they got burritos. They got salads. They got burritos? Dude, they got yeah. burritos? Yeah. Breakfast burritos. Oh. Okay. Oh, Wendy's or McDonald's having a better chicken sandwich? Are you freaking crazy, dude? I like Wendy's chicken you, sandwich. They're not even like real meat. Chick-fil-A has a freaking chicken F bread, you, dude. like a real freaking piece of chicken, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's soggy. All right? Been soaked Give it in another shot. Are you, soaked, don't eat that other crap. Been soaked in 1030. I know what you did wrong. You went through the anyway, drive-thru. You got it in the, in the tinfoil little package and you left her sealed up there and she she condensated in there got really soggy and by the time you got in there by the time you got in there she was soggy yeah you like that 
Chick-fil-A and Cracker Barrel should get together and bang and have just a terrible baby and just and be terrible and be, you know, just garbage. Where are your that's what I think of your cheesies down there. You shut your mouth. Well, be careful. Here's the thing. You're from Florida. Okay. Waffle House. You are too. Waffle House and Cracker Barrel were your staples growing up in life. I am a civilized northerner who knew and ate at real restaurants. Oh, civilized northerner. Yep. I just dropped that on you. You just ate at Timmy Ho's every day. No, we did not. No. (laughs) Strangely enough, Timmy Hortons, when I lived in Canada, was not popular. I love their donuts. Since I left, something happened to Tim Hortons, and they are now out of hand. It is now crack cocaine. It is? Yeah. Crack to Canadians. What? It's been like the last 15 years. Yeah. That's what's happened to Chick-fil-A, it sounds like. Yeah. You know what? People have been, this has been a two or three week show thing. Maybe I need to go try it again. It's been so long. It's been so garbage that the last time I ate Chick-fil-A was probably when I was a mechanic. And I'm just like, this is garbage. decades ago. This is garbage. Oh, to your listeners. Let's let's keep Maybe going. I'll go back. Okay. Enough Chick Fil A. Wait, dude. Yeah, I don't even I don't even know who you are anymore. You better give that shit another shot, man. Anyways, cool show, dude. But yeah, you need to get a Chick Fil A sponsor in your show, dude. Badass company, badass people that work there, freaking polite. My pleasure. They say my pleasure to everything you say. <sighs> man, all right, dude. <laughs> give it another shot. Download that app. Let me know, dude. Cool show, bro. Love it. I'm only Bye. a paycheck away from Chick-fil-A from talking about how great it is. So, that's all. Hey, guys. Brian Pierce from Seat Time here. Listening to the show, thinking about the Nets, and I think I have an idea. Even though it would be expensive to pull off, you might be able to put the money to figure it out. So, you see, when sponsors are sponsoring Supercross and stuff, they get the hay bales, or this say tough blocks, with their, their name on it and their logo on it. Well, what if you sponsor Supercross? And the one thing you want for your money is to essentially be able to have the right to a turn. So you create a bull turn, you put Pulpamex logos all over it, and mm-hmm. you build nets. And the nets are essentially your banner as advertisement for the Pulpamex show. And then that way you get to introduce the nets to Supercross by being a sponsor, and then they can test it out and have fun with it. Also love the idea of getting the uh, – a Nitro Circus guys to film some videos testing it out. I think that that's an awesome way to go, um, and they, they would definitely get some clicks for that. All right, thanks again. Have fun. Peace. Pro taper nets. I can see it now. If you got money, you can do anything. Yeah, pretty much right. <laughs> hey, Feld, I got a million dollars to spend. I want to put a net in a corner. Sure. <laughs> Build that net. Sure. What what name do you want on it? Yeah. Whatever you want. It's like Donald Trump building his wall. Yep. We will build that net for you. That's right. Make Supercross great again. <laughs> Hey, Steve, this is Travis from Southern Illinois. I just listened to some old archives, and, man, JT is so good. And he's always good on the phone. And I was just wondering if you knew hey, when he had him back in the studio again. Because I just feel like when he's in studio, he's way more into it. He's just way more on par with the jokes and the great one-liners. So, you know, get him in as soon as possible. He's awesome. Thanks. I agree. He's great. He never wants to come in, though. He's an hour flight, flight away, and I can never get him in. So he barely gets his attention on the phone half the time. Very witty. This yeah. interview is over. Hey, Steve. It's Cole, your local heavy equipment operator. Marietta. Uh, just a quick question. I was just curious on 
where the show name came from, Pulp. Just curious if there was a backstory to that. Thanks. Love the show. Just talking about this yesterday. We did. Uh, Pulp MX comes from Pulp Fiction. Not the movie, though. The genre of magazine slash comics called Pulp Fiction in the 1940s and 50s. Maybe even earlier than that. And it was a, a genre of magazine slash comics that were underground and a little edgy. And they had to talk about sex and drugs back, which is in the 40s and 50s, was pretty much a no-no. And uh, they had stories and true life detective things and things like that. And the genre was called Pulp Fiction. And uh, so I thought that Pulp MX would be the edgy, underbelly uh Things that people didn't know about motocross, uh, pulp uh, motocross. So, and then I was thinking about the orange juice thing at the same time, and I'm like, well, pulp in orange juice. I don't like my, I don't like orange juice with pulp. I buy it with no pulp. I do too. Yeah, I shouldn't say that to anybody, but I do. Erica likes pulp. Yeah, see, yeah, I knew she's really my like kind pulp. of girl. So, pulp in the orange juice is the is uh, the stuff that's in there that's uh, um, gritty, uh, um, uh, you know, sort of like the, I don't know how you'd say it, like the the. the Makes the juice or whatever, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. And so I thought Pulp MX would be like a little different uh, spin on things. So that's where I got the name from. Man, you're smart. Thank you. Nets. Hey, what up, Mathis? Hey, I got a question. How come you didn't ask Shorty if he would be racing if Seeley and Roxon both got hurt? That's like the obvious question, bro. Why didn't you ask that one? Uh, because then, bro, oh, because bro, I asked Shorty that, and he said he's not gonna race. He's he got not, a lot of these voicemails. Yeah, he's not gonna race. So we had, we had no show uh, last week. So oh, uh, yeah, Shorty says no. He's done. That's it. It's over, Johnny. And then the other thing is, why don't you play some new Third Eye Blind? It's pretty good stuff. That's it, bro. I did, Later. bro. I played some for you. Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. Right? I've got a question for Parabino. Saw, saw that he was going to be on the show tonight. Um, we've got a set of these ProTaper Micro Bars, and they're great bars, great idea. Um, my question is, is why can't we get some decent grips for them? Uh, the grips that came out with these deals and that have been made since then are absolutely garbage. Um, you can't put one on the throttle side hardly without them just exploding apart uh, with a little bit of grip glue on them. Um, even cutting the end of them to give the, the air a place to release. These things still just blow apart, even being trying to be put on super, super gentle. So we need to look at different compounds or something on them because these grips are garbage. If we if I'd known that we were going to have this much of an issue with them, I never would have bought them. So um, great idea, but the execution just for the grips has been pretty poor, poor so far. So anyway... Love the show. Have a good one, This guy. is the part where you don't know what he's doing as far as no, putting the grips I'll, on. No, I'll address that oh. because, no, he there, he has a real issue. Oh. So um, when when we went into production with our grips, our vendor made, had a, made a mistake in creating the mold, the tooling mold, and it essentially made the end of the grip where the end cap is very thin. So I didn't have a problem. When I put all, all the first set of grips that I got that I test fit and everything, I didn't have a problem on it, but... Um, if you are forceful, and, yeah. and and I'm probably way more gentle than anybody National is, national title winning mechanic. But the the grip ends will pop off, and they'll tear if in a in a in a very easy crash. So what 
once once I learned about this, I went to the vendor. I said, hey, you guys really screwed up here. This wasn't on us. They fixed the tooling, and then they sent me a ton of grips that are fixed that are in my office um, with no packaging. So if he calls ProTaper mm-hmm. and says, hey, I have had an issue, I've gone through f- four sets of micro grips. Should he ask for you, or are you No, okay. don't ask. You know, I mean, they – well <laughs> – I don't, I don't, I don't talk to customers on the phone basically usually. Um, but, uh, I have people that will help me with that. So if he calls and says, Hey, I've had an issue with micro grips, yeah. the people that I have answering the phone right. for me now, ask for un- Randy Valade. Nope. Okay. No, nope. Uh, it's a girl named Rhonda that'll okay. answer the All phone. Right. Um, they should ask for Randy. Valade. And, uh, and yeah, but we'll, we will send him replacement grips free of charge. Ah. If he's, he's had a, if he's had a pro- bad problem yeah, with yeah. four pairs, we'll send him eight pairs. We have, plenty to replace oh, that problem. very nice of protein. We also went any replacement grips um, that we have in our DCs. We went, had uh, our, um, our staff go through all those packages, pop open all the clamshells, throw out all the bad grips and replace them with the fixed mm-hmm. uh, grips yes. out of the new tooling. Um, and we also have um, four new grips that have just come out in the new ProTaper catalog. Three are dual compound grips, so they're a lot firmer mm-hmm. um, than the single compound medium grip that he's talking about. And we also have two neon colors now. So he's correct in what he's saying. If he's if he has gotten one of the early micro bars out of a, out of a kit, then, yeah, he's having an issue. If he's having that issue with grips that he's bought additionally, then his grip installation it's, technique it's, is needs, no good. Needs work. <laughs> uh, there we go. Pulp Mix Show, people. Help so, people helping people on yeah. the Pulp Mix Show. So, call That's Pro Taper. That's all for voicemails. We'll oh, fixed. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, Jeremy Albrecht, Josh Hill, Eric Perinard, uh Cameron McAdoo, Tony Berluti on the show tonight. Which interview did you like the best? Um... Does Eric count? Yes. Yeah, Eric. Okay. You're yeah. fucking kidding me. He's just a knowledgeable dude, and I respect him a lot. And he's he's a forward thinker, and mm-hmm. I love I love hearing him talk. He's smart. Oh, Berluti's pissed at you. Yeah, it's all right. Berluti. He's, he's fine. We're fine with. I'm, uh, I'm fine with uh, Thanks everybody that. for listening. We appreciate it. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy Works, Connection. Michelin Starcross 5, uh, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roos Graphics, and Two Under all on board with us uh, tonight. And uh, and again, thanks to our guests and thanks to our sponsors, Pro Taper, Paul Parabinos in studio. I uh, love it. Have it. Love having you up here. I wish, you'd com- wish you lived in Vegas and you could come in more. I don't know if I wish I lived in Vegas. Yeah, maybe not, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. We got Benny Hanna's here. Good point. Good point. <laughs> uh, Good so point. we thank everybody for listening. Uh, Doon Goon, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, we're still working on that app, streaming? Yeah, I think uh, we're getting to the cause of it. We're, we're maxing out the server, it looks like. So, so what do we do? Uh, there's some settings we can probably tweak to... Like you, like you tweaked before that jump? Compression. Yeah. yeah. Uh, MX fails? Yeah. Things like that. It worked out pretty well, so... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> please don't make our servers end up like your MX fails. No, no, no. But uh, yeah, we got some good stats, so I think we can yep. uh, make some progress now. Thanks to SwissCore. Thanks to Moser for their help. Listen more. Thank you, Erica. Thank you, Eric Penard. Perinard, thank you, Tony Berluti. You guys, thanks. Appreciate it. We're off next week. I'm going to Cabo, so I'll be out. And uh, and yeah, we'll be back in the week after uh, with another exciting show. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. See ya. Can I get a SoCal hole? There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. 
I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. You could hear me if it got into your brain somehow that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.